welcome to season three of Inside the Heliosphere. And what a journey it has been to get us to this stage. I started this one off in January 2019, February 2019, something like that. So we're over two years down the line now as I I sit here, May 2021. Uh, all that stuff's happened around the world that all of you know about. I won't dwell on that. A lot of stuff's happened in my personal life as well. I'm not going to dwell on that because, as I'm fond of saying, it's not about me, as in heliosphere. So I'll crack on with getting on to uh, my first guest in Season 3, Episode 1, Emmanuel M. I always feel weird about saying M, but I think Emmanuel... Well, I know he did. He asked if we could sort of keep his uh, his surname from the final product. And, of course, I'm just terribly grateful to all of my guests, my interviewees that come on the Heliosphere just, just for giving up their time, a lot of time. Um, so we'll we'll go with that, even though I'm sure most of the time their, their name gets kind of mentioned in the, in the interview anyway. So Emmanuel, like I say, I interviewed him back in 2019 in this beautiful room overlooking a marina in, in Adelaide, which is uh, coincidentally, where I'm, where I'm making this recording now, not in the same room. Um, and it was a cracking start to season three. It was a long interview. Um, sometimes they go like that. Sometimes they just they just go and they go as long as they need to. Um, because, as I say to my guests, who to a man or woman tend to say to me, I don't know why you want to speak to me. I've got nothing to say. I'm not very interested. Which is, of course, rubbish. Because as we know, everybody's got a huge amount of stories. Everyone's got a story. Uh, still got the two I see. Yes, Chris, I have. And the um, the interview went, I think this one went over four hours. It's one of those four hour plus ones. Um, you know, I don't answer to any producer. I'm not in this for, for numbers or for a popularity thing in terms of, you know, dislodging uh, Mark Maron or... Uh, or or Joe Rogan from from the top of the charts. Uh, I'm doing this because I love to listen to people's stories. I love music. I learn lots of things about music, about the people that I'm interviewing, my friends, fa- family, um, and it's a chance for me to get out of my head and just pay forensic attention to to whatever the the uh, the interviewee wants to wants to tell me about their life. Uh, all draped over the the mannequin of, uh, oh that's not a good metaphor, um, of, of their song choices. So, so I'll, 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 um, I'll shut up. I'll stop talking because, uh, those of you that know and love Emmanuel will be here to listen to him and not to me crapping on, although there's quite a bit of that as well, obviously. Um, and, uh, what can I say about this, this interview? There was, there was a very, very funny bit and, and, uh, sorry, a sidebar. I, I, I did to help out, uh, my new editor, so three seasons, three editors. Jen, welcome aboard, my friend. Um, I I went through, and the least I could do, trawling through these huge files, the least I could do for him was to go and, and tell him when all the songs came in, what time. So I listened to all, all 10 of, of season three again, and uh, there was a lot of references to a particular explosive episode in Emmanuel's life that I kept coming back to just because it tickled me. I mean, it's just such a great story. Um so I'll, I'll I'll shut up. Um, I know I know that's an issue. I will shut up, and I will let you enjoy to luxuriate 
in the Darwinian, it's not Darwinian, but in the Darwinian as in the place, not the uh, evolutionary theory, the Darwinian delights of Emmanuel. Um, I met him in Adelaide, but he, he grew up in Darwin. Anyway, enjoy. To uh, inside the heliosphere, Emmanuel. Um, we got my cousin, in, second cousin-in-law. Is that, is that how we're related? It's like a, we just call it cousins, don't we? We do. Cousins, I think yeah. it gets so um, convoluted with Greek families and and the way we all work that yeah. you just stick to cousins. Yeah. Everybody always says, "Oh, he's not really your uncle. Why do you call yeah. him your uncle? Because yeah. he's just older. Yeah. It makes, it makes it easier. And it is. Um, I've I've noticed. I think in in. Uh, in the 15 or so years I've been lucky enough to be brought into a big Greek family. It's, it's very important, obviously, is that there's that, there's that closeness, there's that celebration of getting together. And there is that cut that, you know, everyone's, if you're second mm. or third cousin, you're cousins, right? Or you're, you know, you're I perhaps. tend to find like a lot of Greek families, um, in mine as well. I yeah. am very close with my first cousins. I find that I'm closer and I grew up a lot closer with my second and third cousins more. Uh. Maybe there's, um, like, I find that there's less of a pressure, you know, with the first cousins. It's like, yeah. oh, we, we have to get them a present. We have to go to their party. Yeah. We, have to, mm-hmm. we have to invite them around for Christmas or yeah. whatever it is. Whereas the second and thirds, um, you do tend to do all the same things. But maybe it's there's, there's no, um, no pressure on, on doing that. You yeah, know what right. I mean? Which, may, I don't, maybe it's just a... You you relax a little bit to it, and then yeah, you tend to find it closer. So there's a certain formality or expectation around those immediate relatives to remember the birthdays, remember the Christmas presents. Uh, yeah, I guess I think in Greek families, a lot of it is uh, you know the, the formality. The oh, yeah. you know they've invited us to this, so we'll have to invite yeah. them to that. A lot of people tend to put that pressure on themselves. Well, I feel it. Yeah. We all feel it. We all yeah. grew up in those sorts of things. We have to go to the wedding because, you know, they're your yes. third cousins. And, yes. And, you know, you want them to come to yours and you don't want them to think that you don't want to be mm. there. Yeah. Um, so you generally have very full weekends. That social expectation. Yeah. Hmm. You go well with that? You, do you find the social situations? Yeah, right. I hate it. I'm a super social person yeah. until I'm not. And then, right. then I'm, I'm right. I am a jerk. Like right, I, right. I kind of just go now. Nah. I need to get out of yeah. here. What's your limit? So, Is it like an hour, two hours? Uh, no limit. Just, it's it's it just happens. Just like generally, that. it's Elizabeth that tends to notice that <laughs> that I've I've toppled over the edge more than me. <laughs> so uh, you so you you'll be at some sort of gathering. Your darling wife looks across at you and goes, "Oh, yeah, time, time to go." Because she's social, right? Super social. Loves to hang yeah. out, chat, yeah. all that stuff. I I can talk until the cows come home. Yeah. I can. I love chatting to absolutely everyone. Yeah. I've got no issues with where you're from, who you are, what yeah. you do. I will chat. And in fact, a lot of the times you'll find me, I'll end up chatting to the opposite person to to what everybody else will yeah. want to do. Yeah. And, and Elizabeth's the same. Mm-hmm. We just tend to find those sorts of people wherever yeah. we go. Um, but then I don't know, like, I, I guess you, you reach a point where you just, ha- I've had enough of talking mm-hmm. or I've, I've, I'm over it yeah. now. So yeah. 
I'm just going to kind of tuck myself back into my little shell and go into your yeah, internal happy place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know, it'll well, open again later. An observation I mean, is that, um, you, you know, you and I, like even at your wedding, uh, there was, there was an impression that you, you had that ability to, you know, focus properly on the, on the person that you're talking to. I remember Tina and I towards the end coming and having a chat with you and there was none of that you know, when people were looking yeah. over your shoulders all the time for the other yeah. person to talk to, it was not. No, you were. You know, you, yeah. you had that beautiful ability to to oh, focus on the you. person you're talking to. See, I always think of myself that I can be quite skittish ah. in those sorts of things. Like I find. So you don't see yourself like that. No, huh. no, no, not really. That's um, an interesting yeah. question. That's that's. I love that question. It, you know, how how do how do others see us? You know, how mm. do how do. Um, uh, uh, how are you seen by your, your close friends, your family? How are you seen by people you don't know that were? Because so, people mm. don't tell you. They usually don't come up to you and, and lay it down for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. I think, um, I don't know, I find that most people seem to be pretty critical of themselves. And I don't know if um, <laughs> true. others gen generally see them in that, yeah, same, that's right. that same light. But like I find you know there's there's so many layers to all of that where you yes. can kind of like i think i make a great first impression <laughs> right and yeah. then i think it tapers off after a while <laughs> so, and people yeah. kind of go oh my god this, this is as good as it gets as first <laughs> yeah when you first say so yeah, but funny. but i still can't oh. find that that limit where people are like we'll walk away from situations and yeah. elizabeth will say like my god like you, you talked his ear off i think right. he was ready to go like four hours ago <laughs> Um, right. as an exaggeration right. um, and I'll kind of go oh like upon reflection yeah maybe, maybe huh. that's maybe that's the case that's the word isn't so, it reflection and yeah. it sounds to me already like you do a lot of that about about the way you behave the way you uh, act maybe too much yeah. I think maybe it starts to dilute who you are mm. thinking about who you are mm -hmm. I think is probably the best way to explain it mm -hmm. like you yeah like it, you tend to assess and judge how you are against others or yeah. against the situation or the conversation. And yeah. then you stop just doing what you would do yeah. and start to kind of do what you think is right or yeah. channel a conversation or a topic or, mm. or whatever, or, mm -hmm. you know, or your body language into what you think you should be doing. And then you walk away and you kind of go, Oh my God, did I even enjoy any of that? Or, mm. you know, whatever at the end of the day. Yep. So yep. question yourself. <clears throat> Sounds familiar, and um, yeah, and, and I want to, we'll come to what you do for a crust, I guess, mm -hmm. later on. But uh, I guess you, in your line of work, you're you're used to people looking to you for guidance, but you know, for for being on mm. display almost in the workplace, right? You know, for, for being the boss, I guess. Is yeah. that fair to say? Yeah, yeah. Look, not so much anymore. Mm. Uh, with um, obviously a sea change and yep. and a rough career change. Yeah. Um, so I've moved from more of the construction, which I'm assuming we'll talk we'll more talk, about, yeah, yeah. Um, into more of a civil sort yeah. of environment. So it's roads. So yeah. building forward instead of building up. Right. Um, where I am very green. Mm -hmm. uh, so I try and take a back seat and yeah. not push my opinion or, or my agenda across. But my job previous to that was to push my ideas and my agenda yeah. across and tell people how I'd like to do it. Interesting. And how you can do what I'd like to do. Yeah. So. All right, we've got a ton of stuff. This is, uh, as usual, um, as usual, 
if I say how long these things usually take, I get raised eyebrows like, no, that's never going to happen, but it will, I promise you. Um, yeah, I was of two minds coming in. I had yeah. a feeling, I was, I was fearful that I was going to come in and go, blah, 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 it's over in an hour, and right. you kind of go, oh, that was a bit oh, weak. Oh, really? Or the other option was eight <laughs> hours later, right, 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 my right, wife's right. knocking on the door and I'm nowhere to be found and, and well, we're still up here. I guess... I guess I've got to take the blame for either of those scenarios. Yeah. I don't think I don't think either of those is going to happen, but I, but it's my fault. I'm you know I'm happy to wear the blame, and it will be my wife that's also angry, yeah. probably angrier than Elizabeth. Um, you said when you came in, let's just set the scene. Where are we, Emmanuel? We're we're, we're down at the beach, uh, overlooking. What's the next section? The, I'm not sure. This is your town now, mate. Ah, <clears throat> oh, I'm terrible. Yeah, I'm. Well, it's kind of Glenelg. Is it yeah, Glenelg here? Glenelg on one side, and then you're getting up to Henley yeah. on the other. So for those of you, those of you listening in Iceland, um, <laughs> we're in Australia, in South Australia, actually, the state of South Australia, by the by the coast, um, which is kind of Glenelg, but you think the next suburb across is, what did you say, Henley? Henley. Yeah, and we're overlooking a marina. I'm in town for the week, um, expressly to do, no, not just to do some interviews, but definitely mm. big part of it was catching up with you um, to do this. And I, when I got your uh, your proforma last night, what what I found what I found works best. What I was leading up to with the, the length of these things is that we we crack on with the, at least the first song mm. because uh, we will talk and talk. I know we will. Um, and when I when I got this <laughs> I last, you a doozy it was a doozy. <laughs> it was a it was brilliant, and you made me laugh last night. And I think I said to you. I'm I'm gonna avoid glib remarks. <laughs> um, I I tend to get plenty of remarks if I ever do talk about it, um, and I and I've actually talked about it more than I probably would like to admit. Right, yeah, right. So everybody, but, okay. Who who are we talking about here? We're talking about. Um, Geez, I don't remember his last name. I think it's Yanni Yanopoulos. Yeah, that yeah. sounds familiar. So mm -hmm. it's Yanni Live at the Acropolis is mm -hmm. the album. Mm -hmm. um, it has been, yeah, it, it's the final member of our family pretty much. Wow. So it's, huh. my dad is, you would know if my dad has bought new speakers or a new TV right. because you get home and there'd be one of two things going. Yeah. <laughs> one would be either music, very loud, because yep. you've got to test the speakers. Right on, yeah, absolutely. Um, or if it was a TV, mm -hmm. those are his two Luxuries? weaknesses. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, yeah, weaknesses. Um Top Gun. Oh. I don't know really? why. He's not... Huh. If you think of Top Gun and the, and the people that really, really love Top Gun. Okay. It's that real, that real rednecky sort of American like that. Yeah, well, it was certainly... You know, that, that proud sort of thing. But I think he just loves... He loves, he loves planes. He loves oh. planes. He's, we would sit at the beach down in Sydney and um, I don't remember the beach that's just across from the airport. Oh, uh, yeah. Um... Yeah, well, there's Botany Bay, and yeah. then there's is it Brighton? So Brighton yeah, Beach, it's Brighton, Brighton, yeah. Brighton Sands, and big, big Greek community there, right? Yeah, huge. Yeah, um, good Greek restaurants there as well. Yeah, um, but we would sit on that beach, which is a terrible beach. Yeah, not the best. Yeah, um, and it busy would be road. Like, oh, yeah. That's you know, <clears throat> that's Singapore Airlines flight right four two nine. Yeah, you know, that, mm -hmm. that one's on its way to Malaysia. So he would be plane spotting on oh, the yeah, and then with the introduction huh. of smartphones and apps. And like the flight radar, yeah. and funnily enough, yes. I, I too have flight radar. Me too. On my phone. And Great he app. he will sit and watch, or yeah. he'll 
you'll land, like I would, I would land in Adelaide or land in Darwin or whatever, and yeah. I would call because generally if I'm landing in Darwin, the person picking me up is dad. Sure. Um, but I, I'm a terrible flyer. So when I would land here, I would call Elizabeth, dad, you know, get mm-hmm. out the, the main calls. Yes, I'm alive. I've, we've landed okay. for the 500th time. Mm-hmm. I'm still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and he would go, yeah, no, I know you've landed. You landed about six minutes ago. Right. I've watched the plane, He's, like taxi yep, in yep. and the rest of it. So he, he just has this, this passion for planes. But you didn't pick so. Top Gun. So you, could no. you have picked like, you know, Harold, was it Harold Fultemeyer did the, the Top Gun theme and Steve Stevens played an amazing solo. Uh, oh, Danger Zone. Danger Zone. Kenny Loggins. Um, yeah. Um, but you didn't pick Top Gun. You picked Yanni live at the Acropolis. <laughs> And I think you said that Yanni is like the extra member of your family. Yeah, because Top, <laughs> Top Gun, with the movie Top Gun, it's not, it's not something that we did as a family altogether. Okay. I think that was more like you'd never see my sister sit down and watch Top Gun with no. Dad. Okay. Uh, whereas I would, mm. and I own a copy of it. And when I bought new speakers for my TV, uh, I cranked Top Gun. It's the reference for yeah. new speakers because yeah. you know it so it's, well. It's just yep. that, that little thing we've got going on. Totally. Plus the intro to Top Gun is... It's pretty damn amazing. The, the theme tune or the... Just the theme tune and then that, that intro sequence with... Is that how he rides the bike? Is that, is no, it, no, it's, no. What is he... It's, it's like that slow build oh. up of the Danger Zone song. Yes. And it's, you know... The planes, the F-16s yeah, they're, they're, or... they're prepping on the, yes. on the aircraft carrier and it's the smoke. Oh, and, yeah. 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 So it's, as soon as he, you know, the, the hand goes down, oh. that's when the Danger Zone like when oh. it kicks into that, that guitar solo and, and that's when the plane takes off. It's... It's pretty cool. You, you Dude, gotta I need to it. watch it again. Oh, oh you made me... It's a good movie, but yeah. it's not It's not the best movie out there. Well, like, it's a bit kitsch, isn't it? There's that whole yeah. homoerotic volleyball scene and, and yeah. uh, you know, yeah. the tops off and all the rest yeah. of it, which is very 80s. Yeah. Um, interesting. But, but interesting. Yanni, like, Top Gun is something my dad would watch or we would watch on occasion. Yeah. You might get it once a year. You might not get it for two years. Right. If he's not bought anything or there's there's no real need like you don't go oh i really like it's new it's new hi-fi equipment bring out the top gun yeah okay um whereas yanni live at the acropolis i can always remember um dad would music would go on and it was like we would be prepping for something so it would be christmas which was always at our house or new year's we used to do a, a New Year's party at our house where it would be dress up or a theme or something. Dress up? Every year. Yeah, we just, we tried to make things interesting. Darwin doesn't have heaps going for mm. it. There's no mm-hmm. city mm-hmm. as such to go to. So people generally. So your house would be yeah. the hub kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. in some ways. Um, and so getting ready that process of, you know, setting up tables, the, all the chairs, hosing down the balconies. Yes. Because you know, there's leaves and, and stuff everywhere. Um, and and just that process of prepping for a party or an event. Yes. Um, we Yanni Love at the Acropolis would get pa- played. Yeah. Whether it be the album um, or the live disc. Yeah. We had, we had both. Yeah. You can't, you can't have one without the other. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, it's actually a pretty good concert. And I, I watched it last night. Did you? Yeah, sessions Did you go back it. and... Yeah, right. But I've seen the concert so many times right. that the small um, the small actions looks glances that either 
yeah. the composer Yanni or yeah. the violinist in in this version yeah. of the song or the drummer in this because there's there's two. Um, it's his band he and, a, them and battles. Oh, okay. So there's so, like the, there's the it's his band and there's like what the London Symphony Orchestra is the, um, is, the is the orchestra he picked or I don't think for? it's London. I'm not. Sh- I can't remember which orchestra it was. I'm Google it. I actually. I actually did look last night, and it's mm. one of those things that I never... It's a really interesting story. He he put all of this together, this entire concert, mm. couldn't get it funded. Yeah. Ended up raising his own money. Hold on, what, just just on that, right? Okay, so he's, he's, he wants to put... He's, he's moved to America as a student. Mm. He, he gets a psychology degree. He's got this... He grows his hair. I mean, yeah. let's be honest, it is magnificent it is. It's at this stage. Hair. I was gutted actually to see he shaved the moustache. Yeah. Cut the moustache. I was, that was a mistake, Yanni, if you're listening. He <laughs> dates Linda, whatever her name is, from yep. Dynasty or Dallas or whatever it is, goes on Oprah. Somehow, after touring and bits and pieces, he goes, right, I'm going to go back to the homeland. I'm going to go to mm. Athens. I want to go to the Acropolis and play. Now, presumably... Not just anyone can rock up to the Athens Council and go, look, I want to I play a big gig in the Acropolis. How the hell does he do that? Oh, my God. I have no idea. I mean, it's, um, it's a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Yeah. It's, it's... Yeah, uh, look, I couldn't tell you, but uh, Greece is both a very proud and very corrupt place. Right. That I'm sure that there are ways... Um, money. I would think, yeah, money, but also I think pride. Pride being, you know, his... He wants to put on this amazing show. Sure. He's got all this money together. He's famous, in, you know, in his yep. own right. Um, we can we can probably accommodate. We can make this okay. happen. Okay, okay. Um, for, for you, Yanni, yeah. you know, if, if, if Joe Schmo turns up <laughs> with a suitcase full of dollars, probably not. But Maybe. somehow. But, I, I mean, I would think, I would think he probably got by, for the most part, on who he is mm-hmm. rather than what he has. So he had some kind of a notoriety or fame before I believe so. putting this on. Okay. I believe so. I mean, I wouldn't know that <clears throat> it was, it was done in what? 90, 93, 94. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at the time I was only Jesus. No need, no need to rub it in. <laughs> Thanks mate. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, and it's just always been something that, it's, and even with Easter, like with Greek Easter yeah. and, the, and the build up, yeah. my family, although not super religious all the time mm-hmm. as a whole, mm-hmm. my dad Greek is, Orthodox. is but isn't, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But my mum is very much the driver about, you know, we're getting ready, we're going to church. Okay. Um, with things like Easter, it's always celebrated. We always, it's always a big deal. You do the little painted eggs and everything? Though. We do the painted eggs, but in Darwin, they actually do like on the... At 12 o'clock, you know, when Christ has risen, uh-huh. the last day of the whole thing, um, we let off dynamite. Oh, dynamite. Yeah. yeah. Not fireworks. No, no, no. Actual dynamite. Um, Where do you get dynamite? <laughs> the, they make it, yeah. So. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> right, let's listen to Yanni and then we're going to come back to dynamite, yeah. all right? That's, that's, a good, that's a cliffhanger yeah. right there. You see what yeah, I'm doing? I'm no a problem. pro, man. <laughs> Very good. I've done this before. <laughs> Thank you. 
right. So we were just we were just talking about the dueling violins there and and uh, the, that incredible like there was there was a pizzicato bit that was sounded faster than any human's got a right to be able to play. <laughs> Followed by the, you know, so you said there was a lady and a man basically dueling yeah. on the violins. All right, we're going to get, but I just need to, we left, we left our audience hanging with the, with the, <laughs> in, in Darwin, <laughs> instead of, Darwin, instead man. of, uh, to, to make our own um, celebrations, we don't mm. bother with fireworks. We just, we just we let off some do the, dynamite, the big, stuff. the big stuff. Yeah. Anyone, uh, and just, just to, for Australian tourism industry, anyone can go to Darwin and just get their hands on some dynamite, right? Uh, no, the Greeks make it. Um <laughs> You've got to know. Yeah. You've got to know, which basically means it knows your family. Yeah? You've got to. You've got to go and introduce themselves. One of my uncles actually is one of the one of the people who makes it. I okay. guess you'd call him an an amateur explosive expert. <laughs> do we? Um, we don't, do we say his name or no? Uh, Maybe his first name. Uh, uncle Nathan. Okay. His uncle Nathan. Nathan. Um, that doesn't yeah. sound very Greek. Is that Greek? No, it's Greek. Is it? Greek. Yeah. Different. Different areas. Huh. Nathan is. Uncle Nathan. Um, if you're listening, Uncle Nathan. Yeah. Um, the amateur you know, dynamite. My, my my sister's actually a pharmacist, and I remember when right. she graduated. I, I don't know why, but this is just a memory I have. Do it, man. Um, you know, she she moved back to Darwin. She did her studies elsewhere. Mm -hmm. um, moved back to Darwin, and then I remember it was one of the first times he'd met her again since she'd come back. This is your uncle meeting your sister. Yeah, from in Darwin when she in goes Darwin. back to the, yeah. And obviously we'd all grown up together. It's yeah. Uncle Nathan. She studies where? She Sydney. No. She, yeah, she was in Perth. Perth, right. Okay. Um and I remember him saying, "Oh, can you get your hands on some <laughs> sodium blah 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 blah." And she's like, "No. No, if you bring me a prescription, does, I can Does she know does she know uh, what he needs it for? He said it's for like I right. want it to make dynamite. And she was like, "I can't." <laughs> Like it's not, yeah. I don't, I don't have a barrel of of it just kind of hanging out. This is like Breaking um, Bad, right? Yeah, yeah. But that's that's pretty much. It. Hold on, hold on. So, so, so he, he contacts. She said she's just she's newly trained as a pharmacist. Yeah, yeah. She's coming back for just some sort of holiday with the family. Uh, I don't remember if she had graduated at that point or if she was just yeah. back on. She might not have even holiday. been a fully fledged pharmacist. And he's he's on the phone to her saying, "Look, I've oh, got... we we'd met them somewhere. It was yeah. a, it was a face to face conversation." Right, right. Which I well, you probably don't want the more. government listening into this stuff anyway, right? If there's, uh, if there's no, way. look, because they make it, and I mean, when we light off dynamite uh, for New Year's right. for Easter, yeah, um, the area is sectioned off. Like, so the cops will block the streets. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, so yeah. the police are on board. It, oh, it, okay. Totally on board. Okay, cool. That's good. Um, there's such a huge Greek community. I don't think you could really piss them off. Yeah. Too far. No. Um, we would be one. So of you'd the be letting off the dynamite, whatever. Minorities. Yes. Okay. okay. Um, they let it off in the church grounds. What? So, yeah, yeah. So there's the, like the grassed area on the side of the church there. Is it graves um, there? No. Okay. No. That, um, yeah, no, that would, that would be That would be ridiculous. Up. But um, look, every year they do, I'm pretty sure they've toned it down slightly now. Right. But they used to blow out the windows at the church. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because every year you've got to do bigger and better. Like, so, you've got to do more. Um, so it's an Easter thing, partic it's, particularly. It's an Easter thing from the chain of islands that I'm from. Kalimnos? Yeah. So there's a bunch of small islands. And the way it was I've described to, to me... I've been to Klimnos, by the way. Have you? Mm -hmm. It's actually a really beautiful island. Oh, it's amazing. Like, and I know beautiful. everybody says that about their oh, island. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's loads of... Yeah. But it really does have oh, amazing beaches and amazing bars and amazing restaurants. Yeah, and there's that whole... You pull up uh, the marina there mm. and you've just got that kind of yeah. big what, waterfront area, the yeah. beautiful restaurants and tavernas like and things. Like that beautiful like, waterfront vista. Yeah. You know, yeah. when you stand back and have a look at it, it's gorgeous. It's a, it's a pretty little town. Yeah. Um, there's more Kalimnians, I think, in Darwin now oh. than there is in Kalimnos. Is that true? Yeah. Wow. So 
Um, but it was it was. So the, somehow they got into they're the, just like the Dynamite Island. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, we're we're pretty far south, so I guess yeah. you'd call us like we're the southerners of of Greece. Okay. Is the way I explain it. Okay. Um, but from how it was explained to me as a child, this could be completely wrong, but let's, I've, let's I've run it. with this for my whole life. Let's do it. Um, back, you know, in previous, you know, generations and the rest of it, it was yeah. a way of notifying the next island over. Oh. That, you know, 12 o'clock, crust risen. Yes. Some dynamite will, you know, some, that'll, that'll okay. definitely let you know. Y- yeah. Uh, so that's, that was I- the kind of theory behind it. Hold on, the dynamite's for still for religious purposes. That that would be the best explanation to keep Greek people in down lighting dynamite at Easter. <laughs> okay, so. as opposed to the island's under attack, we need your help yeah. now, letting yeah. off the letting off the big explosion. No, yeah. So it's no. it's religion uh, is a really great way to get away with lots of things, mm. I would think. But um, this is, the, I think, the first time I've heard about. Up. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's the, that's the bit I'm. Um, Loving. Too much to ask for. I mean, really. I'm sort of, my mind's going to, this could be three hours just on the whole dynamite in Kalimnos thing. Um, oh, I don't think I've got too much more to say. But... I've got so many questions about it. So, <laughs> Fire away. Okay. <laughs> very good. Very good. Um, okay. So your uncle is like the dynamite guy in, uh, in, in Darwin. He would think he's the dynamite guy. He's, uh, he's, there's a few dynamite guys. There's a few guys. dynamite guys. Yeah. But they're all kind of, their ancestry is all Kalimnos, probably. Um, <laughs> not even. No. Okay. No, not all, right. all of them. But find... Darwin is its own little unique place that they would be. That's true. Like there's Greek Australians, and then I think there's Greek Darwinians. I think, right. I think they're a very different sort of. Oh, I'm going to struggle for a unifying theme here. So let's go more with the exactly. Well, so dynamite is TNT, right? Mm-hmm. Trinitro toluene, I think, is the correct term. Why? Okay, we've, we've gone back to the history of dynamite. Mm-hmm. Why does it have to be in a churchyard? And is it the sound that's the main thing? Mm-hmm. Or is it the is there, an, is there a flash and a, is it a nighttime thing? There's a big kind of... Well, it's at 12. Midday. It's midnight. Midnight. Yeah. Oh. So it's that, that moment, you know, like the... Have you done ever done or practiced like the traditional Greek Easter at all? Um, I mean, not there's been no dynamite. Yeah, like no. the good the go to church eggs. on the last day and then I'm not sure there was church it. either. There's been yeah. the food and there's been the yeah. eggs and there's been that side of it. Traditionally, mm. so a church it generally runs that whole week yep. lead up to. So you yep. know, it's the whole last week of Christ's life, I yes. guess. Yep. So we go to church and there's every different day has a different thing and then there's yep. the, it's called an epidaphio, which is the the procession that they carry around the uh-huh. the um like the cross, yes. You know, uh, the, the walk that Jesus did with the cross. Yeah, that's, that's called the. Um, what did you call it? Epitaphio. Is, 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 is that is the Greek. passion? Is the, yeah. the is that is that so, the Greek yeah. word for passion? Uh, no. I don't actually know. Huh. But it's called the Passion of the yeah. Christ, and I, yeah, yeah, I understand what you mean. So yeah. we, you know, you walk around the block, mm-hmm. and you stop at every corner, and the priest mm-hmm. will say a prayer, and then there's the you, it's covered in flowers, mm. and, and then like I'm, I'm not super cluey on what all of the the religious the days whole, are the whole like, seven you know, days and yeah like i would sit with mum in church because um greek churches especially the one in darwin which is very the priest is quite a strict man yeah there's the, there's <laughs> the a, women's section on the as right. you walk in the front yeah. doors so there's a and you find this still in this most is the greek gold churches. and the and the icons and everything as you go yeah in there, and yeah it's beautiful there's the the pews on the left yes. in our greek church uh were for the women okay the pews center front mm. men 
So that's all your men. Mm. You, you would never see a woman sitting there. No. It just doesn't happen. It's like the Jewish wedding there. Yeah. Separate. And then that, the, the far right side mm. um, was your women and children. Oh. So that's like the noisy people. Yeah, we, we need The riffraff needs to stay right. off to the side. Right. Um, that's the side that I generally enjoy the most because yeah. my grandfather would sit. Mate, I'll never forget it. And he was <laughs> such a staunch man that um, after he passed... His spot remained vacant. Oh, his seat. That's nice. Uh, I don't think it's more nice. I oh. think he instilled a bit of fear in, in the men oh, around him. Oh, it's like it the was, black eye yeah, thing. Yeah, no, like my grandfather, that was his spot. And oh. his, he, he would fight. That's, that's his spot. So, so the fear yeah. of your granddad lived on. Yeah, yeah, for a little oh. while at least, and then the spot got filled. Was this um, the side where the windows routinely got blown out, or was that the... No, 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 his centre, so okay. it's good. So the women's side is the... The women's... Yeah. <gasps> but, really? But... For Easter, like at, at the time that you light dynamite, no one's in the church. Oh. So we're all out on the street. That makes sense. Yeah, so everybody's outside. How far are you away from the blast zone? Uh, close enough that you can feel it. Really? Yeah. You feel the shockwave? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Wow. Some so of you... the bigger ones, you'll feel it right through the core. Yeah. And, you, and everybody goes, oh, that was a big one. That was a good one. One explosion, several? Uh, it used to go for 15, 20 minutes. You're kidding. No. Lots, lots of explosions. Lots of them. To the point that, like, Darwin's quite built up development-wise. There's a yes. lot of apartments and things around it. Well, your family, oh, yeah, I've, just, yeah. I've seen why they've blown shit. Because they've so, got, okay, yeah. you make the work, you rebuild. Yeah, yeah pretty much, that's <laughs> it. Don't tell anyone. Okay, I just worked it out. Okay, um, all right. So, there. like, a lot of the <laughs> the other nationalities, I guess, well, non-Greek Orthodox people, so uh, a lot of the, the Australians and things, you'll see them up on their balconies at 12 o'clock. Sure. Because they're not going to sleep anyway. No. So <laughs> they kind of get out and watch the, you know, the, the Easter procession sure. of us. And, yeah. And then they get to see... Now they've started to include a bit of fireworks. Oh. So once again, a lot of them are handmade. Oh. They homemade their fireworks. Yeah, because um, in Australia, for people that listen overseas, not like America or I think even Britain, you can't just buy fireworks unless you've got a license, I in think. In the Territory, for oh. the Territory Day, oh. you can buy for one day. They oh. really try and limit it now. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you do get a lot of spot fires and yeah. things things get out of hand. Absolutely. Because people and fireworks, they, they've never really worked all that well together. Yeah. We just still allow it. But, you know, and, and again, for people outside of Australia, the Territory's kind of its own place um, for all sorts of reasons. Mm. I mean, there's, you know, the, the famously the, 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 the non-speed limit road, which I think they've just put 130 back on it now or whatever. But uh, I think there's still one stretch. There's still one stretch. But the, um, yeah, it's like that prohibition thing. If you take away, you know, if you say you can only eat chocolate for one day of the year, what's everyone going to do on that one mm. day of the year, you know? You just yeah. go mental. But, um, all right. So you have to promise me now, on on record, that mm -hmm. you will take me to Darwin. Done. Greek Easter. I've got to be Done. there when the dynamite's going off, man. Done. Why wow. problems? It's, I learned it's something. a pretty amazing experience. Yeah. It scares the shit out of the kids. It scares and everybody, the shit out of me. Nobody's, nobody backs out. <laughs> You've got newborns <laughs> and you're oh, really? religious, mate. You are there. So there's no getting out. Oh, how old's your baby? You know, oh, wow, seven days. Better watch beautiful. out for the blast wave. Yeah, you take a step back. There's yeah. The dynamite. There's a big go one off. this year. So, and then there were, there were always the arguments like the, the priest. <laughs> There'd be years that the dynamite would be going off before 12, you know, 11.59. Uh, they, really, they would, no one's ready. <laughs> so then they would start lighting dynamite and then he would be, you know, because he would be out with the mic and, you know, then he would say, you know, in Greek, you know, Christ has risen. And it's everybody, in Greek. Yeah. You don't even know if you're not Greek. Oh, no. You've no idea what's going on. No. 
You'd no. be a backpacker and from Germany. Out, yeah, and to an outsider, it would be just... Oh, my God. Like you're under you'd attack. You'd literally be... Yeah, you'd, you'd be shell-shocked. Like it, you'd, <laughs> oh, my God. It, it, and, What's his name again? Nathan, your uncle. Yeah, Uncle Nathan. Uncle Nathan. If you're listening, so, you're, you're my hero. I've never met you, but that is a great story. But, you know, it, it takes oh a bit of courage God. to... He must... He must... Like, and for Territory Day, there were occasions that Uncle Nathan would bring around some sort of crudely shaped some small pieces yeah. of plastic explosive yeah or something. pretty much and so we lived wow. on a hill um <laughs> and so it's like a fortress or something yeah you'd we'd throw it you could throw it down the hill and you could hear oh. it just that that shockwave like it would echo you know how over distance it, i don't that know. explosion it kind of has that i've honestly that. never rolled explosive down a hill i feel like i've missed out though come to darwin <laughs> Man, I'm there. I've been to Darwin. I must have gone at the wrong time. Okay, somehow we got away from Yanni. We just, for, for completeness, we said that that was the Royal Philharmonic, uh, oh, not yeah. the London Symphony that he was playing with. Um, I'm not sure we can go back much more to, I mean, there's this beautiful story. This album has been a part of my life for as long as I can remember, a main staple of the Getting Ready for Party Our House soundtrack. My dad would play this really loudly as we prepared for New Year's, Easter, etc. which is your reason. But mm -hmm. from that came... Somehow, oh. this in incredible explosive Easter. Easter. Are we getting back Easter, to Yanni here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is me this is in why a we. Okay. I, I will sidetrack you to I got no it. end. I love it. Yeah, it's dangerous. Don't, yeah, whichever train you're on, you are ending up at the wrong station. We're on the Emmanuel train. Yeah, I, would, I will float from everywhere. It's a boat train. Um, with Yanni Love at the Acropolis, and especially just with Easter. Um, on that last day, you know, the 12 o'clock dynamite, dynamite, so on and so forth, um, we would go to church earlier hmm. and then we would come home about 9, 9.30 oh, okay. p.m. Mm -hmm. And you would get ready because there's no, like the, the real hard cause, I find that the older people get, the closer they want to. Get to the, the the better seat they want to the dynamite. No, to to heaven. Oh, so they generally they stay at church for a little oh, bit longer. Oh, I see. They they're, they're getting credits to the bank. Yeah, yeah, pretty it's much. Like, That's what you do. End, end sure, of life. I understand. You know, um, so everybody else kind of goes home mm. for a couple of hours, mm. and we would go home and, you know, we'd we, this was video store time, so we you know we'd have a movie that we'd watch together. Put on or, Top Gun. No, it would be like. Yanny. I remember one year it was Event Horizon we watched. It's a horrible oh. movie. None of us knew what it was about. Yeah. I didn't get to watch it because oh. it scared the absolute crap out of me. Um, and then there would be albums that we'd listen to music and we'd hang out together. Mm -hmm. and This is the extended ready. family yeah. as well? No, mm -hmm. no, no. This would just be the five of us. Okay. So it was just the family at home. Two sisters. Two sisters, two parents, Mum and dad. So, yeah. um, so we would kind of, yeah, you, you kind of need to burn the time. Can't go to sleep. Got it. Got to stay in church clothes, mm -hmm. no point getting changed. So we'd turn the church aircon clothes on. Church clothes are? Just nice clothes. It's, okay. It's the territory. It's the territory. It's hot. Generally, I steam. wear thongs every day. Right. Um, so, you know, we would, we would kind of just burn time. Mm. So you'd watch a movie, mm. listen to some music. And, and also you'd be setting the table and getting ready because after the dynamite, after all of that, you come home and you eat. After midnight? Yeah. Yeah. So wow. Easter generally runs into that 2, 3 o'clock a.m. Right. And then... Yeah, the, the the day celebration then goes for the whole day. The after. next day? Yeah, the next day. Right. So, so we would, um, like a lot of people, go down to the beach and they'll go jet skiing and they set up the marquees and they have the And this is where you've got going. the meat on a yeah, spit stuff yeah. and all of that. 
the significance there is that you're meant to fast for the 40 days before Easter. Lent. Yeah. But I, we didn't fast. Not we did happening. Them, we did them Wednesday, Fridays. And then because like a real fasting, like the real fasting is like no oil, no milk, yeah. no. So you really just eat nothing. Isn't that interesting? Is that, is that just, that's not like the Muslim situation where it's the daylight no. hours fasting. No. Is it like the Christian, the, the Catholic thing where you give up something for Lent as well? See, I really like, I like that idea. Giving up something. Giving up a, something of your choice. Not just food. Yeah, but you, yeah. So like my neighbours, um, they're an Italian family in Darwin. Yeah. My ex-neighbours. Mm. Um, an Italian family. And I remember the kids saying, you know, for Easter I've given up chocolate. Sure. And I've given up my Game Boy or whatever it was yeah. that they did. And I like that because you can kind of pick. I mean, you could cheat the system and go, well, you know, I'm going to give up. Pick my nose. Yeah. Something that means absolutely nothing. And right. obviously, mentally, you get no reward for it. But yeah. whatever it is. But um, giving up things like oil and milk. Yeah, and for 40 days. For 40 days. How does that work? Hold on. You can't give up oh all food for 40 days. You, you literally eat things like boiled vegetables and lemon juice. So. But okay, now, now not to be in any, I'm not, you know, in any way uh, expressing an anti religious perspective mm. here, but how do you think such specificity works its way into tradition? I mean, why is it okay to eat vegetables and not prawns? <laughs> uh, it's a good point. Uh... I mean, Jesus was a fisherman, right? Mm -hmm. So is fish okay? No. No, no meat. So hard. No animal with blood. Okay. Now, there was a Yanni part to this. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was just listening to We Would Always. When you it came be, back. It was the one album. Yeah. For some reason, it's Yanni. And for some yeah. weird reason, I can also remember Human Nature as being one of the albums. Human but that would only be one year. Human Nature? The, yeah. the boy band? Yeah. Yeah. Your, but, dad, your mum and dad are into Human Nature? No. No, there were just albums that... Yeah. It, that would have been the bestseller of that year or okay, whichever sort of, year it was. That's just the one album that's stuck in my that's, head. Okay. It could be anything. So it yeah. would be the Eagles as well. Okay. Good so, good um, segue. Oh, man, you're oh, a Oh, is that the next song on there? It is the next song. Oh, on there. But before we get there, I just want to... It sounded like that was a good time um, to just to just uh, mention... We said your sisters. Mm -hmm. uh, Renee and Dim Dimity? Dimity. Dimity. Dimmy. Yeah, Dimmy. Lovely name. I don't know if I've ever heard that name before. Is it like the, some way the equivalent of Dimitri? Or yeah, for, for, it, it, for, well, in Greek it's Dimitras, actually. Okay. And like all, if you follow tradition, sure. I'm named after my grandfather. Right, and right. They're both named after their grandmothers, mm -hmm. respectively. So. Sounds like you're close. Oh, you say, all grew up very yeah. close. Yeah, and, we were a very close family. And how much older are they than we're, you? We're all difference of three years. Oh. So Dimitri's three years Mm -hmm. Older than I am, and then Renee's three years older than she is. Which one's the pharmacist? Dimmy, middle okay. one. And Renee's? Uh, she did marketing management and then has yeah. worked. She owned her own clothing store for a while in Darwin and then has just been working. At the moment, she's doing marketing and stuff for um, the Darwin Council. So okay. she organizes so them. Darwin. Yeah. Um, so kind of like the tourism side of things? Or? Uh, it's more like the... I don't know what they even call it. Like, it's the meeting of all the shop owners in Darwin. Oh, city. like a conglomerate of, yeah. of, of local traders. And then they, yeah, so it's like a traders uh -huh. group. Yeah. Uh, and then part of her position at the moment is she organises, like, they have, like, a night market that runs once a month. I've been there, yeah, yeah beautiful. Yeah, so she, she's a, a part of that, that night market right. in the city. This is just a smaller boutique 
sort of market. Oh, it's not the big yeah, one at the no, no, beach. Not, not the big one. What am I talking about there? Middle the... Beach. Right. Yeah. Right. Which is a great market as well. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. Really Amazing food. Yeah. Great stuff. And um, uh, so that's Renee. Mm -hmm. And and Dimmy's a pharmacist in Darwin now? Or? Pharmacist in Darwin now. Okay. Yeah. And mum and dad obviously still in Darwin. Still there. All right. See, I'm, so you mentioned the Eagles. Um, I sort of feel like we haven't quite covered all of Yanni at the Propolis. <laughs> Um, we've got your side of it. Yeah. Um, we've spoken about the, just the, the fantastic achievement mm -hmm. to, to put his own money in and, and the rest of it. Oh yeah. You did say though, as a FYI, it was the second biggest ever selling live album. It was the first biggest at its time. Uh -huh. I'm pretty sure it was number one on one billboard and mm -hmm. whatever, whatever niche concert. Yep. Thing it was this is the video or is this the this is the live concert the actual so this is the DVD with VHS at the time gotcha of it yeah um, and I think it still remains quite a quite a good seller it's, it's I think by it's, far it's one of Yanni's it's Yanni's best composition this is work, it's so. the one that broke him huge yeah. and yeah I yeah. think I think um, Michael Jackson maybe is the is the biggest uh, for a live for one of his live shows mm. I think I read okay so regretfully we've got to leave Yanni at the Acropolis um <laughs> move on um now I did uh the, there's never a bad time to to segue into the into the Eagles but I just needed to clear up so mm -hmm. dad's dad's born on Klimnos yeah mum's born in Sydney or but born and, in Redfern born in Redfern mm -hmm. huh yeah we used to live in Redfern yeah um but her family's Greek origin as well, Greek yeah. background. Her parents yeah. came over or she uh, She was born in Sydney, but... She was born in Sydney. My grandfather was born in Kalimnos as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Two sides. Um, yeah. yeah, and my grandmother is from Cyprus. Uh, so she's the Cypriot side. I wonder if my old mate, Andreas, who's a Greek Cypriot, mm -hmm. um, who, who runs a uh, milk bar in Redfern, oh, really? is in some way related. Probably. Huh. Or, or would at least know them. My grandfather in, in Redfern and, and in Newtown, actually in Newtown, yeah. he used to, he's a butcher by trade. Yeah. There seems to only really be two professions in my family. Right. Builders and butchers. Right. Um, Dynamite, explosive yeah. experts. No, no, that wasn't us. That's we, a hobby. We lose our fingers with knives, not, not with uh, not explosives. <laughs> not with explosives. Um, but the, the, the butchering side of our family, yeah. it, it goes back like generations really there's a lot of butchers there still is butchers in in greece that are right relatives of but my grandfather owned quite a bit of property in newtown along like king street the yeah like the main the main strip there so he would have owned like huh. two blocks or so wow shop front and then sold it all off retired it yeah in their 50s or whatever how long ago oh good three, lots ten years ago when my sister way before the gentrification yeah. that's happened there now yeah now they avoid Newtown. Oh, have you seen it recently? Yeah, my mum... Unbelievable. My mum does try and avoid yeah. driving through Newtown. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Because my grandfather's really, like, like, like a lot of the oldies that have gone yeah. through the wars and things yeah. like that, he's very much... He's not, not fixated by money, but it's, it's uh, a really big indicator of your success. Sure. You know, yeah. be like, you know... There's always a story about how he made money or where he could have made more, but there's, he's got... Some amazing stories. But that's kind of the immigrant yeah. story. It's understandable, isn't it? You, you arrive and, and he, he came to Australia. Yeah. Well, sorry, was he Clemens or your grandmother? 
He is. He is. So grandmother's Greek, Greek Cypriot. Yeah. He comes here. I mean, of, of course, right? Mm. They're in this country. Probably doesn't speak much English, any English. Yeah. He, None. He do. You know, the immigrants, of course, go to the right. He doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Goes to the right community, band together, and then try and make something work. Yeah. I'm going to guess he worked incredibly hard to, to have oh, his businesses. Goodness. Yeah. 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 Well, um, they, they literally did start from nothing. Of there course. There was nothing to them other than their hands. But he, but he was heads. a butcher already. He's a butcher yeah. by trade when he yeah. came. Okay. Which is a great, you know, you never. It's like yeah. the fiddler on the roof, right? You'll never yeah. go hungry if you're a butcher, yeah. or, or or the children of butchers. Um, but man, uh, King Street. I mean, I know that very well, and it is it like mm. it's all transplanted there now from yeah. um, from uh, from King's Cross and yeah. Oxford Street and all that. And, um, okay, and your nan. So did your nan? Uh, she would have come to Australia before the the the, the war in Cyprus, the civil war in Cyprus. Yeah. If we're going to call it, is it call it a civil war when it, when the Turkish and the, oh and the God, Greeks, whatever it's called, in seventy two something. Yeah. She was before that. Before that, okay. So she comes over, meets your granddad in Australia. Um, to be honest, I don't really know the story all that uh, well. Are they still around? Uh, yeah, both okay. still here. My grandmother is. She, you'd love her. Shout out to, what, what, what are their names? She's Yaya Dimitra. So she's Yaya yeah. Dimitri. So it's Yaya and Papu? And Papu. Papu. And he's Papu Manoli, which is Emmanuel right. in Greek. Great. So he's my namesake. Great. But there's a story there. I can go into that if you want as well. Sure. Um, of course. She's, she's just an extremely sociable. Right. Her English is very good. Uh -huh. um, she paints. She used to do ballet as, as a young girl. Oh, wow. So she's very, very creative and very artistic. Oh, beautiful. Um, weighed down by, you know, having to work at the butcher shop and yeah, and of having to, you know, be be in Australia and, and yeah. work and look after kids. How many kids do you have? Two, two girls. Two girls. So my mother and my auntie. Mm -hmm. um, but she's she's very she speaks very eloquently. She, mm. Her English is very good. Right. Um, and she works in Greek Greek Cypriot radio in Sydney as well. Still? Uh, she's stopped now. Wow. Only because my grandfather's quite ill. And this is the grandfather that yeah, yeah, had went health last, issues. When I saw you last time. Um, yeah. So she's, she now works just with him. She just looks after him. Uh -huh. um, and has stopped the radio side okay. of things. But it, it would actually, like her, the station would get broadcast in Cyprus. She would get a lot is of that secret, true? Yeah, mail, emails, letters wow. and things from Cyprus, from people that would... Listen what, to what kind of um, show did she present? Or I have no idea. Huh. It's but you, you speak, so it's Greek language, obviously. Cypriot. Cypriot. Which I just oh, sorry. Understand. You don't. Oh, is that true? No, really. I'm, I'm terrible. I could. I've never been able to grasp it. My so mum's that much different. Really well. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, yes and yes and no. Mm. I think people in Greece tend to hear and understand it mm -hmm. just that little bit better because mm -hmm. it's closer. There are Greek Cypriots around. Mm. There's there's more of an exposure to it. But you're fluent in Greek. Oh, I wouldn't call it fluent. I can mm. understand and listen very mm. well. Mm. I can read and write okay. Mm. And I think with confidence, if I was more confident, I would speak more. Isn't that interesting? So, so. I've heard this before, that specifically about mm. Greek and specifically Tina's dad. Yeah. I can understand it. I can read it and write it. Mm -hmm. But speaking it, and in my head, that, that's the wrong way around. Like I would have yeah. thought speaking it, is the is the sort of easiest part, yeah. but clearly not. If if it's something that you're exposed to, like you get, you know, obviously people can speak English, sure, but can't read and write, and that comes from being living, growing up in an English-speaking environment. Yeah, 
I think to learn Greek, well, for me personally, like learning Greek, and like at Greek school, which we were all forced to go to. You did to, that, yeah. Yeah. In Darwin. Yeah. Um, you, I'm, I'm, I find it very easy to look at and copy and mm-hmm. learn and mm-hmm. do my alphabet and use my hands. And, but with the speaking, I don't know, maybe it's just because I would always be using my Greek to speak to grandparents, mm. um, people who Greek was their first language. Mm. Um, my grandfather would always correct me or he always, right. it was always like, oh, like in Greek. And this is the thing is I understand. And he knows that too, is that he would say things like, oh, you know, the kids, they just, they don't speak any Greek. Huh. And so he would say that to mum and it, I don't know. It, it's just, this, so was it the, the, the um, barrier that I think you were corrected so often that, that it took away a uh, bit of confidence? To I, yeah. I, I don't know. That sounds a bit like a cop out, I guess, mm. but maybe it's more of a barrier that I, put in front of myself that you mm. kind of go, oh, no, I'm going to screw this up. So I'll, right. I'll, I'll gringlish it. Like I'll, okay. I'll, I'll mix in a bit of yep. Greek and a bit yep. of English. And, and I've just kind of still, I've, I can get by. Gringlish. Like if I went to Greece, yeah, you did, I'd you're be fine, able right? to, yeah. I would be fine. My Greek got a lot better working on job science with Greeks. With Greeks. Yeah. Interesting. Found, but then, yeah, this, talking about work is very different too. All right. Well, look, I'm, I'm going to say if he's listening, I don't know if he, ever would and then he probably wouldn't understand me very well <laughs> with my accent but I hope he gets well soon mate I, was, I know that was all this only what, month month yeah. six weeks ago he had a yeah. bit of a downturn so I hope he's yeah. really well my love to your grandparents yeah he's a strong man he's doing alright sounds like it man um, I just wanted to loop back to something you said though just then um, Greek school and yeah. and when I've um, <clears throat> when I've interviewed uh, recently teen, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, cousin Nicholas mm-hmm. um, uh, there was this I asked the question, you know, because I'm, I'm fascinated by uh, it all. You know, yeah. as I said, I've been lucky enough to be sort of brought into this uh, by marriage into this huge Greek family, mm. and, and which is kind of the opposite of my yeah. smaller family, much smaller family in England. Um, and the question I asked, and I know Teen had the same experience, was what happened with the whole speaking Greek and, and Greek school thing, because they didn't. Mm. And, and it was very much where they were, I think, which was kind of uh, Piri. Mm. Um, there was that whole walk thing, yeah. you know, that, that terrible discrimination, racism yeah. thing. And it just made, this is probably an oversimplification, but it mm. made them feel very self, um, oh, yeah. you know. Not an oversimplification. Terrible. So, that you know, um, and consequently, Tina and her brother didn't go to Greek school. Mm. And I think now, obviously, really regret not having that yeah. Greek. But it sounds like you were part of a really big, strong Greek community in Darwin, so it wasn't so much of an issue. Look, there was there was a lot of that back in Racism. the day. Racism? Yeah, mm. yeah. Darwin is a terribly racist That's true. place. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of one of those places where it's like a... Yeah. I mean, it is a joke, so right, don't, don't right, right. worry too much about it. Like, don't get upset by me. Come on, you're not. Yeah, yeah, you're not upset. Um, about it. Yeah. And then in turn, I probably am quite racist yeah, unintentionally right. myself. I doubt it. I doubt uh, it. No, it, it comes through, don't worry. Uh-huh. Like, I just think it's one of those things where I think we've grown up. It, it is, Darwin is a very big melting pot of everything. Oh, yeah. Whereas, you know, like, places like Piri and that, I would assume it's primarily, there's quite a bit of white. In, com- uh, yeah. in comparison yeah. to that Greek. There's the docks, Whereas, the mines, the whole thing. Yeah, so with the Greeks in Darwin, there was there was enough of them that they probably could stand on their own two feet quite mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So they've always 
looked after themselves and then obviously through getting successful and things like that and owning businesses and you know buying property and and you know integrating themselves part part of the place it, that changes plus Darwin has its waves yeah so at one point we were all wogs this is before my time so i wouldn't yeah. even consider myself as really being part of that um but then it would be you know before us was the chinese after us sure. was the filipinos or the indonesians yeah. and so there were just new wogs. Yeah. You know, there was always a new wog on the scene. Or whichever so, racial epithet yeah. fits yeah. them. The, the so, and, and that's why I've just used wog because I guess obviously yeah. that's one I can say. I don't Which has a completely different meaning in England, by the way. Mm. Um, but yeah, go on. Yeah. So, and then I think if, if you look at Darwin and its minority groups, it together, like as all of them banding together, there are, more of them mm. than there are, say the Aussies. So that enabled it, it enabled you perhaps to have some kind of insulation against the worst of the the worst of the um, what's the what's the word um, yeah. when, you're, when, when you're discrimination yeah. the worst yeah. of the discrimination. Well, it would yeah. Like I remember one person saying once to me, it was never like there was the wog, wog in the corner in the classroom. There'd be a bunch of them. Yeah, sure. So I guess there was that. Strength in numbers. Yeah, strength in numbers. Yeah. They, they found each other. I mean, there was at my high school. I mean, even at my high school. Mm. And this is what it was just generally called. Yeah. There was a bunch of tables at the back and that was the wog corner. Is that true? Yeah. Wow. It was, it was just called, you know, where's so-and-so? I was over at the wog corner. Huh. And that's just what, it, and that's just where they hung out. And were non, non-Greeks invited or able to go into uh, yeah. the wog corner yeah, like it but was they just didn't yeah it was that's where the wogs went stick to so, it. so it's like a tribal thing yeah, yeah so i was never really a part of the wog corner though in oh. high school so mm. in my year there were only two or three greeks mm. um and myself and yeah i'm i'm a little bit more across the board yeah. with everything i i'll come and go as a please. is there a few different greek orthodox churches in darwin or just one just the one just the one just just look look for the one with the brand new windows yeah yeah Every year, look for the one with the terrible paint. I just repainted it. Not good. All right. Um, what time are we at? Oh man, I knew this would happen. Yeah, this is great. One hour and three minutes. Song two. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I saw Yanni and I went. I, I laughed, and that was when I, mm. we had those texts going backwards and forwards. And I promised you I wouldn't make glib remarks about his his moustache or his hair or anything like that. Um, and then I saw song two, mm-hmm. and I was so happy. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not kidding. I, I was so happy because I think this is such a beautiful song. Mm. Um, not that it's about me. I want you just, you know, mm. just take, take, take your time. Tell me uh, why you picked um, Love Will Keep Us Alive by the Eagles. In a nutshell, it's just a song that my dad and I, it's, it's a song for us. It's a song for that, you and your father. Yeah. So it was something that we would, sing together huh. and my mum would cry because oh, she's goodness. a crier yeah, yeah. Um, and it was it was not a song <clears throat> we've listened to Hell Freezes over and every other yeah. Eagles album a million times right I, big Eagles fans yeah yeah my dad is a huge Eagles fan yeah um, and it was you know Yanni Eagles they always went together right. they were always played at the same time right um the Eagles is a really good car song, and we used to drive down to Sydney for sure. Christmas every year. Yeah. So, yeah, and you you'll read. I think I wrote it in there. Yeah, um, I can quote if you want. Uh, well, like you know, it's it's just 
the whole Eagles album, Dad would write down the lyrics in you know, Hotel California. Is that right? He yeah, would actually just, transcribe the lyrics. There was no lyrics.com. Yeah, there's no so, internet. To, there was actually no internet correct, at that time. Yeah. So um, he would write it all down and then yeah. give it to us. In the Song sheets. Seat. Yeah, yeah. And then we would, you know, learn, learn the lyrics. Love songs. it. Um, How many songs would he, would he give you? Oh, look, two or three. The okay. ones that we were more, that we liked yeah. more. Um, and you're driving from Darwin to Sydney. Yeah. Yeah, That's enough right. time to learn two songs, man. Oh, uh, yeah. We would, there was, every year there were other albums that got integrated into the drive. Sure. This is just one that I will always, this is just, I don't know, Holds Better Memory or the other yeah. ones. In life, you know, radio, things like that, mm. songs generally tend to come and go. They come, yep. 99.9% of songs <clears throat> are just songs. And when it's not on the radio, you don't, you kind of don't go, oh, man. I wonder except, what happened to that song. Except, as before we started this, when Tony and Elizabeth were still yeah. here, we, we, we worked out very quickly that you, and I think Elizabeth actually said, your wife actually said, mm. um, Emmanuel was someone who will go back to the songs and mm -hmm. listen to them again and again. And that was what I meant, that, that, is that depth yeah. and breadth thing. Yeah. And I, I get that completely. Mm. Um, so clearly, for you, you can go back yeah. and lose yourself in a, in a, in a song yeah. again like this, yeah? Songs for me, like... I did quite a bit of reflection. I actually mm. delved into this a lot deeper than I thought I would, which has uh, made this a really um, amazing, you know, experiment to kind of go through. Thanks for doing it, man. Oh, thanks for having me. It's, it's been really cool. Yeah. Um, what I found is that I don't attach songs to me. Uh, I attach songs to others. Uh, songs yes. are always about who I'm with, what I'm doing. Yeah where I was, yeah. where I'm going. Uh -huh. So although they're not songs that they are all over the shop. And the other thing that I realized as well is that with a lot of the song choices, they're all about um, like prominent male figures, which sounds such mm. like such a weird thing because I have no real, you know, shocking thing where, you know, I had no dad or I had no man, mm. you know, mm. I'm not, I'm not trying to attach myself to it or mm. I don't feel the need to attach myself to any of these people. Mm. They are just prominent people in my life. Mm. I don't, maybe it's just that um, all of the men that are involved with a lot of these songs, are people that have either helped me grow or people I've wanted to emulate or people that have been involved with, with my growth mm -hmm. um, in some way. But it, it's only when I stand back and look at them all that I kind of go... Uh -huh. Like there's, there is a pattern right. here. Right. So it took you to pick <clears throat> your playlist mm. to realise the overarching theme, which and is not yeah. exclusively because I obviously right towards the end towards we're gonna, the end yeah. things change because my influences in life change. Right. So, so, so there's an, but there's a beautiful. So what you're saying is basically, you've there's a natural uh, progression through the narrative of your yeah. life, um, and at, and at yeah. various points, important people yeah. in your life have, yeah. have have become attached to this memory, and. So this one's your your dad especially, mm -hmm. and this one's especially driving from Darwin to Sydney, which is a is a mental yeah. big drive. Yeah. So if I say to you right now, close your eyes, we'll listen to this song. Where are you on the road? Are you in are you in the red are you in the red centre? Are you <laughs> are you on some kind of dusty highway? Are you... oh, always at a crossroads. Ah. And that's there's no. This is a literal crossroads, right? Yeah, a, li a literal crossroads. Yeah, yeah. There's no there's no underlying. There's know. no there's no metaphor there. So we would get to crossroads and we would pick. Oh really? Where are we going? Really? So we, yeah. 
So we'd go so down Isaac, Cooperpedia, uh, wherever it was. Wherever it was in between Darwin and Sydney, we would scatter ourselves one way or the other. So you, mum and dad were pretty cool about like taking their time a little bit with a yeah, detour or yeah, something. Yeah, I think the car, the car was uh, bought through the business. Yeah. And this was back, you know, you need log books, you need to have sure, a certain yes, amount of kilometers. Could, yep. mm-hmm. So it, it was, my parents are very, um, very organized, very, you know, you, if you're going to, if you're catching a flight, you need to be at the airport an hour and a half yeah, before, okay. or two hours before. Yeah. My dad is very much like that. You okay. know, he would Meticulous. call, he would land, and it would be like, where are you? Why yeah. aren't you in the waiting line? Right, right, right. Like, you know, well, that makes sense with what he does, right? I mean, he's yeah. got to be super yeah. organised and yeah. he's, meticulous. And that's what I find. He's, he's meticulous, but he he micromanages some things, but not others. Like, he's not OCD with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has his little idiosyncrasies, and he has his... This is how I like it, and this is how I I want it. Mm-hmm, Doesn't mm-hmm. matter what you think. This is this is it. He's used to being in charge. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. It comes from being sure. a boss for so long. Yeah. Um, but it was kind of the only time that it was really just kind of like, eh. Right. So this is where that this is where yeah. that sort of control was allowed yeah. to dissipate because for he was on holiday. Oh man. So you and your sisters must have loved so, these trips. Oh, they were great. Yeah. They were yeah, really good. Yeah. Um, what car what was the car? Was this like 90s oh, you're in? Ford Falcon. Ford Falcon. This is what, mid-90s we're in or yeah, yeah, that we're kind going, of time? Yeah, we're going from... So I was born in 88. Thank you. Um, Thanks for mentioning that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good year. I remember it. Um, and then it would be that... Where, you know, it's that period of... <clears throat> I don't know, 8, 9, 10. Well, it must have been... I, I think this, this, this album, Health is over... Famously, was when mm. they got back together after having said hell will freeze over before we ever get back together again. And I'm thinking it was like '94 or something. Mm. So it must have been pretty fresh. The yeah. album must have been pretty fresh oh, at I, that time. The album and it's great, uh, isn't uh, it? I don't know if it's a live concert or if it's it's partly live. It, yeah. This 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 song this song was not live. Yeah. I think they released like four new songs and the then they, they spliced it to because there was that version of. Hotel California that mm. was done to like a, a sort of rumba yeah, kind of my flamenco. One. Amazing. That's the, one. That's the, that's Amazing. the version we had. Amazing. Amazing. And I did... I can't listen to the electric guitar. Like You can't listen to the original Hotel California? Huh. I did... If I, I had preference. I took a guess. I took a punt, a wild punt, and I, instead of giving you the album of the greatest of the Eagles, because mm. this, this, as I say, this song was, was recorded especially for this album, I think. Mm. But I just imagined that you'd want Hell Freezes Over as yep. your as your album on this mm-hmm. on the space on the space station. All right, I've got to stop to it, man. I've got this terrible. You know, you listen back to yourself like I said before. Mm. I'm, I mean, I'm used to it. I get oh, I did this thing. Oh, man, I'm so conscious of all of that. No, you, you you're great. Yeah. You picked it up with your nan. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we are hour Should and <laughs> hour and twelve minutes, um, and this is the Eagles. Yeah. 
Even uh, see that guitar over there. Yep. You and I might have to. Uh, oh, I no. have to play and sing it afterwards. No, 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 no. We don't have to record it. <laughs> Not recorded. We can do it off the. Yeah. We can do it off the record. Yeah, please. Right. Well, you but just said. Uh, I don't look, need it, that sort of. We can do it on. We can. If we can record it here. We can do a live, live in the bedroom. No. So we're not in the bedroom. There's one live recording, and it's, it's, it's the Eagles. Very good. You see, it's not Don Henley singing that. Uh, it's not his voice. I think it must be Glenn Fry. Glenn Fry. Yeah, it's him, isn't it? Um, oh, great song. So it glad to pick that. ridiculous long hair in the film clip. Yeah, it was very much that kind of early 90s. Yeah. The suits were too big, the hair was too long. Mind you, Yanni, Yanni pulled off the yeah, long hair thing. Yanni did, but have a look at... There's Glenn. a guy in there who's a keyboardist in the oh, Yanni Love yeah. Necropolis. Mm-hmm. My goodness. Looked no. like he took his dad suit out of the cupboard yeah. and chucked it on. Too it's big. Like sh- the shoulder pads. What was, you know? what was with that? Anyway, we, you just you just spent uh, 
I, I, I should have stopped you and got you to say it now, say but it um, you can say it again. You just <laughs> said the most beautiful things about that. The summary of what you just said was yeah. that um, he worked incredibly hard, but when he was with you, as in you and your sisters, he was present. He, he was, was there, there in the always. moment, and and he was you know he'd have to leave family holidays to go back and work mm. after a week, but it was he was he was the man basically, wasn't yeah. he? He was yeah. he was he was the hero when he always. when he rocked up. Yeah. He said most beautiful things, um, and you also said how I think that was yeah that was off that was while the music was playing mm -hmm. as well. What do you say when you speak to him on the phone every time? Oh, always, I yeah. always tell him I love him. Yeah, and and, and he remembers that and always yeah. says it. And back. he says it. He, we never don't. Yeah. We never, never leave an argument um, without ending it in such a way. I love way, you. So. That's beautiful. So simple, isn't it? Those, mm. those three words. But um, you know, you say them with, uh, you say them with real meaning. Mm. Uh, and and how can you, how can you go to bed feeling bad that night if you've signed off a conversation yeah. like that with your father? Uh, He's a very much open shut sort of man in that way as well. So yeah. when it, when it's over, it's over. Right, and it's finished now. Yeah, we've done that conversation. We've done, like, yeah, we, could have, oh, we used to have some terrible blues on yeah. site. Um, you know, argue obviously about work-related things. Right. Generally about me doing something right. stupid, um, <laughs> and we would argue. Yeah, just just horribly. Yeah, um, and then we'd be like, "Okay, you good? I'm good. I'm good. I love you. Right. I love you too. Right. What are you doing now? Well, What's next? Without wishing to be too reductive about the entire." Uh, history of Greek civilization isn't that isn't that the Greek way to get it out there to have those you know to not not bottle stuff up if you, oh, you know you haven't I'm a terrible bottler oh yeah yeah doesn't sound like your dad is though no 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 I don't know where I got it from huh, your mum yeah I guess mm. but yeah I've I'm I'm very much like a oh, and I'm terrible at bottling it you know, it's... You sit with your emotions and just yeah, hold stuff God, in. Yeah, it's written all over my face. Yeah. And everyone's like, he's either pissed off or constipated. Yeah. Not, not too sure yet. Um, we need to get him away from this party quickly. Yeah. He's had enough of conversation yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, I'm... Yeah. I am That's cool. Like that. It is, it's kind of frustrating. I don't like it. Would you, you shy away from confrontation? Yeah, yeah, uh -huh. I think so. Right, right. I guess it's probably... Right. And that's why I do... Um, I do want to emulate my dad a little bit more because he's really, you know where you stand. Mm. And if he, if he has something to say, he'll say it. Yeah. You, you know if he's pissed. Well, there's an art form. There's, a, there's an art to that though, isn't there? There's an art to speaking yeah. your mind, um, saying what you mean mm. and, saying, and saying it concisely. Um, you, can, you can say things stridently, but still with consideration mm. to the other person's feelings and yeah. at least you know where you stand but there is an art to it mm. isn't there there's an art to picking the right tone the words the moment yeah look my dad is very um he's very like he, his standing face would be stern anyway oh, he's got a resting stern face yeah mm -hmm. yeah so he's got the furrow in your you've got a furrow in your brow right yeah. now you've got a little <laughs> yeah he he does i don't know it's just a i hate using the word aura demeanor okay um presence well, I mean, I've met your dad at your wedding. I think mm. it's the only time I met him. And um, without knowing, so in other mm. words, without knowing him, I know 
he's been an incredibly successful man mm. with his business up in up in Darwin. And we, I think you mentioned it earlier on. If somebody has had decades of being the boss, making the big decisions, being responsible for safety for other people's mm. lives, employment, uh, you name it, you can't not take on an aura, really, can you? Well, yeah, but it, you know, his origin was not always that. So mm. he's, he may be very successful now, but it. When we were born, well, let's do that. Let's do that yeah. story now. Let's do the, let's do the how how that happened. When when I was born, we were evicted from our house. We, we effectively, really, yeah, they started again. My parents in Darwin. In Darwin. So before that, they had there was there was a larger construction company um, where the uncles and my grandfather and they were all involved, and it was mm. it was very successful. Who started this? Oh, I guess a bit bit of all. You'd be your grandfather's... Probably more my... Well, no, it'd be the three of them. Yeah. I know my father being the youngest of the of the bunch, so my yep. uncle yep. Is, is older than my dad. Sorry, um, one uncle, two. One uncle. One uncle, so two brothers. Two brothers and, and their father. Dad. Start, yeah. the, start yeah. the building business yeah. in Darwin in 70s. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, went off, hugely successful. Mm. Um, my uncle was... Yeah, he has very good ideas. Mm. Um, and he probably listened to this. Yeah, probably a, a ahead of his time. Mm. Um, because a lot of the things that he wanted to do, Darwin still is, and it's a bit like Adelaide, they've got this real, we don't want change. Uh, Are you building a new house? Uh-huh. Make it look like a 200-year-old yeah. mm-hmm. house, please, mm-hmm. because that's how every other house in the street looks. They don't. They don't like growth. They don't like... And not in a bad way. They want to hold on to the lifestyle, the, mm. f- the feeling of Darwin. I know. And and that, that sort of and tropical northern yeah, Australian Yeah, thing. that, you know, it's a place. It literally is a place where people go to hide. That's true. Places. It's the end so, of the line, right? Yeah. So people go up there and, and vanish. Outlaws. Because they want to. Yeah. And they like that, you know, that you, you, you leave your door unlocked, you walk down the street with no shoes on, and that's, that's you know, we're Territorians. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. Um and this was also back then. You got to remember, it was that was more of the racism, the the wars. Right. Of it. So he would have these these really grand ideas mm. that they would try and follow through with, um, and they would always get in some ways shut down, or there'd always be okay. some sort of hiccup that would that would create an issue yep. for him. They'd run up against the yeah. the established order yeah. in some way. So mm-hmm. you know, and and it would be things that later on down the track would happen. Mm through somebody else. Okay. So it would be like, you know, I know there was, there was one idea that um, the business had where they were going to um, develop the, the apartment areas around the golf course in Darwin. Mm. So they wanted to buy all the blocks that were houses at the time. And this was the idea. They were going to build this, you know, this resort. It's like a resort thing. living. They were actually going to get, I think it was Greg Norman, they were going to get mm. someone to design the golf course mm-hmm. and it was going to be a, it was going to be the real deal sort of thing. And it got, everybody had a go against it. Everybody was really anti. Yeah. And people are still like that in Darwin because there are, there's another developer and they're doing the same thing to him as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and I understand people don't want that change. Mm-hmm. The owners of the houses didn't want that. It was, you know, we're not going to do that. Mm. Mind you, 20 years later, all of the owners of those houses mm. sold their blocks yeah, individually course. to developers yeah. who've all built high-rises on them. Sure. Yeah. So High-rises around... The golf course? The Around golf- the golf yeah, course, right, yeah. Wow. So yeah. They, they, they edge right up into the course that's oh, there. Okay. So rather than having all of it in one little tidy neat package yeah. that it was going to be, 
it's now a mishmash of different apartments. Yeah, instead of one uniform design that yeah. looks, that's, that's kind of... Which is fine. That's, yeah. that, it, maybe progress wasn't, wasn't really ready for right. that, but that's what it was. So, um, And then I don't, I don't really know too much. My dad and I have never really spoken too much about why the business didn't, you know, didn't continue or, or where its problems were or, in the past. The original business. Yeah. So then they, obviously, that business folded, finished up, oh. started again. Okay. So instead of it being, the original company was the family name, the new company is not. Ah, uh, I see. It's, dad picked a name, dad's on his own, mm. dad's his own boss. And we, so can't, no, we can't mention the new business name? A uh, new business is called Sento. Okay. You could Google it. Uh, yeah. Nothing would come up. Yeah, sure. Um, and my dad is not very... Nothing would come up, as in there's no online presence, really? No, not okay. really. We okay. don't... We, we build our own... It's, it's a self-perpetuating business. Mm. So we don't have clients. We don't tender, mm. necessarily. Um, we have the capability to do all of those things. But it's always been, you know, we buy something, they would build something, and... Um, and then we would sell it or mm-hmm. it would get sold. Mm-hmm. And that, that was it. That's what it did. So mm. it doesn't really have websites or mm. anything like that um, because it's never really needed it. Mm. It's no point trying to promote my business to myself mm. sort of thing. So, um, And Dad's, I guess, he's kind of just plotted along with it is, is how I guess he would look at it. But um, he's done a really good job. Has your, your uh, uncle stayed in the building developing game? Uh, he's he's dabbled back in and out of it mm-hmm. for a while. So, yeah, he he's did. He's still in Darwin? Still in Darwin. They still close? Um, uncle and... Yeah, dad. look, they go through their periods. Of being mm-hmm. They're close. They like, are close Like brothers now. do, yeah, just normal Like stuff. brothers do, normal yeah. family stuff. So, um, you know, he had he purchased land and was going to develop on it and then it had its own problems, mm. not not his problems and then it was caught up in problems and drama and mm. anyway he managed to get himself out of that mm. situation and then started to develop something else and um he and my father have now that things are getting a little bit slower in darwin have actually started to look at tendering works for clients so whether okay. it be government or whatever it is what, what's slowing in darwin what's the oh the, the market the housing market oh, just really just slowed down because of the like everyone's been talking about for years there's yeah. there's eventually going to be a thing yeah okay so the question i had with all of that was where does um i've got katrina in my head because i've been to america recently but the the, the was it the 74 tracy, tracy the 74 yeah 74 yeah, basically category five hurricane it raised Darwin completely, mm-hmm. or almost completely. Mm-hmm. Um, were they already in business before that? Because there would have been a hell of a rebuild. I believe so, but I think that's after that, that really business started right. to take off. So um, they, they weren't involved in the rebuilding of Darwin? So they were. They were, they okay. Were. So they, they were, they, they were they, very much a part of that. Yeah. Um, so the, the wives and kids left. So ahead all, of yeah, ahead of the oh no no after so they they lived yeah, through they, they the drove through it so my my <clears throat> my uncle George my my father's brother mm. his wife was pregnant Oof, at the time God um so they yeah. all left they went to Brisbane oh they managed to get out yeah. they got enough warning to get out I know after this is after after so the cyclone they, oh, went through so the cyclone God pregnant with pregnant with a baby and and this ca- yeah. ca- category five cyclone yeah. is tearing through the place my grandparents' house from the stories that I've been told, it was one of the only ones that didn't blow down. 
everything else. I remember someone wow. was saying it was the only time that they had waterfront views from the balcony because it was just not a single house. Because the trees and everything just went. It's just, it just gone. So have you? So you? When we? When did you come to Adelaide for your studies? Oh goodness, two thousand and six. Right. So until then, apart from travels and mm-hmm. things, basically you've lived in Darwin your whole life. Yeah. So you must have lived not some obviously not through Tracy, but you lived through some some heavy uh, cyclones up there. Um. No good ones. <laughs> and I have to, I have to explain. I have to explain at this point, as someone that did live in uh, far north Queensland for a few years, that that good means uh, bigger, high category, yeah. bigger. We're always looking powerful. for more. Yeah, sure. Um, like the dynamite thing. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And and that's the thing. Like it, it seems <laughs> to be like in the territory, especially with cyclones. Yeah. Um, a fizzer is one that yeah, misses like, you. Yeah. You you want to cop it. You, yeah, the houses yeah. are now built to withstand. Sure. Mind you, you're going to get water coming in places that yeah, just don't exist. Yeah, that's right. Um, but, you know, it would always like, we would go to Sydney, obviously, for Christmas mm-hmm. and things like that. And then, you know, it would be an, an auntie uh, would call and say, oh, there's a really big cyclone. Oh, mm. my God. Like, all the trees have dropped. And, mm. and then, like, it, there's an excitement that comes with cyclones. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there's that time before... I don't know why. I used to get super excited, you know. Yeah. Let's fill the bathtub. We've got to f- yeah. you know, fill up a bathtub with Tape water, on the windows know? as well. And yeah, and yeah. so you know, I'd get my kit together. Yeah. My mum must have thought I was a nutcase. Yeah. You know, it was, we'd get the bag and, oh, we need tuna and we need Yeah, there's, the, the, there's no, you can't buy baked beans for about a week in advance, oh, can you? The place it's gets just, cleared out. Yeah. But this is the thing, like, you'll see, like, people from out of town, like my grandparents would always call my yarn in mm. Sydney. And it would be like... My God, are you guys okay? Yeah. And we'd always be like, yeah, we're, we're going to the video shop. Yeah. yeah. Because we, no, there's no underground cable TV. Yeah. It's all satellites. Yeah. And obviously for a very long time, it was not even that. Mm. So Cyclone would come. Unless the power goes out, we need to get that seven movies for $7 deal. <laughs> and we're, gonna, we're watching TV. Like that's what we're doing. And so you're not going to get anything through free to air. Bunkering down. Yeah. We're just going to watch movies and yeah. we're going to hang out. Mm. And that's what we would do. And then there's that period where, you know, the cyclone finishes and there's yeah. That, yeah. that stillness in there. Yeah. And everybody kind of, everybody goes out to see, you know, check, check the damage. Yeah. So we drive around. Like I used to drive around with the boys after a big cyclone yeah. and um, see which trees have fallen over. Sure. And there was yeah. a big one actually not that long ago. And sadly I was here for it. Um <laughs> And it, it leveled the place. Yeah, right. Like all the old trees, like things that have uh, been like 50 years, yeah. survived Tracy, yeah. survived everything else. We've had Tracy and Thelma and yeah. all these other cyclones in the middle. Um, this one took the trees down. I remember this that. One, yeah, yeah, this I one leveled that. the place. Like, the, um, there used to be a thing as well. I'm sure it was the same in Darwin because people just live in the pubs anyway where mm. people would go and have cyclone parties, right? They, yeah. You know, and they'd just be barefoot guys everywhere with their shorts and their Hawaiian mm. shirt or their singlet or whatever on. And for overseas people, singlet in Australia is best. Um, and, and that would be people would sort of uh, mm. aim to ride out the cyclone in the in the Breeze yeah. Block or Besser Block yeah. uh, local pub, yeah. right? Yeah. Amazing. I, I mean, I think we spoke a bit about this, I think, last time uh, when, I, when I came to Piers' party. Um, but, you know, that living here now... Mm. Family aside, you know, there's there's the obvious thing about being away from your parents mm. and, you know, sisters. But uh, you now, 
you've made a life for in in South Australia mm-hmm. um, for the last what do we say now ten uh, no over no, twelve twelve uh, years yeah twelve months thirteen months oh yeah but you came down here first up I for came your, down here for your your degree so two thousand and six right went back two thousand and ten yeah back again. That's right. Because you and Elizabeth went back, didn't you? Yeah. 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 Okay. But the question that I'm rolling around to is, um, you know, does that still, do do, do you miss that whole tropical sort of environment? Uh, I I don't know if my body was ever made for the tropics. (laughs) I sweat profusely and I'm constantly uncomfortable. Okay. Um, (laughs) I miss, I miss lifestyle. I miss personalities. Yeah. Darwin has interesting personalities, whether they just be yeah. absolutely fried from the heat or yeah. or drinking. Alcohol, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, or, there's that, or there is that outlaw aspect, right? The guys yeah. that have gone there to disappear. Yeah. And just, uh, <coughs> there's a real amalgamation of all of, everybody from Darwin kind of melds together. So like, mm. there's things like, this is kind of a stupid example, but even things like... Um, Certain Aboriginal words. Mm. Now they're slang words. They're te- they're territory words. Mm. They are Aboriginal words, effectively. Mm. But you go to any territory, and, and I won't say them because a lot of them are s- slang for oh, rude things, right. whatever it is. Um, you can, but sweat. you could say it, mm. and people know what you're talking about. Yeah. So so there's there's almost a dialect yeah. developing up yeah. there. But even things like. Um, Non-speak, non-Greek speaking people mm. will understand quite a few Greek words. Like you always get the, mm. oh, do you know what malaka means? And you're right. like, oh well, yeah, man, everybody knows what malaka means. There's something means. very satisfying about saying the word malaka yeah. though, isn't it? It is a good word. It's a good word. Um, whereas in Darwin, there's a little bit, there's, there's, there's an understanding to differences between people, mm. nationalities, religions, mm. and, and whether they be racist Mm. Yeah, from times there is still that understanding. There's um, there's a laid back lifestyle to differences mm. in people. Mm-hmm. So although yeah. they do go overboard as far as racism or uh, offending people mm. goes, at the same time, they do get certain aspects better than people from like other like southern states. Mm. So is yeah. it that is it that you go to Darwin whether you're a you know, Norwegian backpacker, mm. you know, or from Sydney or whatever mm. it is, and you're kind of just forced into that milieu of, of, of uh, the, the way you dress because the heat mm. is just, and the humidity is mental, and, mm. just, and just that sort of, um, that way of being and the way that life happens up there, it kind of, yeah, it, it forces a sort of mindset on, on people. Yeah, I guess the best analogy is to throw out at that is, it's just so fucking hot up there that everybody just <laughs> melts right. together. Yeah. And that's what it is. Right, right. You, I mean, you, it's a great equaliser, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Because who's going to go around wearing yeah. a, a you know a woolen suit yeah. in Darwin or whatever? Uh, two days a year, you might. Two days, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So we've got to get to song three. Yeah. Um, what did I put? Kiss. You went for Kiss. Yeah. I think you're the second person to pick a Kiss song. Yes, you are, I think. Jay, actually... Jason, if you're listening, um, my uh, I interview my mate in LA. He's he's um, Jason, Jason's got Greek um, heritage background as well, um, and I'm pretty sure Jason picked a Kiss song. Mm. So there's so many good ones. Is there though, or is there? 
I Wanna Rock and Roll or no, what's that yeah. song called? Yeah. I Wanna Rock and Roll. That one and, um, and, and this one, which is I Was Made for Loving You. Yeah, look, this is, this is by far <laughs> the best one. Is it? Yeah. Look, I've got it. For a, me. I think the reason I mentioned Jason or, you know, that somebody else picked it wasn't to say, okay, Greek people clearly love Kiss. That oh, would be do. ridiculous. Or, but maybe it's true. <laughs> it was more to explore what it was about Kiss that, um, I mean, you're too young mm. to, to have been in that original wave of the Kiss army with the mm-hmm. bought the bed clothes and the, the thing. Mm-hmm. What is it about Kiss which is almost a vaudeville act in some mm. way with the, with the makeup and the clothes and the, the image. What is it about Kiss that, that I, gets you? I don't know. You don't I know? I don't know. No, I huh. couldn't. It's inexplicable. It's, see, for me, it's, it was always more about the song and right. enjoying, like, like most things that I've said, um, it's the experience. <laughs> Yeah. It's where it sends me. And, I, and it's funny. Yeah, I've just seen what you've written again. I've just seen what you've written again. Because my cousin Chris, whose room I was in, He's only two years older than me. So he is too far gone for the Kiss Army and the original, yep. uh, you know, wave. But his Uncle Michael, my Uncle Michael as well, was not. Yep. And he was a DJ and he was a bouncer and he was very much involved in right. music and, yeah. and so all of those which, which uncle is this then? Ah, this is different this uncle. where we go. Well. Uncle Michael is his mother and my... My grandmother, my father's mother, yes. sisters. Ah, see, right. So, so he's, your... he's my dad's first cousin and my yes. second cousin. Gotcha. Old enough to be, though, my uncle Michael gotcha. because I grew up with him. Okay. And his brother-in-law is Nathan the Explosives Man. Ah, uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> okay, got it. So, yeah, it's makes all sense clear. to me. And, and there's a pyrotechnics, hey? Yeah. There's a link there. I'm like just going to, I want to quote you because I'm sorry, because my clumsy run into this with my mm. story of my mate, Jason, Jason, good day, mate, in LA, uh, and, and trying to talk about Greek people. You, this is quoted. Every Darwin Greek has a connection with Kiss. That's mm-hmm. a bold opening statement. Although I'm no fanatic fan, my cousins and uncles were religious, <laughs> having no, about Kiss, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, probably and mm-hmm. religious too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, having no brothers, my uncle and Michael, my uncle Michael and my cousin Chris were the closest thing that I had as a child and they treated me that way. Many weekends were spent listening to this in my cousin's room, complete with kiss bedspread and curtains. Oh, I just mentioned a kiss bedspread. Mm. That was an accident. I've forgotten you've written that. It's totally not. It's an educated guess. Wow. So we've got, we've well, des- well described mm-hmm. love of, of explosives <laughs> in Darwin, in the Darwin Greek community yeah. and a strange, Adoration of, mm. of the band Kiss. Mm-hmm. And yet, you can't explain what it is, apart from memories. It's, yeah, it's just, I guess they loved it and I loved that. They were kind of mentors, maybe? Or? Yeah, very yeah. much so. Okay. Chris was my older brother mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. sorts. Mm-hmm. We have always said that we, you know, we're brothers. And brothers. Yeah, sure. he has He has another brother. Yeah. I don't. Um, and then Uncle Michael has always been, I guess, a mentor and the, yeah. Other, yeah. the other part of my adult you know my adult mentoring my adult upbringing so and he's yeah. a, i mean anyone that's a bouncer in darwin has mm. got to be fairly tasty oh yeah so big unit or just a good fighter or both 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 good. both gotta love that you got it's good mm. to have some someone like that in your family and harold's chris 
Uh, I'd be two years older than me. Two years older than you. I'd be in his 33. I think they'll listen. I, I meant to ask you that. Do you think, you, do you think your dad will listen to this? Your mum? Your Chris? I don't know. I've not told them. Uh, do you want them to? I think I want to hear it first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think you've already said some really cool stuff about your old yeah. man and about that. You know, I think you know, it's up to you if you tell him or not. But, yeah. um, I probably will. I'm, I'm yeah. generally, I'm not a closed book sort of person. But can you imagine Chris, having said, mm. having read what, what I just read from, directly from what you mm-hmm. wrote, it's that a lovely thing, you know, uh, to know that you've, and to Michael and Chris, to know yeah. that they've, here you are, well, 20 years later, mm. maybe. Yeah. Talking about them and these wonderful memories that you have, music mm. is the thing, right? Mm. Th- yeah. I, I think they would be very happy and even proud to, to know they affected you that way. Oh, and they should be. Yeah. Um, they're huge parts of my life, to, to the point that even as an adult, um, Uncle Michael worked for the family business as well. Sure. And so did Chris. Yeah. And I've worked closely with both of them at different times. Yeah. There were times when Chris would work with us, labouring with me. Yeah. Um, and we would both be labouring together. Oh, man. And then there were times that I would m- be managing yeah. job sites with Michael. Yeah. So we would both be co-managing yeah. a, a project together. So there were times when I was one and there were times that I'm the other. Yeah. And now they've both gone on to have successful careers in other companies and other businesses and in, yeah. in some way in other professions of that industry yeah in darwin still in darwin mm-hmm. um we've always had that time and we'll always have that yeah. time together yep. um so when you get back together it's like yeah, immediate yeah immediate bond. so they kind of made work fun not that it wasn't anyway are you kidding me laboring but, in darwin that doesn't oh, sound like fun yeah you, you find ways around it we would joke we would have fun right was, okay okay it was a very relaxed and this is this is darwin side of things as well Nobody takes things too seriously. Mm. There's no... People don't... People want you to work hard. Mm. People don't want your blood. Mm. People don't want to see you bleed. Mm. But they're they're proud of you if you do, I guess, in some way. Without Mm. trying to... That's Even that sounds a little bit darker. Like, they want to see a good hard day's work out of you. Sure. But at four o'clock, when things finish up, you know, the beers are out or Mm -hmm. whatever it is, and, Mm -hmm. and it's... We're all, everybody's friends. Again. Is it a work hard, play hard situation? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, very much so. And there is, um, I mean, I suppose around, I'm, I'm, you know, obviously I'm not talking from a lot of experience here, but I've had some, you know, I've had some mm-hmm. physical sort of type jobs over the years, but the, there's, there's more, number one, there's a deep satisfaction from a, from a hard day's mm. work, right? Number two, in, there's a respect that comes from knowing that somebody else has put in a hard shift, hmm. right? And and um, there's like a self, uh, there's a satisfaction hmm. from knowing that you've worked, and especially if you've worked hard shoulder to shoulder with someone. Hmm. And I would say in that incredible humidity and heat up there, even more so, like to come off of a building site, I was going to ask you what hmm. like builder's labourer would entail up there, you know, like you're, you're fetching bags of cement, you're, what are you um, doing? Look, it could be all... All and none. So yeah. um, generally, it's a lot of sweeping and cleaning up, shoveling, yeah. wheelbarrowing. A lot of it is, is, <clears throat> is picking up after people for yeah. the most part. Yeah. Um, but important though, on a building yeah, site, right? Yeah, definitely. Because it's not just tidy site gives you a tidy mind. Yeah. Um, but it's also just the fact that people slip, slip, trip, right. and fall over. Sort of Workplace stuff. safety. Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've tripped, I mean, one of these 
lovely marks on my wrist. Man, you'll show me a scar now. Yeah, yeah, there's three different ones there. But um, these two straight ones that kind of run straight down the, the That's guts. That's right where your radial artery is there. Yeah, right? I know. You must be a good doctor. Um, <laughs> Lucky guess. <laughs> that was from tripping over on, on, a, on a job site. Huh. And it was, it was a mound of cement. It wasn't even huh. glass or sharp yeah, or yeah. steel or... So it was just a mound of cement yeah. and, you know, by instinct, you put yep, your hands, hands out. down, yep. And I missed the cement. Oh, man. And grazed my hand over the top of it as I kind of yeah. moved my hands up above it. And that's what caused that. That's a laceration. So, there's the, the, so the cement had set and there was mm. a sharp edge yeah, to it, it as just, you... Yeah, because it wasn't, it wasn't laid neatly. Yeah. It was a pile of leftover cement that huh. someone would have shoveled over their shoulder. You know, they would yeah. have just flung it into just, a pile somewhere. Yeah. So it was yeah. just a big jagged mess of cement and concrete and rock and did you learn any uh tradesman skills like could you can you can you can you brick lay can you plaster <laughs> this is i was actually talking about this with elizabeth last night yeah um yes i can mm -hmm. some of mm -hmm. it um project management it's either going to get me jobs or get me fired <laughs> um, yeah, well, you can think about it. You don't have to incriminate yourself. I don't know what you're about to say. Management is about being a master of all, uh, jack, jack of all, all trades, trades yeah. and a master of none. Yeah, yeah. You have to know what it is that's happening. You have to be mm. able to give advice or say, no, I don't want it that way. Mm. Why? Because I think you could do it like this, or you could move mm. it over here, mm. or you could change the pathway of your pipe, or mm -hmm. your whatever. You have to know enough to do that. Yeah. Um, now, someone like my dad, experience, haven't been around a lot longer. Um, if he wanted to wire my fans in or anything like that in the house, I'd let him. Mm. He's done it before. Mm. The, the, the fans work so your dad's better got, than the other Your ones. dad's got sparky skills, carpentry, plumbing, does the whole tiling. thing. Wow. We, we've done it all, but wow. a lot of it comes from a supervisory position right so you don't have to actually right. okay know how to do everything because yep. it would take a lifetime yep um but you have to know enough and then the other thing with with project management a lot of it i feel like with construction is it's a lot of fake it till you make it okay so it's a lot of yeah you're right i'm right but i'm i'm writer so just <laughs> okay. do it okay do it that way yeah and then if it if it stuffs up you you obviously yeah. have to take the blame for it. but there's a lot your, of diplomacy there involved in that isn't there yeah yeah very much so um people need to you need you need to be a leader but you also need to like my my dad always said like don't i hate i, I used to hate doing site sweeping and things so i still do it's not it's not like i've you know, learn to love he it. said you hated doing it or no, he, no, no, he hated no. doing it. I, I got off topic. I just, the statement is I hate doing it. <laughs> right, okay. But okay. he would always say, they need to see that you do it. You, yeah. They need to see that you yeah. aren't there. Yeah, you're sure. not up. Yeah. You are, yeah. if you're going to lead, you're going to lead them from here. That's interesting. That's that's really interesting. There's, there's so many um, parallel, it goes me to it again. There's so many parallel uh, examples of that where I mean you touched on leadership and that's that's mm. a that's a long conversation oh, yeah. right there you know a leader's born are they made there's an industry around teaching mm. leadership you know that um, then there's the, then there's the element elements of, of style of leadership mm -hmm. you know um, do you make yourself remote from the workforce to an extent do you get down your hands and knees and show them you can do it do you do you try and understand I mean you can't presumably 
your old man's worked with some kind of artisan, uh, you know, bricklayers, tradesmen, pl- uh, plasterers, you know, tilers over the years. Um, and like you said, um, your dad's not going to be able to be an artisan in mm. every single aspect, mm. but he's got to know if the tiles are going on wrong, right? Yeah. He's got to know. And you, you made me think of a running an emergency department, mm. you know. Um, you've got a, a, a delegation's the other word that you mm-hmm. didn't mention, but you've got to be comfortable with delegating, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and having the oversight, it's, it's fascinating mm. to me. He's been, like being a head chef in a kitchen yeah. as well, yeah. you know. He's not going to make, he's not going to plate up every single no. entree main dessert that goes out, but he's got to know what's mm. going out. Exactly. Eagle-eyed. And that's, and that's um, the other thing that I always do say is, and I used to say this to traders all the time, we, we would argue about whatever it is, mm. and I'd say, look, I'm not, I'm not the professional. You are, mm. so you're going to tell me what you need to do to make what I want happen. And there, you obviously have to put that trust into them at the same time. You're paying them to give you what you want. So they, they generally have to do it. Plus, um, there is an understanding that that's what they're there to do. They know what they're doing. Um, you will constantly have the same argument with the same person about the same thing. Mm. If, if need be, Mm. dad's been having, same argument with the same person f- about the same thing for 20 years. Yeah. Um, because a lot of our tradies are, are, are repeat. repeat. Yeah, you so stick with the guys you know, yeah, right? Yeah, we do, always. Um, and so you'll still, you'll still be yeah, arguing till the cows come home. And it almost becomes part of the relationship. All right. <laughs> um, oh, we're going to have that bloody yeah. grouting conversation again, yeah. are we? That kind of thing. Yeah. yeah okay. And so, like you were saying before, like, it, you know, it's better to lead from a distance. Is it better yeah. to be? Yeah. The answer is yes to all of them. Yeah. Whatever question you ask, yeah. it's all of them. Yeah. Because my dad would always say things like, you need, to be, you need to be on the ground with all the people. But if they invite you out, you know, don't right. go out for drinks with them after hours because yeah. you still need to maintain that. Yeah. Or maybe go difference. there, buy everybody around the drinks yeah. and leave. And that's what he, and he's a, he's a pretty classy dude, my dad, yeah. with things like that. Yeah. That's what he's like. Yeah. He's happy to, he'll, he'll put on the beers and the chicken or whatever, and yeah. then, you know, on Friday or whatever. But he won't be there. He'll come and say hi yeah. and whatever. So we'll stay, stick around for a little bit longer and then he'll go off to do his own thing. Yeah. I tell you what, and I, I, this you can quote me on this. I've said this many times mm. to many people. If I could be half of the manager or man that he is, as far as how to delegate a job site and how to run these things, I would be more than happy. He he does that, and my sisters will, will vouch for this part too. You know when dads come home, you can hear the keys. They're a distinctive sound. You can hear the car. It's a distinctive sound, mate. Whatever you're doing, the productivity goes through the roof before he's put his key in the door. Okay, yeah. Like, it's like, yeah, shit, yeah, yeah, I haven't yeah. vacuumed. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, I need to be doing things. And, yeah. and it's the same on the job site. But I, I can't tell you how many times I'll see him get out of his car on a job site. And if there's rubbish or whatever, a dirty bottle or someone's left mm. over food packet mm. or whatever mm. on the ground mm. as he's getting out, he, he won't step over it. He won't go, hey, you come here. What's all this crap? Pick it up, take it away. He'll pick it up. Mm. He's not... He, he'll tell you later on, that's, that's bullshit, I picked yeah, it up for you. Sure. But he won't... He, yeah, he, he will do it. He will never leave it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. He's, he's, I get it. He's someone to watch. I get it. I get it. Things like I that. get it. And um, I, I'd imagine that with a natural um, you know, skill 
innate mm. skill or ability in, in those sorts of facets of behavior that you've mentioned, there has been a layering of experience and mm. thought that's gone into it as well, you know? Yeah. And, and I think what's, what can be really hard, um, you know, I think most people could read some sort of, a, you know, instruction manual, how to be a great mm. site manager and kind of and kind of play the game for a while mm. but to do it day after day year after year you know you've got influenza you've got mm. you've had an argument with your wife your kids just moved mm. off to university you know it's it's fronting up day after day isn't it and mm. and keeping those standards for decades yeah. and it sounds like your old man's done that mm -hmm. sounds like he's uh we do it for a very long time still yeah kiss Mm -hmm. <laughs> we, we got away <laughs> from it. Yeah. I love it. You have to make this a two-part. No, man, it's it's brilliant. It's brilliant, and it's dangerous because you know, you know as we as as everyone's finding out listening to this, uh, mm. we I'm I'm more than happy to dive down whichever <laughs> rabbit hole opens up. But here we go. Okay, I was made for loving you.
are going to go to music a little bit. No, yeah, mm-hmm. and thanks for reminding me. I wanted to, well, obviously we're going to get to that kind of interesting part of your mum's story. Kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, uh, yeah, so the music, so the question that I, I mentioned to you, you know, which is a, a favourite of mine in this forum, we've already spoken about how broadly, if you're a, if you, if, if one can be a, a, a depth or a breadth kind mm-hmm. of person listening to music, you're you kind of more towards the depth, you know, mm-hmm. you will go deep into things and go back and go mm-hmm. back. And, but the question is about how you hear music. Some people, it's so, and it, it's a clumsy enforced definition but you know some people tend more to i hear lyrics mm-hmm. i hear what the singer's saying i you know and and they almost to the exclusion of music like others hear music are you one or the other the way you hear the way you hear music um both mm. i i could depends depends yeah. on the lyrics really right say. so probably um, not kiss so much no was there was there myself. whipping at the end there by the way yeah Oh yeah, that's Whip. obvious, is it? Is that whipping? <laughs> Done that dance move around the house a few times. Yes, that's weird. It's a dance move to the whipping. Oh no! We is crack, it well known? Crack the whip. It was that actually because I, I was thinking, is that uh, a whip? They don't. I didn't know it's There's no called. whip in the film clip. Um, but Jean's doing some whipping, presumably. Yeah, Jean's, Jean's just Jean. So there's Jean a dance. So you would you would dance around pretending to whip things? Uh no, no, no. That's that's <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's too far. That's too um, much. I don't know. Like as a joke. More than anything, I'd probably like give old right, crack, crack right. of the hand or whatever if it's yeah. on in the car or something. Right, like that. right. So it's generally to make Elizabeth laugh. Right, right. Make right. the girls laugh or something. Does Elizabeth like that song? Um, does she know you picked it? Yeah, she, she does. does. Yeah, does she I've, laugh? I've put all of my song choices across to Elizabeth at the end of the day. Oh, there was like Not a, that she was ever an approval. No, no, no. She didn't ever really govern what I picked, right. but I guess I wanted to show her yeah. what I picked. Yeah, sure. Um, and then my opinions and my choices and, right. and the direction I choose to, to explain them. So you've got a very sweet notes. relationship, I've got to say, man. How, how many years ago now did you get How many did you get We met it's in like, 2010. We were married yeah. in 15. Really? Was it that long ago? So coming up four years this year. Mm. Huh. Great wedding. Um, Great wedding. That's, that's, yeah, you're just so sweet about it. I love the way, I love it when guys talk about their, their partners like that. Mm. It's beautiful. Um, but before we get to your wife. Mm-hmm. Who is lovely? Um, well, let's, 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 I was going to talk about music or well, very quickly then before we get to your mum mm. and Montessori. Did you did you play any uh, instruments? Oh, um, not really. I seem to be a giver upper of things. Oh, um, I didn't stick with it. No, so I played. I'd love to play the drums. Oh, but it's just a big loud instrument. Tough one. Um, Tough on the neighbours. Yeah. And I'd love to play the piano once again. Just the, the big instruments. I just never got into them. I guess we're going to come to this later in the yeah, interview, right? Yeah, we will. We'll um, have plenty to talk about. But you did try some lessons? Guitar. Did guitar. I did adult night classes and I bought a guitar. Did and you? I went down the whole process and then kind of went, oh, my fingers are just too fat. To That's not true. Um, oh, when was it? In Adelaide, in Darwin? No, in Darwin. In Darwin. So I think it was the year I deferred for a year before coming down to uni. Oh. Uh, and I think it was in that year that I probably... 2005. 2005. Um, I mean, Darwin is terrible on guitars, man. That, that heat and yeah, humidity oh is just, it it, just warps them like the thing, crazy. And it was, not, it was not an expensive guitar because yeah. the idea was, you know, get something, try, yeah. see if you can. So, um, so you've got the... So the strings, the strings are probably an inch from the yeah. bloody neck by the time yeah. you're trying to play it. And then it was all 
starting to buckle. And yeah, terrible. And, terrible. Um, as a kid, I played the violin. Oh. My mum pushed me onto violin. Mm-hmm. Um, did you do grades and things? I was, too, I was too big to play it. Right. Um, or the violin, at least, that we had. So we yeah. swapped it out for a viola. Did you get big young? Were you a big, were you a big lad early in your life? Um, no, I just think that the size of the violin that we had at home, oh, was I think it was my sister's. It's like a three-quarter size yeah. or something. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. it was a little little midget violin. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, we traded that in with the violin teacher and she gave me a viola, yep. which is a bit bigger and looks exactly the same. Yeah. Apparently it is a different instrument of some sort. Yeah. Um, so I played with that. I don't know. I learned one song. London's um, burning or something. That's what it sounds like to me. It was about a worm coming down the tree or something. Oh. Um, was it a composition of yours or is this a... Uh, no. No, this is not, a, not a, a song about a worm. It was, it was from the sheet music. I actually learned how to read sheet music okay. at that young age. Mm. I couldn't do it. No, I, this I, is primary school. Just, yeah, yeah mm. it was primary. Mm. Um, and, and so when you went yeah. to night school, was it that you saw yourself at Madison Square Garden? <laughs> No. Or did like did you want to get or being less um, facetious for a second? Sorry. Um, mm. Was it less about loving every part of learning to play the guitar, and more about you wanted to to want to be at that stage where you could where you could comfortably play some tunes and and, and yeah. strum along? Yeah, you wanted to get to that. Rather I just than, wanted to. Yeah. So was it just yeah. too uh, to begin with? It was just a bit too annoying. Yeah, it, was, to, it was just too annoying, yeah. and I found. Um, my hands just couldn't keep up with what I wanted to do. Yeah. I feel like I do have in here yeah, the, the music. Brain. The music is going, mm-hmm. um, but I think like most people, it doesn't. Oh mate, it doesn't see, it, there's a guitar over there for a reason. Oh, we'll give you. Mate. We'll get you going after. But like that's the thing. Like sitting down with instruments, I do. I can. If if I sit there long enough, I'll yeah. I'll bang it like you know the Christmas you get the melody or whatever. Things you get mm-hmm. in, the, in mm-hmm. the cracker box. You know, I'll sit and I'll play it and I'll. I'll get my tune. You won't take me long. Yeah. But I'll, I'll You've get got there. the ear, is what yeah. you say. Yeah. Mate, I'm going to show you how easy it is to play uh, Love Will Keep Us Alive afterwards. Okay. And, uh, I think I can only play like uh, Seven Nation Army, which is one string. <laughs> you can do the Fantastic. The start of like the chorus to Yellow Submarine. Okay, so you're a single note guy at the moment. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm going to show you the chords. Finger picking Change is your like life. Finger picking in the internet. Uh, just oh, YouTube. Yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah. All right. Your mum mm-hmm. sets up mm-hmm. the Montessori school in, in Darwin. That is, yeah. that is mental accomplishment. That must have been difficult, right? Oh, I think the parents are the hardest part about places like Montessori. Yeah. Uh, especially given that it was the, private, the, the only private school, the one that you had to pay money to go to in yeah. Darwin. Um, but it's an amazing... I mean... I, I know what Montessori schools are, but for mm. those that don't, just give the precis of, of 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 the of the um, you know the ethic behind it, the 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 sort of look. Um, I'm I'm actually no good at explaining. I, I'm, my understanding of it all is it's a play based learning. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that she would sing a hell of a lot of songs, made up some really good ones. The Wiggles kind of got away with a lot of money. I reckon. They got I reckon away with there's a lot a, of money. There's a hell of a lot of good teachers out there that. She had some great dinosaur songs. Yeah, the, the Wiggles um, are pretty sinister, though. I'm not sure yeah. we should be. Yeah, anyway. So yeah. she she helped set up the Montessori. So she, she yeah, hold on, sorry. This is my fault because mm-hmm. I, I, I've jumped in too far along. She meets your old man mm-hmm. sometime in the 70s, late, late 70s, mm-hmm. early 80s, that mm-hmm. kind of thing, in Darwin, mm-hmm. fall in love, 
They just had their 30 year, their 40 year anniversary. Happy anniversary mm. to your parents. Um, cause I know they're going to listen to this. Yeah. Um, there's, she sees presumably a need or a, at least a, a, a place for a Montessori school up there. She comes from what kind of, background does she go to a Montessori because no. Miss Madame Montessori was like this late 19th century early mm. 20th century she was a physician she's a pretty mm. incredible mm. lady um, given that ladies really didn't have too much going on right she struggled to get into I, I, I did my research she struggled to get into medical school in Rome at the, the turn mm. of the 20th century I mean tough you know she mm. was probably ostracized and uh, you know because uh, women didn't go to university, let alone become doctors at that stage. Very hard. No. So she was a real trailblazer. Mm. Um, somewhere along the line, she leaves medicine and decides that um, that you know education pedagogy is the is the way for her. Sets up this this style of school somehow, mm. and your mum in I mean late seventies Darwin. Mm. You know, we've already spoken about what Darwin is. I can only imagine that the frontier kind of nature of the place <laughs> uh, around that time. Mm. Her, her husband's, you know, out there making his way, uh, you know, in the in the sort of construction building trade. Where does it come from? Like, what's have you spoken to her about all this? No, no, I never have. Huh? It's just one of those things. It was mum was a teacher. That's what yeah, she did. Did I mean used to hang out in the staff room? Dude, the next time <laughs> I see your mum, yeah, I'm going to ask. She's it. she's. She's pretty cool about it all. So yeah. She's, um, so she had the Montessori at the um, at the private school there, and I used to hang out and was in the class of the lady, the next lady over. I was, couldn't be in mum's class. I think I was Get just too much yeah, of a terror. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of mixed um, ages, is that right? Mm -hmm. You're in with older kids, young kids. You decide yeah. on your style of learning, your mm -hmm. pace of learning. Yeah. Um, and then we would sing our songs, and we would, you know, they did the the fruit and the sharing and the, you learn the concept of sharing. And with your own lunch, yeah, you share you, it. You, you bring your fruit and then we all cut it up together and mm -hmm. we all share it out mm -hmm. together with the little things. You know, please pass the fruit and pass the oh, fruit right. along. And, and there's lots um, of natural, um, there's wood and there's lots of natural yeah. substance. You know, yeah. the play equipment is often now of yeah. uh, organic materials yeah. and things. Yeah, I don't think it went. they went that far with it all mm. uh, back then. Mm. I don't know if they still even have the Montessori there or what's happened right to so um, she's no longer involved in the no no she she stopped working there oh a long time ago now hmm. um so she 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 left that and then started to work with my dad so right I guess we'll take it all the way back and then yeah let's do it move forward yes do it um born in Sydney um worked Newtown Redfern yep uh, worked worked with my grandfather and my grandmother. You know, it was the same, you know, the family thing. Yep. You know, worked the family helped business. Helped out in the butcher shop at the weekends. And, and the rest of that sort of stuff. Went to teacher's college in Sydney. Mm -hmm. um, graduated, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, met my dad and then, obviously, that, that I believe that they had some sort of long-distance relationship for some time. He I'm was sure maybe in Sydney and they met? Or? He came down to Sydney, I yeah. believe, for a wedding. Right. And that's where they met. Right. Then he went back up. They gotcha. continued. They're, they're, I'm sure that there is a pile of lovey-dovey things. Mm. I don't know if he ever wants them uncovered. Like letters? I, you mean yeah, like the love letters, letters and, and things? And I yeah. remember seeing a Singapore Airlines napkin and other bits and pieces right. from him flying. Because flying was pretty... It was, it was an impressive thing to do. Yeah, there was no EasyJet back then, yeah, was there? No, no. Um, huh. so I remember seeing that somewhere where, where it is. I don't know. I'd love right. to find it again. Yeah. Um, then obviously married 
up to Darwin, then the hardships that come with being in such an inhospitable place, especially back then. Mm. Um, they really they did create uh, an environment for themselves, a place that they were happy, whether it be through success and work and their home and their mm -hmm. family and mm -hmm. their lifestyle and friends and whatever else. It's, uh, all of it was hard fought and won on their own, mm -hmm. I guess, and I have to admire them for that because mm. it's not, it was not, it wouldn't have been easy. Self-made people. Yeah, and I just don't think, even now, even myself, I, I would categorise myself as not being able to do what they did. The difference is that, obviously, they come from a time and a place, God, that makes them sound old. They're not that old. No. Um, they come from a, of an era where that's how you did it. Mm -hmm. you, just, you got shit done. Mm. Whereas I think now it's very, it's very much an entitled place, and yep. and I even I feel like we, I don't know, you you, you always complain that you want things easier, or mm -hmm. whereas back then it was like, shit's hard. I'm gonna have to work twice as hard. Yeah, because I, I want it, and it's hard, and there's really mm. only one way to move forward with that, or not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they just kind of got it done. Yeah. Whereas I feel like I don't know. You, it's it's a good way to be. Like I do admire that mm -hmm. that sort of dedication to doing it. I don't know. Maybe, what do you think the goal was? Do you, th do you think the because it's another favorite question of mine is like, mm. how, what do you think is the difference between being ambitious and being driven? Wow, that's a hard question. Mm. I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, no. but people people come up with different you know definitions and and ideas. You know, I think. I guess the best way that, like visually, I guess I would explain it visually. Okay. Um, and it, for someone who talks a lot, it's not going to be a very long-winded <laughs> answer. I consider Just driven driven to be that more slow, slow-moving cog, mm -hmm. that uphill, that slow-moving, relentless, uphill. low gear of a truck. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're getting there. Got we're going to do it. This is how we're doing it. We're mm. driven. This is how we're going to get through. Whereas I find that ambition. And people who are ambitious, it, it can go both ways, mm. but it's more of that leapfrog, okay. that jump. That's interesting. That okay. okay, I guess that's how in, no, I get in it. my yeah, mind yeah. that's how I would look at it. You know, that's interesting. Okay, yeah, I know. I understand what you mean. So, um, so it's almost the tortoise and the hare kind of an yeah, analogy, that's, and that's really. exactly what I was thinking. Right, in my mind just then as well. right. Um, oh, okay. And you know, huh. the end of that story is that they're driven. Yeah, I find drive to be more of a. I think, I think with drive, you can have promotion, whether mm -hmm. it is promotion through work or mm -hmm. success or money or whatever it is that your your factors of success or how you would how you would how you value define yeah how you would define that. Yeah. Whereas ambition can kind of, I guess, lead you astray in some way. Mm. People so want up; mm. they don't want to start from down. Mm. I think that's ambitious. Mm. I think people that go, these are my skills. This is what I'm capable of doing. I want to be up. Mm. I'm going to lift and shore up, like lift and yeah. prop, lift and prop yeah. as I go and yeah. build that thing up. So there's a building analogy there. Yeah. You've just, you've oh, just, yeah. you've just given me a building Goodness. analogy. Must run in the blood. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's your, <laughs> it's your bread and butter though, isn't it? Right. So you, you know, that's, that's obviously the way yeah. your mind's going to go. That's a really cool way. Thank you. All right. Um, 
so Montessori. So she she's involved. She starts at Montessori. You go there for a bit. Uh, do, you, do, you, do you leave there? Do you, you said you went to Darwin High, so you leave there uh, 11 or so to go to... Um, no, no, no. So I just did Montessori there. So I just did the early... early. I think I just would hang around there pretty much. But right. a lot of the kids that... Like if you have a look at some of the photos, the childhood photos from me in those classes, mm. a lot of the other kids that are in there are kids that I ended up going through primary and high school with huh. regardless. So the Montessori, it was a standalone aspect of the school mm. you could go to Montessori and then mm. not stick around for okay. the, the higher education but did, did kids stay there yeah, to, oh, yeah, to yeah. yeah. Mm. Essington I think is um, K through to 10 it, would you yeah. say Essington Essington primary that's or Essington that's the name school. of the the Montessori of in, the, in Darwin of the uh, private school where the Montessori was in in oh, the grounds so, of the school. Oh, I see. It wasn't standalone. Like you get now, it's, yeah, there's, everything yeah, is a standalone. Sure. Montessori is its own thing. Yes. It was very much a concept. Oh. And that's why it's still, I think it's still the only one because right. there's just nothing else like it. So it exists within a larger framework yeah. of, a, of a more, I don't want to say traditional, but... Um, it's under the I wing mean. of a, uh, yeah, what you would expect an uh, education centre yeah, to yeah, be. Yeah. I think if it was a standalone thing, yeah. um, people just wouldn't have gone. Some yeah, would have, yeah, but yeah. I don't think it would have been enough to Maybe there wasn't the market for that. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know, well, because uh, pals of mine in Sydney, I know are keen to get their kid into mm. uh, into one. I know, it, I know, and from what I hear, it's actually, at least this one I'm thinking of in sort of manly area is quite... Mm. I think there's a waiting list to even get oh, into yeah. it. You know, it's quite competitive to get yeah, into it. They're really competitive. Even places. for tiny kids, yeah. like two, three, four mm-hmm. year olds or whatever. Interesting stuff. All right. Mm. Moving on to your next choice. Oh, mate. What did I put a, next? Moby. Moby. Mo- and I, I didn't know that. I, I, I went, I wonder if it's that song from the beach, you know? I, yeah. I didn't know. And it is. I, I didn't know mm. what it was called, actually. Moby Porcelain. Yeah. yeah? Um, which was a huge song, right? Mm. This this album, I think, was the big one for Moby, right? Yeah. So, you obviously, you say this album, so you love the mm. album, yeah? Yeah, funny story, though. Yeah. I generally get onto things late. I'm I'm no, like, oh, well, I heard it first. You're not like, I was seeing Moby when he was yeah. playing New York. So oh, was, yeah. No, none of that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I bought my first, I bought the Play album while I was at uni. Right. I, w- I think I might have even been in my final year. So we're looking at the so, 2010. Oh, and it was like an early 90s album, yeah. wasn't it? Right. Yeah. Okay. Didn't yeah. even register that it's in the beach. Huh. Um, You've seen the film though? Or yeah, the love the film. Yeah. Um, got onto it. I don't know. There was, a, I had the car. We'd do a lot of driving down here and while I was away, while what I was car? here for uni. Oh, I had, I don't know. Uh, Hyundai Elantra. Oh, just, I thought you meant like you had... You no, said no, the car. It was no. like, oh, I used to have this 1950s no, no. Beetle or something. No. I wish. Yeah. Something cool would have been yeah. great, but it was the hand-me-down, <laughs> a... the green goblin my brother-in-law used to Right, right, right. It was okay. hideous. It, was, it, was, it wasn't green. It wasn't gold. It was yeah. like this chartreuse. Like. <laughs> Such chartreuse, just, okay. It was just horrendous. It's just bad. But it was... It was a That's the way car. early cars are supposed to be. Damn straight. Yeah. And it was good. And, and generally... All of the cars that I had in those early years, they would yeah. be uh, from one sister to the other to me. That's, okay. That's oh, hand-me-down cars. Yeah, they were hand-me-down cars. So yeah. the Hyundai came from Perth. So my sister right. finished up her studies. <gasps> she drove it across? No, she, oh. she went up. It went on a truck and came over to me right, right. in Adelaide. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that was... And my cars were always cool. They were always filled with people. 
Yeah. So it was it was about the quality Stereo of the friends. inside rather than yeah. the quality of the car. Um, and you're too young to have a tape cassette in the car, right? You got a CD yeah, player CD in the player. car. CD player and MP3 players. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Wow. Um, and yeah, like so we would. I I think I bought that and I bought um, Daft Punk. I yeah, I know. I know the song. You, yeah, it's, I know it's the one just you mean. Daft Punk. And around I, the world is that the song? Around the world was that Daft Punk? Where the, that was, yeah. That song. They... But the Daft Punk album, it, my choices were really. It was Moby or Daft Punk. I was that. Uh, was, that was my battle. Okay. Um, well, I'm glad you picked. I'm glad you picked yeah. Moby. Not this about me, but um, <laughs> uh, and I'm just going to quote this back at you if that's mm. okay. This album, but particularly, I should wait and say, is that okay? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. I mean, this is going to be yeah, no, copy it's, and pasted it's, on the it's, website. It's going straight on. Uh, this album, but particularly this song, has led me through breakups and makeups. Mm-hmm. I make certain songs part of daily rituals to try and change a way of thinking or breed new habits. Mm. Call it call it musical training exercise. This would annoy my flatmates to no end. Okay, so this song mm-hmm. is a kind of attempt almost to meditate or, or mm. work your way through certain situations. Uh, yeah, and I have, I have lots of songs and playlists huh. for that. Is that true? Yeah. So you have playlists, you actually have like, this is my, mm-hmm. I need to calm the fuck down for mm. a minute here. I need to. Uh, um, yeah, like you, I will find, I will play the same songs getting on a plane for takeoff. Oh. I need to. To chill you a bit. I listened to it last time and everything was fine. So you've got almost that, that sort of Pavlovian trigger response. If I listen yeah. to Moby, this is going to... Yeah. What, what, what does this one do to you? This one wasn't so much for flying. Mm. Um, this one was through... Relationships. Uh, yeah, yeah, bad breakup. Mm. Uh, my one and only really kind of... Heartbreak. Yeah. Well, just the one and only really relationship I had. Are we able to say, I mean, you don't have to say names, obviously, mm. but this is, you came to South Australia and yeah. it didn't really last that long no. after you. No, I think, I think we both just grew up. <laughs> like we, we dating were in, in Darwin. Dating in Darwin. Moved through to, high school yeah. and the rest of it. Yeah. I don't remember how long we were even doing, four years, three yeah. years. So. Yeah. Um, moved to Adelaide together. I don't know, maybe I invest more time into things than I probably should. Mm-hmm. Um, but it went, it went separate ways yeah. for its own reasons. And then I found, yeah, obviously you go through all of the stages, you know, there's, there's the sadness and there's, yeah. you think you've got depression and, you, yeah. and, you know, you're, you're all of these places and you're here, you're there, and you laugh when you want to cry and you cry when you want to laugh. <laughs> and, um, you, th- you think your whole world's coming, you know, it's all crashing. And isn't down, there a beauty it? in music at that stage? Yeah. Isn't there? And so I found that I enjoyed this song at that time. Yeah. Um, For it's positive, like mm-hmm. it can also be quite dark. I don't know why it it has it has the um, the special ability to be depending on how you're listening to it or how you want to listen to mm. it. You could get a really sad message out of it, yeah. or you could get a, a quite a quite an uplifting message. Yeah. I've always treated it as an uplifting sort of song. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you write lyrics particularly, or the sound of the whole thing? All of it. Yeah, like I find the, the lyrics to it quite i don't know was it in they, my dreams i'm in, in my dreams i'm dying all the yeah, time yeah yeah uh, i never meant to hurt you i never mm, meant to mm. lie this is goodbye. that's right yeah, yeah okay. but i i never i don't know just the composition of music that goes with it as well mm-hmm. even though the words seem sad the music seems happy 
There's a that's good stuff. Um, and there's if a you word. have a look at my quotes, mm. it's, a, it's very similar. I love that. I love yeah. when, when we come to that. I love. Mm. I love that you picked that one. Um, is is melancholy the right term? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a Greek word, right? Melancholia. Or is yeah. that or is it Latin? Is that originally a melancholia? Melancholios. It would be something, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think that melancholios. I can't, can't think of Greek. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna have to look that up. But anyway, so it's that it's that feeling, isn't it? You, it's not depression, yeah. like you said. I mm. thought it was, but it's not the depression. Well, you know, everyone has their definition, but me- melancholy is almost a. Uh, it almost promotes creativity somehow, or you. It, yeah, I guess that's a good way of looking. Uh, at it, yeah. You can come out of it okay, mm. right? Yeah, and I think you you reflect on it later, and you just go. Far out. Yeah. It sucks being young, and you. <laughs> Right. You think you're so bloody important, but you. Right. The arrogance just a of youth. Twit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Except that, I mean, if you with this lady for this girl for, you know, four years, you say it's four yeah. years. You're what? You're, you're, you're that's that's a quarter of your life, mm. basically, right? That's that's a good way of looking at it. You yeah. know, I mean, and, that, and I think, not matter what I think, but you you know you, you 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 were, self-deprecating. About you know just arrogant little mm. shit, whatever way you want to put it, but mm. whatever emotions a human's feeling whether they're six mm. or, or or 20 they're valid for that, that individual oh, right yeah. you know you were who you were that was it that the was situation was that life life was over at that point uh, in time like it was yeah. not and even that i don't mean in a negative way yeah. life was changing sure crossroads um, yeah, yeah you know that one section of life was finished there was no return to that mm. there was only a forward mm. there was only a forward mm-hmm. motion mm-hmm. from that point um yeah, so it was, but my flatmates, I had, I live next to a guy named Jared. Mm. Um, you still mates? Yeah, still mates, mm-hmm. still talk. He Glad lives in Melbourne now, sadly. He um, he moved from Adelaide before I moved down, which mm. is a real, real sad twist of events there. Yeah. Um, Big Muso has his own little band and yeah. now has other musical interests going on yeah. and is an artist and is, does kind of is and does all the things that I don't do mm. or would like to do mm. he does them well mm. um, but we've we became close and then remained close but he was my flatmate yeah during this breakup period and so, so, so your girlfriend didn't live with you no no, no. so I, I lived at um, I guess you call it uni accommodation like halls of residence type thing I lived at a residential college yeah which I won't name huh. Um, huh. because They've been in a current affair and other bits and pieces oh, of late. Okay. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, sure. Um, I, I went to one residential college, which is effectively just a place that you pay rent, board, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they're loosely affiliated with the uni. Mm-hmm. So they, they do see at some point, they will see your final academic record for the year yeah. or semester or term or whatever. Um, and then they have the ability to pull you up on it. You're yeah. failing everything. Oh, okay. They will kick you out. Is it on campus or is it off off campus? Yeah. So but there's private, like a security door kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Super secure yeah. and you know key cards to get in yeah. and out yeah. and the rest of it. But the payment, like the weekly payment or whatever it was, would cover um, like all your utilities, internet, um, your place, three. Four days of three meals a day. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. So it's, it's the, the perfect hybrid yeah. of leaving home, not yeah. not moving straight into your own flat with all of that, yeah. the, the difficulties 
Yeah, so it's halfway yeah, in between. It's being independent, but having that overseer, yeah, that person yeah. who looks over you. Perfect. But yep. it was a, it was very much like Harry Potter, you know, the gowns. You, you oh, to, really? Yeah, we'd have to eat. There was the you know the old. Uh, school oh, really? So you all ate together in the hall? Yeah, yeah, it was like it looked right. like a Harry Potter hall. So is this University of Adelaide or? or, or They're so affiliated with UniSA and SA, Adelaide right. okay. and and all Flinders. You can go to whichever uni oh. and then stay at oh, the college. Oh, okay. So okay. there's. Several colleges in North <clears throat> Adelaide, mm -hmm. and then there's one college out at Flinders mm -hmm. that accommodates the, the Flinders Uni kids okay. so that they don't have to travel, obviously, as far. But then, like, my, my partner at the time yeah. was living at one in North Adelaide and Got was it. going to Flinders Uni. Right. And you're so. slowly driving your mates in the, the place where you're living oh, crazy with, repeat, yeah. with Moby on repeat. Yeah. I remember one morning they woke up and they were like, for fuck's sake, it's like waking up <laughs> in an aquarium with the violins and... Like it just uh, the violins and the pianos and Dude. everything that's going. It's like we know you're sad, but the underwater world, like yeah. fucking shut it up. <laughs> but I, yeah, yeah, I kind of explained. Like it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a sadness. I'm not like sitting there. Crying. It was melancholy, guys. Yeah, Come on. I was. I was trying working to, through some stuff. I was trying to get over. Move it. on. It was my heal, and it had no affiliation with my ex-partner now other people they just like the breakups it wasn't our song yeah right, it's right, none right, of that. Right. yeah no, okay. it was okay. it was definitely about next chapter yeah you found this you found this album way. and it was your moving on album yeah yeah, yeah. we're gonna so. we're gonna listen to this and then um then we might because because i could i know that looming on the horizon from from that moving on came uh, came elizabeth right because that was um mm -hmm. what were we studying i did construction management right, economics right. Yeah. And we'll come to how you guys met, because I know that would be a cool story for you <laughs> to have recorded uh, before we move on to a little yeah. bit of Tupac. Yeah. <laughs> Cliffhanger there. Yeah. All right, but let's listen to Moby.
there's this beautiful um, phrase which I'll mangle. Uh, it's probably Shakespeare, uh, but it's something. It's something like you know. Um, there comes a point in the tides of man where if taken at the flood or something. So the point being that you get this, um, there, there's, I, I can only imagine what Moby did. I'm going to, I'm just giving that a quick blast. Now yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, I, I can only imagine what he did to go from New York DJ to, you know, selling mm. truckloads of this thing around the world. But there was clearly a moment when he just, he just jumps on that train, yeah. right? He, he did yeah. the business. And that's the thing. I think a lot of people can, I don't know, it takes a certain breed of person. You could miss the train. Yeah. yeah. Maybe the train doesn't come for a You miss that you miss that flood. You, I always say like you gotta you gotta be in it to win it. And yeah. that's with everything. Like maybe Isn't maybe it? your train is music and you have just never picked up an instrument. Do you feel like you've missed played. any trains? Has there been a time that you go back to and go, Oh damn man? Um No mm. and yes. I think I don't know. It's a it's an unknown. How do I know what the train is? Mm. I don't mm. want to sound deep and I don't want to, you know, try and sound like I'm kind of delving too far into it. But I guess we have to know, make clear what the metaphor is. Is my train that I was going to win a whole bunch of money or, yeah, or, or me? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I just, I mean, yeah. President or, the and fact then I've just not gotten into politics or I've not put in lotto or I've not, you know, like, yeah. how, do, how do I know what the train is? As far as the things that I've had control over, have I missed a train? Mm. Um the only real, I, I wouldn't even call it a regret, mm. but the only real, I That's guess, what we're talking about, right? Yeah, we're talking about regrets here. Yeah. 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 I think the only thing that I do wish that I had assessed or looked at maybe a little bit more closely, and it may have been a wrong choice anyway, mm. um, is maybe doing better in high school to have the option open to look at medicine. Really? Yeah. I, I think I would have liked medicine. Huh. I th I've... And I've said this to Elizabeth, I'd, I'd you know, look at paediatrics and things like that. Mm. I would have actually enjoyed it. Mm. Um, but now I don't have the capacity, nor do I have any sort of educational experience prior mm. to go down and have a look at that path. But you like the idea of, of, of being able to make sick kids better? Um, yeah, look, that's one aspect. I think that's like the aspect that everybody thinks or starts with but mm. i think i think there's more to that when it comes to medicine so i'm kind of talking to someone who knows a hell of it's a not, lot more than me not about me mate um but for me I, I don't know i find it interesting yeah i find the cause and effect interesting right. i find um the intricacies of it the the, the minute things the, mm. the small details that mm. make big differences the to the all of it mm. now if being great at that job helps people. Well, that's fantastic. Mm. I wouldn't want to be a doctor that uh, was killing people because, you know. <laughs> you don't want to be a Harold Shipman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't, that's good. Know. That's a good point to start. So, yeah. What you just said, actually, I was just thinking, as you said, when you said, it was when you, when you said, um, you know, what is it about helping people came as an after. The, the way you put it anyway was great. Um, and I, because I thought about, Gee, this would be a, that would have got yeah. you into med school in terms of the interview because the, the the answer, sorry, the question, um, you know, there was infamously at mm. some point in your medical school interview or interviews would come the question, why do you want to be a doctor? Mm. And the apocryphal uh, response was, I want to help people yeah. 
to which the apocryphal answer to that was, well, why don't you become a nurse then? Yeah. You know, um, but your, your answer was, was actually a really good one. Yeah. You know, if I was interviewing you, I'd go, oh, yes, God, you're getting mm. um, But that was just such a left field uh, comment to come out of, mm. um, you know, the re- it came from the regrets, right? And it mm. came from, you felt that maybe you could have worked harder at high mm. school or whatever it was. Um, but, I mean that's a that's a sliding door thing, I guess, isn't it? That would just drive you crazy. Yeah. But 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 the but the uh, the Zen answer to all of that is well, all of your decisions mm. and all of your circumstances in your life have led you to this moment now. Yeah. And you, you correct me if I'm wrong. You you seem to me a very contented man. You, you're so, a, you're a husband and a father, and and to the manner born, you you yeah. love the role, you love the situation oh, you're in. It's the best role. It's yeah. it's like it's. It's a lot of stress. It's a lot of, uh, like, I can't even begin to imagine what it feels like to do what Elizabeth does. Yeah. Um, I love being a dad. Yeah. I loved having my dad. Why would I not want to love being one? Yeah. And, you know, even with the choices <coughs> in song and yeah. things like, I, I find that I follow a lot of the traditions of my dad. Yeah. He doesn't call them traditions because they're, they're, they're just him being him. Yeah. Um, but I find that I I want to do those things because it was all the things that I enjoyed. Yeah. So I found, you know, like we went down to the beach over Christmas and I, I would be making sand dolphins in the sand. Right. And it was... This is with your daughters. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just the immediate thing to go back to because huh. it's... That's what I remember doing and that's it's what was It's fun. in your history and now you're passing it down yeah. to and your... Yeah, and I want to continue to keep a lot yeah. of those things, which is why I do things like play the eagles and... Yeah, Acropolis and things like that. It's so, so the girls, them. the girls are getting the same musical hand-me-downs, and as that's and that's <coughs> what I'd like to continue yeah. because I think yeah. a lot of what's out these days is it's kind of shaky. I don't music. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like I find, well, maybe <coughs> I'm just not looking in the right areas. Like it could, it could hard to know where to look, though, right? Yeah. Um, but I find like I don't. None of it instills more than those really. Um, the shallow, the first set of emotions, the most, mm. I guess, the, the easiest to attain. Okay, so it's the, it's the sheen, it's the superficial, yeah. it's the surface of things that's w- addressed by the pop music. I wouldn't call it, maybe not superficial, maybe that's the wrong word. Mm. I guess it's more the, the easily attainable emotions, the ones that yeah. come quickly. <clears throat> The ones oh, that you go, so it's oh, instant I, gratification. I like, yeah, that, that. Okay. So, and some emotions, I, I would think, you know, some, some I think are things you need to build into. Mm. Some are ones that you can come quickly. Satisfaction. You're hungry. You want to eat. Like that's, mm. that's an emotion. But then there's, there's that other that feeling of satisfaction in in life. In and that's that depth. Yeah, that, but how about you just said you you picked eating as a as a as an example, but. You you know example. that your your yeah. you know your family your background your yeah. culture yeah. is about the preparation mm. of the food the yeah. the bringing together of the families yeah. and the you know the eating mm. obviously is a huge part of it but mm. also you know there's uncle so and so out on the on the you know rotisserie mm. is that the right word not rotisserie is that is that the word souvla yeah, yeah the souvla you know with the chicken and the lamb and there's too much of this and then mm. someone's doing the greek salad someone's doing the baklava someone's mm. you know so that i mean sorry to contradict you mm. but but that mm. instant gratification in food certainly is a place music wise um i mean 
what's coming through loud and clear to me is um, that you've got that wonderful Greek um, notice, uh, sorry, Greek, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Greek tradition, if I can use that mm. word, there's a better word, mm. to have one eye on the present, one eye on the past, respect the the mm. structures and the and traditions that have come before you, even if mm. it's listening to mm. the eagles on the on the car drive, yeah. and to carry those things forward. Mm. And I don't want to diss the you know the other great cultures of antiquity. I mean, no. there's there's legion, but I mean ev- everyone can agree that um, you know Greek history from ancient Greek history to mm. current day is. Is, is one of the cornerstones of um, civilization, right? We think it's, it's the whole thing. You're, you're biased, <laughs> but yes, <laughs> I don't know if that, that sounded a bit grandiose, but I guess what I was trying yeah. to say is that even without you, uh, even without you meaning to, and you will do that as well, but even without you meaning to, you, you will build your own traditions into your parenting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And relationships. I, yeah, 100%. Um, I guess... I would like them to come naturally as they did from my father to me. Yeah, yeah. Where I don't want it to be like this is what we're doing. Oh, yeah, okay. On Sundays we're going to sure. do this and then we're going to do that and that's 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 the ritual. Yeah. I want it to be that we enjoy doing something on a Sunday and yeah. and then my daughters one day turn around and go, oh, you know what we used to do on yeah. Sundays and I'd like to yeah. do it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It it was a it was a really um, <clears throat> yeah. It was just natural things. It was things about him and I think the traditions are not so much not so much about what we did or what they were or mm. why I enjoyed doing those mm. things I think it was more an ab- admiration for the person yeah That's it's a way it's, to bond with the yeah. person you love yeah sure so you know they they remind me of family yeah. in so many ways so yeah. my, both my parents not just my dad but my mum as well yeah um and they're both amazingly strong people mm. and resilient and, and intelligent and everything else. And driven. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as, as my dad is, is a man and I'm, I'm, I'm his son. You can say you're a man. That's okay. Yeah. No, no. I'm talking about this as a, as a historical. Sure. Just from, from my childhood. Your relationship, yeah. Um, you, um, you either want to be like them or you don't. Mm-hmm. And obviously not like them. I don't want. To, I want to be my own man. That's mm. that's that's the goal in life. Um, but there is so much, I guess, either personality or whatever that I would take from him. You want to aspire to be like certain, yeah, yeah, certain I guess facets so. of his of his character. Yeah, why not? Like yeah. it's it's it's. I mean, like people always when I first. Um, went to uni and got accepted into uni mm. uh, it was like why are you doing construction mm. as opposed to as well you know medicine dad, dad's in construction and yeah no medicine was never really something that oh, anybody ever talked okay, to me about okay, it was just right. something that I had in my mind something that right. I always kind of look back on or enjoyed or mm. wish that I had mm. driven myself to do that mm. um, and I guess the regret side of that comes from the fact that you can't you can't turn around and change that tough to now isn't it yeah yeah and and that's the only real regret. It's the ones you can't change. Mm. Everything else is mm. a lot of life is interchangeable in in some mm. way or another. Mm. Um, but you know the reason I chose to do construction is, and my answer was always something like, I'd go and do it every weekend, and I'd be sweeping floors and doing all the shit mm. jobs for so long. Mm. If I haven't gotten sick of it yet, right. I guess I'm not sick of it. Right. 
I guess I could do it. You know, that was my... Was, so there, was there an element of, of um, complimenting your father as well and saying... Um, yeah, I guess so. Not really. I mean, I, I found that, like, even now, I am, I'm still passionate about building. I enjoy mm. watching and mm. learning and looking and mm. I'll read other people's plans or I'll talk to other people about their buildings. Mm. I don't have... I, I, I have that passion to talk about it. Mm. Um, but I guess that same sort of theory of why I chose what I, to do what I do is the same thing that I would say is why I choose to admire and want to emulate my dad in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, because I see, you know, things that he does or, or personality traits or, or, you know, the way he conducts himself business-wise. Or, right. And you go, well, it seems to be working and, and I don't... I, I don't think it's bad yeah. or I think it's... I find it quite admirable... Why wouldn't I want to hmm. do that as well? Was it necessary to do a degree in that? Could you no. not have just done... You could have gone into yeah. the family business without oh, yeah. that formal qualification. I could have done a one-year Cert four course at, at the uni in Darwin. And I wanted to get out. So you I, wanted yeah, to get wanted out of to, Darwin? Yeah, for, I, wanted for, to, I wanted to do something. Hmm. I wanted to expand my horizons. Be your own somewhere. man a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah get away. Sure, sure. Darwin's, Darwin's small and everybody knows everybody. Especially when you come from a successful yeah. family, yeah. I guess. And, and it was, and I know even Elizabeth used to say, you know, she when she first moved to Darwin, it was mm. like, oh, yeah, oh, Michael, you know, your son's, mm. you're, you're Emmanuel's wife. And, oh, oh, you know, good. Like, it was, right. this was just m- amongst the Greek families. And, yeah. and I don't think that they really get it. Or maybe they don't understand why it would be something that, I, in some ways, infuriates me and mm. has my whole life, mm. but would also kind of, frustrate and annoy and yeah it's yeah, off my wife as yeah. well because it was it totally just it totally devalues you yeah and values somebody yeah, else yeah like it's really like yeah. oh you know wow good for you it's, it's like being the son of baby Bobby or well, something or, or yeah. you know what yeah, yeah incredible yeah you know on, on, a, on a obviously on a much smaller scale than that but just being the off being the child of a very famous person hmm. you know and, and and not just what which is not my situation no 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 <laughs> no but but you know so on a much smaller, but smaller yeah. scale but being and and so there's the there's the over um talking to you about your father rather than you and also that sort of insidious you know I want something from your father so I'm gonna go through hmm. you know the the child to get there you know. What's sad is that it's a thought that probably has crossed others, other people's minds. And I'm not talking about mm. my personal family mm. or mm. whatever we may or may not have. Mm. Um, but people would go, oh, well, that's just a marriage for security. Or that's oh, just... I see. Well, it's see. not that. Yeah. Elizabeth not, doesn't, didn't know anything about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and they would have done the same thing to my mum. Mm. And it's, it's such a dirty and terrible way to yeah. feel. Yeah. And my dad has never been a, you need to be like me. Yeah. He's happy for me to be me. He's, mm. he's never taught me to be like him. He's taught me to be a man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was, it, it was never to do what I do. No. It but was I, like, this is what I'm doing. You can watch and learn. Or yeah. You can but I get your, com- I get, I mean, I think a lot of guys, I think, I, yeah. I think it's a guy, kind of a guy thing. Mm. I think to, you know, that need to uh, fly the nest, 
prove mm. yourself, spread your wings, be your own man. That's mm. the phrase, isn't it? Mm. I want to be my own man. Yeah. You know, there comes time and every man should want their son to be their own man, mm. you know, I think. But uh, in your case, even more so. One, because as you said, diamond small, everyone mm. knows everybody. Two, the old man's not, you know, the local landlord of the local pub. Mm. He's, he's, he's a successful businessman. And he's so... Just, he's been around long enough that he's... Uh, it's part of the society whatever, there. Yeah, whatever he has is irrelevant. It's yeah. more the fact that um, people have either worked for him or yeah, he's helped work for them or help yeah. them out yeah. or you know he was the president of the greek community he helped establish oh so the, right, he was, right right he, he helped so to establish and set that. up not anymore oh. no um <clears throat> he helped to set up the greek glenty mm. which is um the greek festival in darwin which mm -hmm. is really quite successful mm. it's, it's a pretty big deal mm. up there um, he probably sits on several boards or used to no doesn't not not involved in any of it used to be though used to be yeah was the president of the greek community and yeah. other bits and pieces yeah. and then kind of dropped off and he kind of don't think he really cares all that much uh, he's, um, good. he's got the dynamite thing now by, <laughs> by association he just he just does him a little bit more now which good is good for him which he's, is good he's, he's bloody enjoying the fruits of his labours as well, he, should he should do yeah. he should because he spent a lot of the time he's helped everybody including us including his kids but yeah, yeah he's, he's a very generous person he's always given and done whether it's he's time like a godfather type guy I'm, I'm seeing Vito Corleone right now <laughs> Um, not, not not in terms of the illegality of his operation, yeah. which I'm not, I'm not casting yeah. those aspersions. Um, What's his first name again? Michael. Michael, Michael if you're listening. Uh, and I would Is that Dimitri? Michael? No, no it's Michali. No. Michali, Michali. Michael, um, if you're listening, I'm not casting see, aspersions. See, I have a good friend of mine, Stuart, in Darwin. Oh, Jim is Dimitri. Dim yeah. Sorry, sorry, pardon me. Yeah, a uh, good friend of mine in Darwin, his name is Stuart. Uh, he and I were very close uh, Greek? through high school. No, Aussie. Oh. No, there's no Stuarts in Greece. Um, and like, he okay. he would come around to like, there's no Stuarts in Greece. <laughs> um, he would he would come around like obviously he'd sleep over on weekends or mm. whatever it was, mm. but he would be at certain family events and whatever. Yeah. And he would always call my grandfather the Godfather. Yeah. Um, okay. Because he would come in and he would just he would say nothing. Right. It was just this is the guy who when he passed his spot yeah, in the church, the church was kind yeah. of just not filled. Um, he would come in and he would sit at the head of the table. No, People come and kiss his hand and things. No, not that far. <laughs> but he would he would sit down and it would be like, like acknowledged. Everyone's yeah, been acknowledged. Yeah. And then it, there would be two glasses, one with water and a lot of ice, mm. very cold water. Yeah. And a glass of Diet Coke and ice. Okay. It's like, like that's both his. They're both his. Down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Bob was sitting down. Drinks come out. Bob was sorted. Like now everyone can. He's perched, so we can all continue to. Now we can. And talk. he was like, "Mate, it's just the coolest. Like, yeah. your grandfather comes in, yeah. and it's like, whatever you're doing, stop, yeah. because Bob was here. Yeah. He needs his seat. He needs his drinks. Right. Both of them and. And then, then everyone can carry and on. Then, right. then on Don't you love that? Don't you love? I mean, <clears throat> I, I want. I'm going to leave the the um, uh, the sort of glib Godfather mm. thing alone now. But don't you love that respect for elders? Mm. You know, <clears throat> that was that's part. <clears throat> we speak about the the Greek traditions mm. and uh, through antiquity, but you know, you can look at the way 
and, and just this is a huge generalization, but it's a positive one, so I think I can get away with it. Mm. You look at the way that Chinese people look after their yep. grandparents, their great grandparents, you know, they're not stuck away by and large, as far as I can tell, mm. in nursing homes. They're brought into the family and they yep. are nursed and cared for. I believe it's the same in, in you know, many of the Indian cultures yeah. as well. And isn't that just a wonderful thing, you know, mm. where, where being old is, is being wise and is being experienced and is and is completely mm. respected. Yeah, and look, it's it's happened in, in my in-laws' family as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was in my family as well yeah. with with my grandfather and through yeah. his passing and the rest of it. <clears throat> and it was only until he he actually sadly passed of cancer, but yeah. it was only until palliative care that he went into went a facility hospital. or something. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and even then, it was people were all around. You're never yeah. alone. That's, yeah. You know, it's that's just what families seem to, seem to do so i love that mate i love that okay it's, it's a great it's a beautiful thing i the, the reason i was going to try because the next song is tupac mm. um which yeah. is why i kind of brought the dynamite back into it there's something about explosions and i guess some guns <laughs> and things and tupac that seems to go um do we ever solve the mystery of who killed tupac or is it still officially unsolved uh have my ideas oh. <laughs> no there's been documentaries look, made about it yeah right? there was there was one recently yeah, actually it's yeah, yeah. actually quite good, good one is it yeah and Biggie Smalls and, and Tupac both sort of part of the same yeah, assassination other, yeah. 596. they were friends though right they were mates um, or no sometimes and then they weren't oh. um, I think I'm pretty sure Tupac was pretty much just killed through a gang related shooting yeah. and I'm pretty sure Biggie went the same way yeah. like I, I don't think that there's too much it wasn't that dude they're that not, owned the record they're not living company with Elvis in Mexico there's no, no they've gone um, yeah that's right he's almost Tupac Tupac's become almost that kind yeah. of uh, figure oh, isn't he there's a couple of sightings every year is there yeah there was a photo of a dude um, that looks a lot like Tupac yeah um, not long ago but right. clearly looks like he did Tupac has left the building yeah 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 it's been dead a long time interesting yeah there was even um, oh man it was Elvis, but then there was what's his name, Andy. Who's the comedian that was on Taxi? Oh gosh, Andy. Oh yeah. Um. Um. um oh sugar. Yeah, you know, Jim Carrey made a mm. sort of um, semi-documentary. Co- Kaufman. Yeah, Kaufman. Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. Yeah, yeah. He's another one because he he was always pretending to do yeah. stuff, and for years people yeah. just imagined that he was secretly living yeah. somewhere. Maybe he is. Anyway, Tupac. This one I hold dear to my heart. I spent most of my high school years listening to rap. Tupac mm-hmm. was rap hip hop. What's the what, yeah, what's better to say? Why you know it? what? I put it. I put it all in, and then I pulled it all out yeah. because only because um, I had to rewrite it. Yeah. And so originally it said rap, R and B, hip hop. Right. The whole shebang. What's the difference between rap and hip hop? I suppose I rap's just the I delivery. Had this argument. Yeah. Um, I don't really know. I call it rap because yeah. I listen to yeah. rappers. I don't really yeah. listen to too much of the R and B and the hip hop yeah. that's out now. Maybe it's just you know like Kendrick Kendrick Lamar or anything. I, I or? do enjoy it all. Yeah. And he's a, he's a, he's, he's a very good artist. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it's just not the same. Like this is the the origin of my introduction into so you don't go all the way back to uh, Dougie Fresh and Grandmaster Flash and Run DMC I find it hard to listen to it's pretty bare bones that stuff isn't it it's it's just a beat and a yeah I found that like Tupac and Biggie that era um, they were real trailblazers yeah and I'm pretty sure a lot of what you listen to not just through hip hop R&B Kendrick Lamar's and, and even like Bieber and things like that a lot of a lot of what's out there now, mm. I would credit to 
the innovation, the, yeah. the work that these guys did through that yeah. era. So it's the sampling, it's the use of, of, of instruments and yeah. music melded yeah. with the yeah. beats. Um, yeah. So are you, um, so you're not a public enemy? It wasn't no, so much really. a thing. And have listened Wu -Tang, to it all. Yeah. Wu -Tang is, Wu Tang's great. Yeah. And Bone Thugs and Harmony. And I actually, I would have to say that if there was a big era Tupac, what would you yeah. listen to more of yeah. argument? It's Biggie, hands down. Huh. But it's just this song has always just resonated with me. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's just so damn clever. With Bruce Hornsby in the range yeah. Uh, yeah. sample. Or... I just think, uh, and I know a lot of people are going to hate me saying this. Why? Um, the sampling and uh, I don't know. I think he took a good song and made it better. I oh, see. So you're going to get yeah. some angry. Oh, I'm going to get some angry Bruce Hornsby fans now. I think. Well, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> it's okay because I've got no. They've got no way of. Yeah. They've got no way of com commenting at yeah, the moment. Like I just. No. I think they're two co very com completely different songs. Yeah. But I think that if. <clears throat> I don't know. For me personally, I would have this more. Is, yeah. I would remember this if mm. I had the two next to each other. This is your interview, mate. Than I would remember and yeah. also you're born in 1988 yeah, that's about true. the year that bloody yeah. the way it is was released if i'm well, yeah. probably 86 or something that, yeah. yeah 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 um i think he tours with the grateful dead now bruce hornsby does he, he? or he did yeah yeah um uh, but this is this sorry, is just inspired yeah. by my brother-in-law okay so yes introduced to me by by my now brother-in-law manoli yep hey so manoli jimmy's husband mm-hmm uh, he was and is a big fan, and I was a big fan of his. Oh, that's cool. Isn't that nice? Yeah. yeah? And still am. <clears throat> when my sisters got married for the first time, I had real brothers. Oh, man. With Monoli being my sister, Dimity's high school partner, and being around for a very long time. That's beautiful, mate. So I know what you mean. Isn't that great? They've been together a really long time. So, yeah. Um, God, I don't even know how long they've been married for, but they've been... They were like high school sweethearts yeah. and then she went away to uni for five years and yeah. he was still in the picture. He, she's, she's in Perth. She was in Perth. Yeah, he was yeah. in Darwin. Yeah. Um, oh. They thing, kept it together through yeah. that. Yeah, they've kind of just kept this thing going That's impressive. Forever. That's impressive. Um, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. But he would always... He he was big <coughs> on rap. I was not really mm. big on anything. I'm pretty mm. sure I was listening to like Limp Bizkit, which um, you could consider rap, but... Yeah. Um, uh, yeah it definitely had its a, time and place for sure. It's a very quiet era of my life. Um I do know the album spec. All no, no, really chocolate well. starfish yeah. or whatever it's called. Yeah, uh, hot dog. Sig significant other was the one. Significant other with nineteen ninety nine yeah. on it. That was a good album. No, no, that's. Um, but you know, my introduction to, you know, Tupac and Biggie was through, mm. through Manoli, my my mm -hmm. brother in law, mm -hmm. um, who was very much Tupac. Listened to a lot of Tupac, mm. uh, and then my friend Stuart, who I mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. who would listen to a lot of Biggie. So between them, I kind of got mm. this, the musical knowledge mm. and then I would continue on, on yep. my own from that. So they lit the fire and then yeah. you just... Yeah, yeah, I guess that's yep. the best way of explaining. Yep. Um, Thank you. So, yeah, he... I don't know. He just... It's not like he ever indoctrined me into listening to it. Or, Manoli. Yeah. Yeah, it was just around. But it was just he liked yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I would listen and kind of went... Huh. I actually yeah. don't mind this stuff either. Yeah. Um, sadly, by the time I kind of got myself on board being older and in high school, Tupac had been dead a very long time. Yeah, okay. Um, I do remember watching on Rage the film clip because... For this Yeah, song. this was released after he passed. 
Oh, so so, so, yeah, so this so is a posthumous film, release. Yeah, in, the, oh, yeah okay. so the music film clip is pretty yeah. much just, it looks like a, a pretty cheap slideshow pretty yeah. much. Of like photos fading in and but out. But it's a montage of, of him. Of just photos of him yeah. and photos of the old album yeah. covers and right. things like that. Um, but I just found it to be, I don't know, the lyrics are they're very clever. Okay. Um, and I think it's it's the way that he's run the sample track. Yeah. Up the beat. Yeah. Quite a bit. Added added quite a bit of drum to it. Was it and then wrapped over the top of it. I don't know. It's just a just a perfect mixture. Well, I, I confess to not knowing much about Tupac. Mm-hmm. Was he was he a producer as well as a rapper? Was he like a Kanye Kanye for the uh, no for that? no no? So back in the day, you had the two. You had the two, like the East Coast, and East Coast, West Coast, Coast yeah, and the Bloods and the Crips mm-hmm. and, and everything <coughs> from there. And at a time, they're friends, and then they're not, and then mm. they go apart. Tupac gets shot. Well, they're friends. Tupac gets shot, blames it on Biggie. They released oh really diss tracks. So yeah. Biggie got blamed for that. Yeah, yeah, oh. and then released songs. So there's a whole chronological timeline through music of mm. them expressing where they are at this point in time and yeah. what they think of the other person, and right. you can see who's slept with who and who oh. shot who and who's a who's a pussy and who's a bitch oh. and who's a whatever. Um, so it's like a running score throughout yeah, the much, whole... Yeah, pretty much. Oh, wow. And it was probably one of the best documented beefs because it produced so much great music as well. Yeah. Um, but they weren't... They, they, they were the... Were they both they performers? They were both the artists, Right, yeah. not the guys no. in the studio making so the beats you had, happen. you had Tupac being a blood, the red. Right. Um, and he was produced... At, at the end of his life, he was produced by Suge Knight. So Suge Knight right. was he owned uh, Death, Row Death Row Records. So Suge Knight, I found his music to be really basic. Mm. Like his his level of production is mm. basic. Um, it was very much you know you 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 loop your your track, mm. you rap over. Right, the okay. It's running off you go, it's, rap yeah, over it. It's, it's one hundred one yep. of production. Sure. Um, and obviously he's a he's a pretty notorious blood as well, gang mm-hmm. member as well. Mm-hmm. He's now doing time for everything else, but whatever. That's that's one thing. Then you had kind of NWA was this middle ground, yeah, which was you know uh, Ice Cube, yeah, Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre was producing. Dre was the producing genius. Amazing, amazing producer. Yeah. Funnily enough, doesn't actually do all of the productions, but right. it's a different story again. Huh. Um, so you had them in the middle when they were. They were so did Dre? So sorry, are you saying that Dre also produced some of um, some of? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've got big in my head. Um, Tupac's stuff. Well, like California Love. Yeah, that yeah, that, that huge, that's, huge that's, song. That's, that's Dre. That's Dre. Oh. Yeah, and he actually raps in it as well. So oh. towards the end of his life, I think T- Tupac um, kind of found that there was more to life than just being produced and, and controlled by Suge Knight. Mm and was kind of branching out into things on his own mm. and got shot okay. conveniently, which is why okay. there's so much okay. theory about, you know, So it's like, you, 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 you're not going to leave me, is, yeah. the, is the alleged yeah. thing. So apparently it's, you know, Suge Knight set up the hit and he oh, okay. held him against the door and that's why Suge Knight didn't get shot or got shot once and two oh, bucks so the shit, brunt of it. Right, so right. There's, there's, there's a whole I guess there's a Wikipedia thing about yeah. this. So we can yeah, and if you watch the documentary, you, yeah. you go down that path. And then Biggie's side of things is that he was produced by Puff Daddy, who at the time oh. was called 
think it was uh, just Puppy. Sean, Sean Combs or... Yeah, yeah. so uh, mm-hmm. he's changed the name several times. Yeah, yeah it's hard to keep This up. was before P. Diddy and J. Lo. Right. So he was... Thank God he got terrible. rid of the Diddy bit. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. Um, there, his production, like Puffy Productions, that were Bad Boy Records. They this were is called. East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Much better. Much uh, better sounding. And okay. I'm pretty sure that's where the, the seed for what we would consider your R&B and that comes from. Right. I think it's more puffy and a gentleman named Scott Storch, mm-hmm. who's the piano man who we talk about another time if you want. Mm. Um, they produced so much. Mm. Them and, and then obviously Dr. Dre as well. And that's, it's that, I guess from the, from the deaths of these guys mm. um, came the birth of, I guess, their, their ideas of what rap is and, yeah. and, how they conduct yeah. both the production of the music and also the rapping and what they were rapping about yeah. changed. Yeah. And then it took like a, like a kind of a seedy um, path on sex and pimps yeah, and some drugs. Yeah, some of that gangster rap stuff. That's, and that's where the gangster kind of came mm. through because then they didn't really have their, their figureheads anymore. Mm. They'd both kind of been killed. Mm. So the, it, went, it went down that path for a bit. And then I think it's kind of petered out now into good... Pretty good stuff. Oh my stuff gosh. with a stuff with a message again, which is what yeah. Tupac changes yeah. is all about. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's well, once again, well before its time. Yeah. Because he, that's why people are always like Tupac's still alive because yeah. his things like he could see the future and he was rapping about things in the future. Was he? Re- was he? Was it? I mean, was it at all? So kind of civil rights uh, kind of flavor. Was that? Was that what he would rap about? He was um, really fight the establishment in some way, I guess oh, is the best way okay. to call it. Okay. Um, but that being basically yeah. white Anglo-Saxon Protestant, yeah. you know, sort yeah. of, that runs America. But then at the same time, the song is, you know, that that's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. Mm. Um, you know, just just the use of some of his lyrics in it, are just, mm. it's just really intelligent. He's just mm. a super intelligent man. Hmm. And although I love Biggie music, like, Stuff that the sound of it, the beats, the production. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is much more entertaining to listen to as a whole. Right. Tupac changes this one song is just so intelligent that it just mm. far surpasses right that level. Thanks, mate. Because because yeah. what you've just done with that that really beautifully delivered um, speech explanation, whatever you want to call it, is you you encapsulate what you said earlier on when I asked you about whether you listen to things in depth or mm. you know. Or sorry, it wasn't depth and breadth. It was the lyrics versus, and you said it depends, and you mm. just explained exactly why it depends. Mm. You know, yeah, uh, with reference to a Biggie oh, and Tupac. Thank you. So let's let's listen. At least I'm to, making sense. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. His changes. In the morning and I ask myself It's life worth living, should I blast myself? I'm tired of being poor and even worse I'm black, my stomach hurts so I'm looking for a purse to snatch Cops give a damn about a negro Pull a trigger, kill a he's a hero Get it to the kids who the hell care One less hungry mouth on the welfare First ship them, don't let them deal with brothers Give them guns, step back, watch them kill each other It's time to fight back, that's what Huey said Two shots in the dark, now Huey's dead I got love for my brothers, but we can never 
never go nowhere unless we share with each other. We gotta start making changes. Learn to see me as a brother instead of two distant strangers. And that's how it's supposed to be. How can the devil take a brother if he's close to me? Uh, I let it go back to when we played as kids, but then change. That's the way it is. Come on. Come on. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. That's just the way it is. Oh, yeah. I want to be, only way I've, I've been practicing my whole life to live my life is to be responsible for what I do. I don't know how to be responsible for what every black male did. I don't know. I, yes, I am going to say that I'm a thug. That's because I came from the gutter and I'm still here. I see no changes. All I see is racist faces. Misplaced hate makes disgrace to racist. We under. I wonder what it takes to make this. One better place. Let's kill waste to waste it. Take the evil out the people. They'll be acting right. Because both black and white and smoke. Tonight, and the only time we chill is when we kill each other. It takes skills to be real time to heal each other. And although it seems heaven sent, we ain't ready to see a black president. Uh, it ain't a secret or concealed a fact. A penitentiary's packed and it's filled with blacks. But some things will never change. Try to show another way, but you're staying in the dope game. Now tell me what's a mother to do. Being real don't appeal to the brother in you. You gotta operate the easy way. I made a G today. But you made it in a sleazy way. Sell it back to the kids. I gotta get paid. Hey. And still I see no changes. Can a brother get a little peace? It's war on the streets and a war in the Middle East. Instead of war on poverty, they got a war on drugs so the police can bother me. And I never did a crime, I ain't have to do. But now I'm back with the facts, giving it back to you. Don't let him jack you up, back you up, crack you up, and pip smack you up. You gotta learn to hold your own. They get jealous when they see you with your mobile phone. But tell the cops I can't touch this. I don't trust this. When they try to rush, I bust this. That's the sound number two. You say it ain't cool. My mama didn't raise no fool. And as long as I stay black, I gotta stay strapped. And I never get to lay back. Cause I always gotta worry about the payback. Some buck that I roughed up way back. Coming back after all these years. That's the way it is. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. That's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. That's just the way it is. Oh yeah. Something will never change. A total sort of I don't call it it's not a U-turn, but a, a, a diversion mm. into the red hot chili peppers. Although it's not, although it is. And what I mean by that is 
you know, the Chili Peppers started out, they came from very, they, they fused famously funk and rap, mm. hip hop, basically because Anthony Kiddis couldn't mm. sing very well. Yeah. Apologies, Anthony. Um, but he, I think he even mentions that. I think he's, he's coming to terms with it, yeah. he's, I think he's made his peace yeah. with that, that and the 500 million yeah. in the bank. Yep. But, you've, you know, so you've described your love of mm. rap and hip hop, mm -hmm. but instead of going for early Chili Peppers, you know, pre-Mother's Milk, even when, the, when there was much more of that, even Bloodshot, Sex yeah. Sugar Magic. You've you've gone with um, a song off of um, By the Way, right? Is, mm -hmm. that, is that the album? Yeah, it By is, the yeah. Way, which I think was when Anthony Kiedis was now clean and and he he, he controlled a lot more of the writing. Mm. Pro Sorry, did I say Anthony Kiedis? I meant um, John Frusciante. Yeah, Frusciante, however you say his name, was now clean and controlling much more of the the writing process. Yeah, it was much better clean, whereas he, Anthony was much better not clean. Right. So when Anthony was it's in the throes of his thing his thing, well, no, no, no. Um, it's a it's a difficult conversation to have. I think the artist may struggle with that, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, I don't want to stop drinking two bottles yeah. of vodka a day because what if the muse leaves me? Yeah. But that's interesting. Yes, so you came out straight away with a with a. You've obviously thought about that. So so you can hear how the music changes over. So John albums. John got clean after blood. Blood Sugar Sex Magic, I, I think. think so. And Went away for some years. Yeah. Came back. And, and this album is a lot more melodic, kind mm. of softer, right? Yeah. And, and, and you like that? I do. And in fact, um, which version of the song did you... Oh, well, I've gone, uh, I've got, I've gone for the... Um, the album. The album. Recording, which is yeah. the one I probably listened to the most. Yeah. That and... There's the concert live at uh, oh. Slain, Slain, Sloan, 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 Castle, Sloan Castle in Ireland. It's an amazing concert. And oh, he was so good in there. Oh, is that the? Amazing we can put the version no, on. No, the... no, no. This is the one we picked. Oh, um, okay. I don't know if you'd listen to that one. I well. haven't. No. He John's amazing in it. John it's, is it's, amazing. Full stop, man. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and I was lucky enough to get to see them, which is, which is good. Were you at the concert night? I saw them here in Adelaide. Uh, so you Not saw Clean same. John? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I saw Clean Everybody. Shall I tell you when I saw Chili's? When? Don't say. 92, man. Really? 92, 93. I saw the, I saw the Blood Sugar Sex Magic that's, Tour. That's like the golden years. You were like four years old, though. Yeah. Oh, anyway that's not about me that, it was well for me yeah. what an amazing experience for no you. it was pretty amazing I think I saw I think Rollins supported him I think Rollins was the support mm. act and then Killers I saw um, and I saw Beasties with um, oh, anyway it doesn't matter cool. doesn't matter um, but I want to explore what you just said about should we call it John Frusciante or John Frusciante Frusciante or something yeah if it's okay. Italian it should be alright let's call him John Frusciante because it's your interview um <laughs> I mean, I know what the guitar world thinks of him. Mm. Uh, you know, he's he's held in extremely mm. high esteem. You know, mm. uh, but you something about him when he's you said he's clean. He came back, and and what did you get from him when he's like that, and how amazing he was? I don't know, just the clarity and how yeah. he would play. Right. I guess maybe how he feels or how he listens to it is different. Yeah. Musically, I'm not. I'm I'm in no like I wouldn't. No, you are. I you tell me, think, you are. I wouldn't take my opinions too seriously. I'm taking very seriously. Um, there was something about his playing that did it for you. Yeah, like I find that he's, I don't know, the clarity through him playing, maybe the clarity in mine while he's playing seems to <clears> produce <throat> a quality of music that, I don't know, maybe it's just something I enjoy more. I mean, um, that I enjoy more about what he does. Yeah. Uh, whereas you look at someone like Anthony Kiedis and um, 
some of the best stuff that he's produces when he's been completely off the rails in yeah, some way. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's even like Under the Bridge is like every, everybody knows Under the Bridge. Sure, oh, it's, sure. it's about shooting up. Yeah, um, scoring drugs and shit. And I don't know, if, I, I hope most people kind of listen and, and understand or, or kind of follow yeah. what it's about. Or yeah. if, you've, if you read his, is it read an autobiography yeah. or a biography? Mm-hmm. Autobiography. Auto. Um, Anthony Kiedis would talk yeah. about it, yeah. Um, it's an amazing amazing it really is yeah um and you you really do learn to understand him quite a lot more through it it's i don't know it's just done really well um it's like it's almost like the it's like that hand slap against the forehead moment at the end of train spotting where you you know junkie cleans up and then Mm. just can't help themselves and then dips in again you're like no don't do it again i think they're like super super clean now yeah yeah like yeah Heavily into veganism. Yeah, very, yeah. very, very clean people. Well, they've got the um, they've, they've they've got to get their tops off. Imagine that. You look at someone like um, oh God, this is terrible that I can't think of his name. Was it Keith Richards? No, who's which? Who? Which era? Which band? Are we talking about um, Stones? Yeah, yeah. And he just <laughs> he's, he's still. Yeah, I don't know. Does is he still abusive to himself? In no, no. Well, no. He thinks well, the, the the legend has it that he he still he still yes he does he he smokes <laughs> I believe if if Mark Mar- Mark if listen, Mark Maron's uh, interview is any guide he still drink he still smokes Marble Reds and um, mm. the legend is I think that he drinks um, vodka with orange cordial or orange juice but who mm. knows whether he's oh, really that's drinking where I'm going wrong that's orange why I'm juice. getting older and he's getting younger yeah Keith's getting younger no I don't think he's getting younger but okay. alright but <laughs> we can no but I'm saying like you've got like these guys that no, are I get trying it. to clean up I get and it and then you have others that have just absolutely thrashed themselves for yeah. extended I mean Ozzy Osbourne yeah. is, is he's really only there in physical form yeah, I don't. You know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. You know, nobody knows. I mean, it's it's nature and nurture, right? Mm. Um, and 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 famously, you know, Mick Jagger takes incredible care of himself mm. and came from, as far as I can tell, a, a place of extreme genetic, um, you know, predisposition towards health and fitness. Mm. Like he was virtually a sort of yeah. a rubber band when he was a kid. He was like this master gymnast. Right. He could run for miles. He was great, you know, cardiovascular and all that. Um, but I think the benefits of being a multi, multi, multi-millionaire, oh, yeah. you know, in the end have got to have some effect, don't mm. they? You know, if you can afford to live in Malibu <laughs> and, and, you know, surf and, and eat nothing but yeah. fresh pressed juice yeah. and all the rest of it. That somebody else preps for you. Right, so. right, right. Um, but, Going back to John <coughs> Frusciante, Frusciante, um, you said clean um, and, and his sound. And I wonder if you were picking up, I mean, he doesn't just do this. He, mm. he sometimes uses a bit of distortion overdrive with his mm. guitars, but he his thing is that Fender Stratocaster with that mm. crystal tone, you know, and the confidence to to play those really sort of mm. jagged angular lines. Is that what you're picking up on the yeah. actual sound of his guitar yeah. as well? Yeah. Because that's interesting. It's like as I've said, I'm no I'm I'm not super cluey. I just I know what I know, I like what I like. You like what you like, you know um, what you like. And I don't I don't intend to come off as You're anything not, other than that. Would you stop apologizing? Um, no, no, I or just prefacing your comments with no, disclaimers. This is, you know, we're talking here about music <laughs> and I just uh, you know, 
Are you kidding service me? announcement. I, I don't actually know a lot. Oh, I know about my music. Seriously. Um, That's not me saying I like that building over there. Uh, you know, and you and you saying, dude, you can't talk about you liking that building. You're not a you're not a construction expert. You know that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yes and no. I guess. All I, right. All right. You're I being self-effacing. No, no like uh, music's one of those things that I think people take very very passionate. Of course. It, you get the the very passionate, and then you get the very ignorant. And I don't want to come off as sounding <laughs> overly passionate or overly overly ignorant. You know, there's a difference I'm between. I just, uh, just um this. There's a difference between passionate. And arrogant, yeah, and and dogmatic. Good point. Good you know, point. you can't talk. You can't tell me if yeah. you can't tell me what's going on in Beethoven's ninth. Yeah. Then you can't tell me yeah. anything. No, come on. Good really? point. Yeah, you know. exactly right. So for anybody that's in that frame of mind, <laughs> suck it because I don't know much about music in <laughs> no, comparison no, no, no. to you. Okay, so well, I tell um, you what. Why don't you tell me about? So you saw Chili's in they were sober Chili's, and you saw them yeah, in Adelaide. In Adelaide, on so this tour, on the no, by the way tour. This was after they released. I've actually stopped listening to them for, I've yeah, recently, so I don't know if they've yeah. released another album. They well, released one not that long uh, ago. Yeah, I, be, I think they've released a couple in the last five years. So now. it would be, it was the one that had, um, God, I don't even remember. This I, I had it in my head a second ago, and now I can't yeah. think of it because I've got... you got this one. Or roughly ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, it was ten years ago. You were a student in Adelaide. Yes, I was. And they played at stadium. They played at um, it's the one in the city next to the brewery there. Wasn't the not the cricket ground? No, no. The oh, yeah, I know what you mean. So it was indoors yeah, that no, in it that huge. Would have been great at the entertainment centre. Um, yeah. but it was at the entertainment centre. I mean, it would have been great at the Oval. At the, the Oval. Yeah, yeah. At um, yeah. Adelaide Oval. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, they're back again actually fairly soon. They're oh, back for the clips. Oh, I've seen so, the posters, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just don't want to pay for a ticket to the Clips to go and see them. Clips was the motor the race. race, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, um, so so one of your best ever gigs you've been to? Uh, yes, because they played this. And I love that you chose this song. Yeah. Because, and, and, you know, again, I, I, don't, I, I don't have this album. I didn't have this album. Mm. Um, but I think it's not even off, off of, by the way, which was, I think, mm. quite a... You know, yeah, big album for them. I think yeah. it was about 2002, 2003, yeah, four about right. or something. But this wasn't even really... You picked um, Don't Forget Me, mm. which wasn't, I think, even one of the bigger songs off no. of it, which I love. Um, yeah. You picked a, a slightly obscure song, and they played it. Mm-hmm. Which I was very happy about. Yeah. it was. That's the thing, because it was... There was so much... In, of new new material for them to go through and then mm. if they're going to encore they're going to encore <clears throat> the things that mm. everybody's going to yell right, at them right. you know yeah um so for them to play something like this where yeah. it's it's really kind of I, i'm pretty sure the people around me no no one was kind of smiling everyone was right. like oh yes I, I was it was it part of the encore this. as well yeah it's, it's oh. they came it, they came so back and, the ones they came yeah back to? Oh, which is really cool very because cool. it was like very cool I don't know. It felt it was it was my moment. It was yeah. the song I was looking for that oh, I was, great. was not yeah. going to get. Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah. All of a sudden, oh, they playing my. It dawned, yeah, and, and, yeah. and that was that was the coolest part about it. I don't think, as far as um, my experience with the Peppers and listening to them and yeah. and everything else, I don't think it'll ever be topped. I think that was about as high as it gets. Right. right. Um, so this, I mean, it might, might have been a good concert, mm. but this 
particular, this yeah. song at that time spoke yeah. to you in the crowd and this made it a great concert yeah. for you. Yeah. Huh. Um, all right, so let's just, I'm just going to, because there's more to it, your, your Uncle Michael again. Mm-hmm. Um, I've listened to all of the Peppers music with my Uncle Michael, worked for family business, then with me when I started working in business, well, down here? No, up there. No. Yeah, no. Darling. I had never owned an album. Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he, would, he would make me huge MP3 CDs. Remember those kids? Mm. With everything that they had produced on them and a couple of live albums. So he's one of these great sort of um, mentor, music mentor yeah. figures that would go, yeah. here you go, listen yeah. to this. Brilliant. Every Everyone needs those, yeah. right? Um, this song always stuck with me. It's not one that's listened to a lot. I was fortunate to see the Peppers in concert and this was played as one of the encores. Tick that one off the bucket list. Mm. Isn't that great? You know, do you, do you see much live music? Do you and Elizabeth go to so no. many gigs? No, well, it's it's quite difficult now. So yeah. we make we make choices. So if someone has to stay home, someone gets to go. You've got Elizabeth's mum. Oh, uh, yeah, but like uh, Elizabeth's mum works quite a bit. And yeah. It's it's not always an easy thing to logistically get. Yeah. I mean, the, the girls are also a little bit younger. That's true. So yeah. yeah, you're at that kind of... Once the age kind of mm. comes on a little bit more, and <clears throat> they just there's a few little life skills left as far as self sufficiency that I'd like to get organised before you're you right. know we, we right. send them out. Yeah. Um, so we, <laughs> nappies we make choices. Yeah. Na- nappies are a huge. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I'd like to just yeah, we, we we'll get that sorted first. But I get <laughs> to I've generally of late yeah I have been spending time with the kids and Elizabeth's been going yeah. to concerts so oh, cool. she's getting her time to go back to so she's and... going out to see because she loves me she loves the music mm. we know that she oh, she's, she's, she's yeah. music is life she told you about the time we went with Tina to a karaoke bar at the end of a long night out oh my goodness yeah. I've heard of quite a few stories of yeah. Elizabeth and karaoke bar I I remember, we'll do that one in her I interview. remember um, when I first met Elizabeth she took me to um, La Singh here in Adelaide. Oh, is that is that karaoke bar? Yeah, yeah that might um, even be it. <laughs> and yeah, that sounds better. Right. Um, and I remember the, the bouncer, like we walked in, and the bouncer was give, like eyeballing me. Yeah. And it was almost as though he was he was giving off that real big brothery kind of vibe. Was it a friendly think, vibe? Um, no. Don't. Don't fuck her over or, or I'll oh, beat you up. Oh, her big brother yeah. vibe. Oh, yeah. gotcha. He was protective towards yeah. Elizabeth. Okay. And I think it's okay. because she... Because she was she a regular. She's, yeah, she's a regular <laughs> and she's just so friendly. I think that she had this little, she little knew family of the, this Thai-owned... In, in the karaoke bar. Vietnamese-owned yeah. karaoke bar oh, in, in the middle great? of the city. So Isn't that great? Yeah. So it's... Yeah, it's I'm, funny. I love singing. Yeah. I am... I love public speaking. I love singing. I yeah. don't love publicly singing. Yeah, okay. It's just one thing. Like she and she just beautiful. She excels. She's yeah. she's in her element when she's yeah. on stage. Isn't that great? So, all right. Uh, so we we'll, we I think I think that will very naturally lead us to how you met your gorgeous wife <laughs> and, and 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 all of that. Uh, but let's 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 listen to this night and just and John John Frusciante is again his guitar work in this, mm. you know, um, is is a thing to behold. I think. Dance 
lots of good stuff we're talking about, again we're talking about we're talking good stuff on the microphone but off it as well you know that that power of music to uh to just give you that punch right in the gut you know in a good way um i just oh man that, that and as i was listening to that again i was picturing you you know i've seen a gig i see queens of stone age nine inch nails in uh in the in the same space that you mm. talked about in adelaide and it's not a great venue to be honest a bit soulless and all the rest of it but I'm just picturing that song, you know, with that mm. amazing looped, clean yeah. guitar. That was the sound of, well, I'm going to guess that was the sound of a neck pickup on a strap into a into an old Fender amp. That's what it sounded like. It's just that real kind of clean, mm. but yeah, creamy, sustained, warm, whatever you want to yeah. call it. And it just built on that loop, didn't it? The whole mm. song, it would have been great live. I was just picturing you standing yeah. there, you know, it transported. It chills up the spine. Yeah. Like I don't, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not someone who gets that sort of sensation yeah. about things all that yeah. often. Um, but it really was like he started, as soon as he wow. played that first yeah. night, you, you know, and you, the hair yeah. all stands up and you kind of go, oh, here, yeah. I, like I, I'm, I get to be here for this. Spiritual experience, is that the sort of yeah. right way? Yeah, I guess. Kind of religious spiritual kind of. yeah kind of um yeah i don't i don't really know what you'd call it are you much of a religious sort of guy now no, you, you know you go along to the thing and you, um, you know your mum's your mum's very much into so this is a conversation that i've had mm. with elizabeth and others as well mm. um religious yes practicing not really mm. um don't get me wrong when times are tough i'm still I'm You're saying, praying. I'll, I'll bust it out every once in a while. Don't yeah, wrong. yeah. Which I guess makes you, I guess, a religious person. You can't. You can't. You're talking you can't to say, the. Oh, I don't believe, but you know. Yeah, I'll just I'll do a prayer every yeah. once in a while. Like yeah. you hedge your bets, kind it, of thing. Call it loose. Yeah, yeah. I guess is the safe way of. Yeah. But you know, I'll, I'll um. Uh, I'm a firm believer in. Um. The power of faith, without mm -hmm. sounding a little bit too. TV evangelical. Yeah, not so. Um, I think that people with enough of that belief can really produce. You, know, you, you might call it a placebo effect, or um, yep. people are able to do amazing things mm -hmm. through it, or amazing and terrible as well. Um, I, I think that there's there's a real strength in having our belief, having yeah. that belief yeah. of something. Uh, whether you want to believe in you know, Christianity or whatever it is, mm. you, you know, this this sort of thing goes back, you know, to pagan gods and Course. the old Greek go mythological gods. You know, we were talking about mythology mm. last night. Mm. And, um, people still picked up swords and shields and ran mm. and sliced mm. and killed each other. Yes, right, in the name yeah. of whatever. Inspired by that. Um, and it's the faith and the belief in mm. either an afterlife or a... a a goal of some sort or yeah well, yeah I, I and i can only imagine that the sort of beauty of the greek orthodox church mm. and and the, you know the and the singing and or, yeah. or incantation whatever you want to say it, that the, it's pretty mesmerizing it's stuff. mesmerizing yeah. and it, of course there's a reason that you know the great cathedrals of the world were built they were, they were supposed to be mm. awe, literally awe-inspiring weren't they yeah. but um you know, we've spoken a bit about the, the importance of family and tradition and, and food and, and getting together and talking, expressing, but that kind of uh, ceremony mm. of the Greek Orthodox Church is, is kind of intoxicating, isn't it? There is a, there's a real, <coughs> um, there is a real power to it. Mm. Like I, I do, 
I do understand. You can feel that. Like I, I was lucky enough to travel. Um, we we did a cruise through the Mediterranean, and we ended up mm. coming down to Turkey as well. So we got to stop in Constantinople. Yeah. We went to um, yeah. Hagia Sophia, which is I don't know what they call it now. Um, well, that's what it is called. But yeah. You've got the Blue Mosque, and then you've got Hagia Sophia, which yeah. is the was the centre of the Greek Orthodox right. Church. Right. Um, that's that's in. Constantinople, is it really? Or Istanbul, yeah. Um, And so obviously there's been many different wars fought over the same place. Mm. Many many people killed from both sides Mm. of of whatever you want to call it. Um, The church now is under restoration, or it was at the time. I'm assuming it still is because it's massive. Mm. Um, But when the Ottoman Empire went through the last time, they, they obviously covered up all the walls with slabs of marble, turn mm. it into a mosque, mm. as is the, their way, that is, as is what they were doing at the time. At least they didn't smash the thing to the ground. Well, that's it. But what's behind us is effectively pretty pretty damaged anyway. Mm. But it was all gold tile, like small, mm. they're mm. like a centimetre by a centimetre gold tiles. Wow. And this, you've got to see this, the sheer size of this place. Yeah. How anybody managed yeah. to do any of these yeah. things is just amazing. And all in the name of, of yeah. faith, of religion. Yeah. Um, you get emotional like it is whatever spirituality you you want to mm. follow or mm. don't even if you don't it's the same feeling you get going into like, assisting chapels and things like mm. looking, looking up at michelangelo's works which i was fortunate enough to get to see as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i guess that's probably not a good example given that it is also a religious structure let's look at say like the palace of versailles sure i got to go there for my anniversary we were in we we're in paris um and we went out to versailles for the day and it's no matter how you look at it, it's still mm. there's still that that power that that um, it's an, it's such an amazing thing. Look what humans can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think the reason I I chose to say Versailles and 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 compare it is that I guess maybe the the, the power is is still there in in other ways. Like yeah, right. Versailles is not religious. Mm. The Greek church is. Um, <clears throat> so that's that's where the the grey area of religion and you know like the the power is the power is still there in a non-religious structure I guess mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to say and so you can you can kind of get caught up into what religion is and the power of it in that sort mm-hmm. of way when you go mm-hmm. into these churches and you go wow this is amazing um, and that's why I guess I'm more drawn to the to the idea of of the faith of, like because it, it created these sorts of amazing structures mm. that um, all for something that people have never, I guess, never really seen, mm. know about, talked about, mm. spoken about, told to by somebody else. Um, it's also really cool religion. Religion is very cool in some ways because, uh, like, with Greek Orthodox, like, a lot of it's in ancient Greek. Mm. I don't understand it. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. yeah so that's because it's it's been carried for so long. Yeah. Um, Greek Orthodox or Orthodoxy in general is mm. what, they were one of the first people to re- recognize Christianity. Yeah. Um, which makes them older. Yeah. So there's like, there's like the Ser- we, we spoke yeah. about Nicholas. There's the Serbian Orthodoxy. Yeah. There's the Coptic. Yeah. There's the Greek. You know, it's Russian Orthodox. Yeah. So and it's what makes it pretty cool is that sort of that that 
that age to it. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's yeah. a pretty cool drop. It lends it certainly lends yeah. it a sort of sheen of uh, of of solidity. You know. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. You know, I always think of the People's Front of Judea, you know, and the Judean People's Front from uh, Life of Brian, you know. When you start to think about the factions of church mm. and, and all the rest of it, it's, um, I don't know. Religion's a tough one. To, we've, I've sort of, that was that was about as, um, uh, you know, eloquent a response as I can imagine because it's so hard to just, mm. to touch on religion, isn't it? Yeah. You know, to sort of, to just sort of go, oh yeah, you know, this, and not make a, it's not really the sort of subject that lends itself to a one-liner, is it? No. You know? You know. No, it's not, but and that's why you know you can enjoy you can enjoy religion, but I don't think a lot of people do. <laughs> it's, it's not something that people find enjoyable. Well, you know, those atheists aren't enjoying themselves much either, from no, what I can see. It's say. still a religion in some ways. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You it's know. a cult anyway. Yeah. I, you Which know, is what most people think other religions right, are. Right, right. So other other people's religion. Yeah. And you know, I don't. So. You know, live and let live, right? But uh, yeah. and and. There's plenty of people who listen to this that are atheists and, uh, and and whatnot, but but um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like every time I see, um, you know, who's the guy that wrote the Blind Watchmaker? Um, you know, the, the sort of poster boy for atheists. Oh, gee, I've forgotten his name now. You know, mm. just seem pretty upset about stuff. You know, mm. pretty angry. Christopher Hitchens, uh, rest his soul, um, would get quite heated. Mm. I saw I saw him recently. Just uh, you know debating a you know a, a chief rabbi and it just oh man it just you can see where all of this these walls and things come mm. from this sort of people get so heated up about about what's what should be a kind of joyful um mm. comforting thing right yeah so you just but you just blow my mind a little bit because i always assumed that when i got married um in a greek orthodox church in red hill uh it's my gorgeous wife <laughs> That, that that all the all the members of her family understood what the hell the uh, father Tatsis was talking about, but no. Uh, with the with most churches now, yeah, I find that they do try and give you bits in English and that that broken. Like even my wedding, really? the priest that we had um, here in Unley, yeah, um, he would do parts in English and he was really? he was quite modern. I don't remember that. Um, whereas the priest in Darwin is very. Very strict, traditional. Very, very traditional. Mate, there which was, is fine. There was no English in my wedding. I'm, <laughs> really? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, there was. So it was. Br- it was beautiful. I, I, you know, it's not about me. But I mean, mm. I just remember, I remember being. I tell you what, it does, does do, and and it, religion does this right. Is that, um, and there was like a beam. I'm not kidding you. It was beautiful. Have you been to Red Hill on the Mornington mm. Peninsula? Beautiful church, mm. completely. Uh, you know, in the middle of of this kind of lush, yeah. you know, environment. Um, you know, rolling fields, horse stable, mm. everything. But there's this Greek Orthodox church, yeah. and this beam of this beam of light—I kid yeah. you not—was coming through. And Father Tatsis, who looks exactly like Topol from Fiddler on the Roof, <laughs> such a charismatic man, right? And I'm just—it just—it was just—you yeah. didn't have to be religious. It was just mm. incredible. Mm. You know, this and guy is, yeah. got the crowns, got the walking around yeah. there—it's—it's got so much more. Symbolism and yeah, so much more of a symbolic and history, ceremony. right? Yeah. You know, you know that thousands of years yeah. people have been standing where you're standing, yeah. figuratively. Yeah. You know, yeah. hearing uh, the same words, hearing the same words, yeah. probably feeling similar things. Mm. We're, we're we're being joined together for the rest of our lives. Mm. You know that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, you love it. Like I love that. My favorite part is the um, the you know they they put the rings on your head and they're tied. Yeah, together I, I, with I the do. Ribbon and you, yeah. You have to swap them yeah, out. Yeah. I really like I like 
Yeah, I think it's just a really cool. Yeah. Like as far as some symbolic side of things go, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's gorgeous, cool. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, we've got the ribbon. But Luke, you know, Tina's brother, Luke, mm. placed the uh, yeah. the crowns on her head, and he and got to that. do the old switcheroo. He did the switcheroo. Yeah. And then, it's cool. Then we did the laps yeah. of the thing. All right. Okay. What do we got? Song seven, mate. We're we're, we're tearing of, through them now. Speaking of weddings, three forty-four. Tell me how, when <laughs> you met Elizabeth. I actually met Elizabeth um, by accident. Hmm. I guess is the best way of describing it. Hmm. Um, I I got in touch with through the wonders of Facebook, which I now <laughs> am now not a part of anymore. Good man. Christ. Good man. Um, well done. But this is when it was non-invasive. This was just a way of connecting with people. Yeah, sure. Um, I got in touch with uh, a, high, a girl that I went to high school with. Mm. Uh, we weren't we weren't super close friends, but we were good friends. We had classes mm. together. Mm-hmm. I see um, you both in Adelaide. We were both in Darwin, oh. and then we'd both come down to Adelaide. Oh yeah, separately. Yeah. Right. Through no contact, we we'd not spoken to each other to each other in years. Yeah. Um, and then we got in contact. I don't even remember who instigated or, mm. but she said, it would be so great to catch up with you. Mm-hmm. And I said, it would be so great to catch up with you. Uh, she said, I've got my, I'm coming with my flatmate. You really should meet her. She's uh, such a nice, great girl. She's yeah. amazing. You'll really like her. Yeah. You know, where are you guys? And I said, okay, we're at this pub. Yeah. Why don't you come and meet us here? So I, we were lining up. I, I'll never forget it. We were lining up outside the pub to go in, yeah. and they happened to be two or three people in front of us. Your friend we, and her flatmate, yeah, or friend, yeah. yeah, yeah. My friend, my friend, and my what's now, her name? What's my her now name? wife, what's Emma. Emma, okay, Emma. Well done. Big, yeah, no, big she part, knows. Big part in your story. <laughs> so, depending on the day, I get to either curse her or praise right. her, <laughs> and I'm sure Elizabeth yeah. does the same. Um, so we we kind of got to talking, and then once yeah. we kind of got you and Elizabeth inside, got you and Elizabeth got so she's Elizabeth's yeah. couple, of, couple in front of you. Yeah. She's got the big black hair. She, yeah, you, the, she had the boots on. You got the boots, yeah, on. The boots on. Oh my Jeez. goodness, she's she's she's, she's she's looking hot. Yeah, oh, always has. She's got the va va boom. Yeah, and I'm, I had to fight him off with a stick that oh, night. Man. Yeah, there was guys um, everywhere. So we we went inside and we just we just got chatting and there was nothing there was nothing about it that was um unique in any sort of way mm. other than it was just two people chatting mm. but i'd say oh i'm really into this and she'd go me too mm. and i know that everybody says that no but, no 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 oh no no, no like you sometimes know, like, it's opposites right yeah no but like and we are very opposite yeah. in so many ways um but you know how people always try and find that common ground. You know, it's okay. the best way to kind of oh, you mean that connection with when anybody oh, meets yeah, somebody. Of course, you, you yeah. Like mm-hmm. Crusts on your sandwich as well. Wow, Let's find something so, we've got in common. So similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just so many things about it mm. that made us very similar. Mm. Um, and I just remember immediately clicking and just thinking, like, this is this. There was, this there was is the one. There this was something. This really, gonna, this is going to be pretty amazing. This is the one straight away. I, I'm pretty sure I. Yeah. It was in the back of my mind, like even after meeting her that first day, that first night, <clears> that <throat> I kind of went, like she's she's immediately special. There's something very special about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we all ended up um, going back to 
Emma and, and Elizabeth's place mm-hmm. um, where like everybody, we all went back. Like yeah, there was, there was a whole group the, of people. From the students, um, this is student friends. Yeah, this was students. So this was some of my <laughs> friends, like my flatmate mm-hmm. and all the bits and pieces because we were at a local pub of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the pub? It was the Oxford, mm-hmm. the Ox in North Adelaide. Okay. I was living at the time in Holden Hill. It was mm. the only place that would rent to five uni boys. Right. Nobody else was stupid enough to do so. <laughs> yeah. And and they were right. With good reason. And they were right. Yeah, we lost sure. every single cent of our bond. Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure they saw us coming, though, and I'm pretty sure they cleaned us out. Oh, but that that's a trick. different yeah, story. Yeah, that old... Yep. Um, yeah. But... <laughs> so we went to the Ox in North Adelaide, which is just a place that we would frequent quite often, having yeah. lived in North Adelaide for three years before that. Um, so... It was all of her friends and the other people that lived in, in her uni accommodation and, and me and my friends. And we all kind of went back to uh, where they were staying, their, their uni accommodation. And we kind of stayed on for a little bit longer. And we just, there was, we just clicked. Yeah. It was just a click. And so you and Elizabeth hung that whole night chatting. Yeah. So we hung out yeah, that whole yeah, night yeah. and then the occasional having to dodge someone who was trying to talk to elizabeth as well or trying to yeah. avoid my flatmates who are really annoying yeah um and so yeah we got to spend we got to avoid enough people that we could get to know each other a little yeah, bit better yeah. and then we went back there and elizabeth made me a cup of tea and then she went to bed and yeah. i slept on the couch and and that, that oh, was so you woke up the next it. morning in the same house yeah yeah but she she went to bed and there was, there was no, that's, that's that was, clear. There that was, was no hanky panky yeah. gym, Helen, if you're listening. No. <laughs> and it wasn't even for that that I'm saying. It's just. Emmanuel was, Emmanuel I don't know. Was a I gentleman. just. I just oh, it wasn't even me that was a gentleman. It was just the, the way Elizabeth conducted herself. Sure. She, She's a lady. She was just Elizabeth, and that's the best part about her. But then you got that. Because then, I mean, you know, with the deepest respect, a lot of men and women feel attracted to each other when there's a few drinks and a few laughs mm. going on. But the next morning you wake up in the cold light of day. A little and, bit the worse for wear. Yeah, and then we kind of just said, well, what's your number? I think Elizabeth said, yeah. well, what's your number? Oh, great. And I said, yeah. okay, well, here it is. And great. so we, we exchanged numbers. And <clears throat> then there's that awkward, like, not, this part wasn't awkward. But we said our goodbyes and, and I, I left. And um, But then there's that awkward, oh, how long do you wait for? How oh, long's yeah. cool? How long's annoying and, and yeah. ignoring? Yeah, and, sorry. and it's just this, it's such a terrible thing. God, I do not miss any of that. So what, who made the first call? I did. Oh, man, that's it. Well, so no. I messaged. I oh, think text. I it was a text. Yeah, yeah it was a text. Uh, um, yeah, it, was, oh, it, was, it was cool. You whippersnappers. It's cool. easy cool. for you guys. I pre- I'm a, I'm, I much prefer calling, just in life in general. Okay. I'm very, very much a talker. Um, <laughs> if you haven't noticed yet, um, so I text and then I just didn't hear back. It was just oh. silence, and I thought, "Shit, oh dear, what yeah. have I done?" That's the first thing. That like, you oh thought, "What God, have I like, done?" What, what's happened? Like, not I really. Th- no, but like what? Not she's playing it cool, happened? or she's disorganised and uh, lost the phone. By the third day, I was kind of in the. What oh, have it I was done? Three days. Yeah. One text or multiple? I think I was trying really hard, and maybe two. There may have been a. Hey, is like, not 20 though. No, no, no. Well, she's not going, oh, this no. guy's No, totally now I'll send her 20 texts. Yeah, It's okay. different. It's different, you're married now. So yeah. Okay. Um, but I, I tried super hard, but it was like eating my brain up. Like, right. my God. Really? Like, you were, well, because I thought we had you this. Had the, you're, you're, I can see it now. We you, had this really great You think a lot, don't think, you? Oh, goodness. 
You've got to turn off those yeah, thoughts. It's hard, isn't it? If I exercise my body as much as I did my brain with thinking like right, that, right, I right. would be running marathons. It's a blessing and it's a curse, Maybe. right? Maybe, yeah. Um, so it was kind of, you know, it was like, what, what happened? Oh, yeah. You know? You and then she got it. back in touch with me and, and in true Elizabeth fashion, it was like, oh, sorry I didn't reply earlier. My, <laughs> my phone fell down the back of the couch. And it was like, oh, my God. Phew, like, wow, yeah. what, you know, what a relief. It, and it, it, like, it, that's up. a long time to be catastrophizing, right? For three days you're uh, going, but I'm like, she's the one and she's not answering my two well, text messages. I guess, I guess it wasn't as far as the one. That makes me sound... Um, I feel a little Don't bit crazy. No, no, way. seriously. It's, um, believe me, just leave it the way but it, was, it, was, it was. It was romantic. Yeah, it was. It was this. We I mean, really we got along so well, and it was really yeah, amazing. And then, yeah. then I didn't hear from her, and it was like, oh my goodness. But then now, now that I understand Elizabeth a little bit better, it's it's just Elizabeth. Just a little bit of just a little bit of absent-mindedness. Oh, just. No, just Elizabeth. I wouldn't even call it absent-minded. She's just, she's just annoying. Her. She's annoying. Is that what you're saying? Nah. You're saying that she's, nah. she's a bit scatty. Not really. She <laughs> walks to the beat of her own drum. <laughs> That's a good way of putting yeah. it. There we go. Well yeah. done. I was trying to entrap That's, you there. I need to. You know, I, was I need to be you. more like that, though. Do you? Because I, yeah, because I'm really anal is the right word. Like I'm really like no, no, it's got to. Yeah. It's got to be that way. Okay. I'm, I'm really, like, I'm OCD with my hands. Like, the, yeah. I, I fidget. I have to do, if I do it on one hand, I do oh, it on... Oh, yeah. Only sometimes. Like, I'm not, uh, yeah. I'm not like a... I'm not, it doesn't... I'm like not sure anal, I'm not life. sure anal's the right term no, for it. No, it's not. And it's not OCD. You know what it is? You, you're just describing, sorry, you're just describing a little bit your granddad and your nan in uh, yeah. in Sydney, right? Yeah. Aren't you? Yeah. Uh, is there a little bit of a parallel? Well, so. you know, your 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 ballet dancing, artistic, creative, yeah, I guess. Uh, grandmother, I guess. You know, your precise uh, butcher, mm. you know, hardworking, providing uh, grandfather mm. in Sydney. Is that is that? He works a hell of a lot harder than I did. Uh, but but uh, yeah, yeah, I guess there's okay. that creative, and then that really yeah um, basic. I guess yeah. without trying to, and that's not an insult. It's a to broad brushstroke, yeah. isn't it? It's a broad yeah. brushstroke. Um, but yeah, in a lot of ways, I guess. Like I used to always call us a bit like that. And you remember the show Dharma and Greg? I, I yes, I know the one you mean. I didn't watch so it. She's like a hippie, and okay. she's, she's very free spirited. She's free spirited, and, yeah. and he's like this. But that can be a bit annoying though, as well, can't it? The oh, free I'm spirit sure thing. We, yeah, no, I'm sure we both annoy each other equally. Yeah. I would not. Like I, I'm an annoying person. I know. Um, <laughs> Um, this is the point in the interview where I start to become that's fine. facetious. I'm sorry, mate. I'm going to rein that behaviour in, though. Ah, I'm going to bring it back to the beautiful love story of you mm. and Elizabeth. So, so you, um, she finally, so, yeah, she finally finds the phone down the back of the couch. She goes, "Oh, yeah, a couple she of messages." She gets in touch, and then we just, we just started start to hanging, hang out together. And How long between know? cue tight jeans, boots, beautiful black hair, <laughs> yeah. and walking down the aisle in the in the Greek oh, church? What was it? Four years. Four years. Four years courting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, Did you start officially dating soon after she replied to the text message? Yeah, pretty soon after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we both had a pretty good indication of yeah. what, what we wanted and where we were. This is 2007, 8, 9? No, 9. 10. 9, 9. And then you... Do, do you move to Adelaide before you get married or...? or? No. No. Oh, sorry. No, Darwin so, before you get... So Elizabeth was still studying. Yeah. I moved back up to Darwin because I had finished. Yeah. Um... Okay, so you finish your f- 
four years mm. degree. Mm-hmm. Go oh, back, start working with your dad again. Hey, the next day. Next day. Straight into it, picking up those crisp packets off the building sites. <laughs> but now, uh, now no, with a degree. No, we'd upgraded a <laughs> you got, you got a You got an office by this yeah. stage. All right, I get it. No, well, still very much on site, but yeah. uh, I got to call some shots at that Good point. Man. Which this is, is nice. where the this is where the locking of the antlers begins in earnest, is it? Yeah. With, with the old man. This is where the learning begins, I guess. Right. Um, um, okay, so Elizabeth's finishing off her Elizabeth's degree. What off. did she study again? She did a bit of everything. She's done. She did a few. She did a few, teaching, didn't she? She's done English. Yeah. She's yeah. Did a lot. I remember now. Because I, you know, obviously I met her long before I met mm. you through through them being we'll call it cousins, even mm. though they're actually it's Helen. I get it. It's it's the Greek relations. It's the Greek relations. Um, and I mentioned, of course, I mentioned Helen because Helen has listened to a few of these. Helen, mm. good day, and Hi, and and Jim. She's got the best best parents, um, and I've known them for years. Uh, but I'm just playing it all out in my mind. So, you you start dating. You finish. She finished. She's doing more studies. You go back to Darwin. You get married in Adelaide. I went to the wedding. It was great. You go together back to Darwin after the wedding. Yeah. And your children are born, one up there, one down here? Yeah. So Eleanor's is that born right? in Darwin. Yeah. At Royal Darwin Hospital. Royal Darwin. Yeah. Same and place I was born. And Piers down, and Piers Piers born, born down born here. here. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. And, and, and in a nice symmetry, uh, her grandmother is a, a, a midwife. Well, that would be to understand what she does, mm. but she's previously a midwife now, does lots and lots and lots with uh, mm-hmm. maternal child health. Okay. I think we've tried through the, the, the practicalities of it. Hmm. And now we come to the musical choice yep. of, of uh, number seven, your final choice. And, and it's by a band. Last, last interview I did, one, last, two, two, two interviews ago, somebody picked you 2 hmm. And I felt the need to acknowledge that they've become an easy target for a certain hmm. type of musical snob that we both agree before oh, yeah. we do not like. Yep. That kind of thou shalt not like uncool bands. Mm. Thou must listen to this trendy band. Coldplay really get kicked in the nuts. I think so. By the by the sort yeah, of uh, music police, don't they? Yeah. A lot. Yeah. And it's, yet. Yeah, that's a good way. And yet, thank you. And yet, and yet, um, they're a great band. I mean, mm. whatever you think about the more recent stuff or whatever else, but you have picked a more recent stuff mm. song. And I want you to tell me why. Uh, because it reminds me of my wife, pretty much. It doesn't actually remind me of my wedding as much. The oh. wedding was just the release of playing the song, yeah. dancing to the song, yeah. which which was great. And I, I loved every minute of it, even though I, yeah. it was a huge blur. But you did, but, but so I, I, understand, I heard what you just said, but you did, this, you did sit down together and pick this as, the, as well, the song. Well, Elizabeth is a driving force. I, yeah. have to, yeah. I have to admit, like, yeah. I don't know if I'd ever get as far as I would with any of these sorts of things or with, with many things yeah. without Elizabeth. Um, but she would sit, I had, it's just, it's just a memory. It's just a visual picture for me. Yeah. Um, our balcony in Darwin, because we were both living up there together before we got married. Um, our balcony in Darwin, I had this chair that my, my family had bought me. I think it was for my 18th birthday. Mm. And it was, it's made out of old Harley parts, so it's got like the, the wheels on the side and. What's it? Harley parts, yeah, like the, yeah, like the motorbike. It's got like motorcycle wheels on right, the side. Right, right. I know that sounds really weird, but it was it yeah. was this kind of look, 
you know, central talking furniture sure. piece. It's a, it's a discussion yeah. piece. Yeah, so it was this big red leather, <coughs> red leather armchair pretty mm. much mm. that had, it just didn't have a place. Like it's just, it's something you go, wow, that's super cool. Where would I put it? Is this a piece that you had before you? Yeah. Made? Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's one of those pieces that your wife then spends the next few years working out to get rid of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Trying to yeah. slowly move it around until you forget that Yeah, and, and then you say, where's that thing? And she says, oh, that, oh, I think I might send it to the yeah. skip. You told me to get rid to of the, it like four years ago. Yeah, what yeah. happened? Um, yeah, so she would she would go out and she would sit on this chair and she'd have her phone. And it had, you know, like the whole... The motorcycle saddlebags okay. strapped to the side of it as well. And, it's, uh, yeah. I've got to say, it sounds horrible. It, oh, it, it sounds it, terrible. It was. <laughs> it, it was. I don't know. I don't know if you could even describe it as right. that. Well, no, no, you can. It it's made just, out of Harley Davidson motorbike. Yeah, it was just what it was. It's got no business like, being in a house. Yeah, basically. it's just. It has no place. But sure. It's just, you spent a lot of money on it. Place. Um, and it wasn't going anywhere. No. And we. <laughs> And oh, also the brake lights would light up. Oh, plugged it in. classy. Oh, now I changed my mind but completely. I, I never plugged it in. <laughs> um, yeah, can we just say that any chair that you got to plug in, by, by definition, can't be a cool chair? Yeah, can yeah, we agree on that? Yeah, right. yeah we can agree on that. Right, it's the last time I'm going um, to go on about that. But we would, um, she would sit, okay, so anyway, she would on, sit on it with a phone. And play music, any type of music. It was always out there. So um, she'd have the phone resting on the saddlebag mm. and... She'd be out there just hanging out and mm -hmm. enjoying the night. So even if we'd, we'd gone out to town, it'd be two in the morning, whatever, yeah. Elizabeth would come home, perch herself in the chair and plug it in. listen to some music. And No, never plug <laughs> it in. Um, and then she would just kind of, that's where she'd sit. She'd, okay. we'd, we had fairy lights kind of draped. Oh, okay, so it's kind of nice. It, yeah. was, it was cute. Little, it was Prissy. like Elizabeth's little perch, okay. but my, my hideous chair. Mm -hmm. um, so it's the memory is more about her just being there and mm. she would always you know oh, what about this song mm. what about this to song? pick so, a wedding so, dance yeah song. through yeah. this time mm -hmm. we were we were thinking about wedding songs and elizabeth was like everything she was driving for she she helped organize quite well she organized the wedding um <laughs> yep and so she and she's singing yeah and she she found this song and you know i, I remember her going what do you think of this? Yeah. And playing it. And I don't know, there was just a, a moment, uh, maybe not even a look, maybe uh -huh. a feeling, maybe uh -huh. we both felt it. Right. Maybe just I felt it, yeah. for all I know. But I don't know, I've always got that attachment to hearing this the first time and thinking, right. that's the one. Right. So there was, a, there was, a, there was the an unspoken, immediate yeah. synchronicity between yeah. the two of you. This is the one. And I think because there was so much of a, what do you think of this one? No, I don't really. Like right. Like this one. Right. And then it was that agreement. You know, we we heard it. and We both kind of went, mm. yeah, this mm. one. This mm. is the one. This is what we'd like. Yeah. And yeah, making that decision together. And yeah. And if, yeah, from there, it, it was all wedding. Yeah. And and I don't know if you know, but like you know, we were married on a fifth, the fifth of the month. Mm. Um. And oh, sorry, we were married on the third of the fifth. Sorry. Mm. And Eleanor was born on the third. Uh, sorry, on the fifth, exactly nine months. Oh, I see. After. Okay. So okay. It, from that point, it really picked up quite a bit of speed okay, as far as yeah. life and family and yeah. wives and yeah. Um, so from that point on, it's it's been yeah. Life. It's, it's just a, a, new, a, a new ride. Yeah, relentless 
new thing, new thing, yeah. new new experience, family, one kid, two kids, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's a whirlwind, mate. And, and may I say that it, it suits you, you know. Mm. <laughs> you know, I obviously... Thanks. Um, didn't didn't have the pleasure of of knowing you all those years mm. in the past, but you know clearly being and a dad and a yeah. husband really suits you. Ah, oh, it's for as long as I, I remember at my box party, my best friend Stuart, yeah, the guy I've been talking about before, yeah. um, saying mm. like, mate, I, for as long as I've known you, I, you wanted to be a dad yeah. and a husband, yeah, which is which is weird because a lot yeah. of people don't like, especially with men, yeah. they don't want yeah. to. But yeah. I was yeah. like, nah, this yeah. is what I want, yeah. Like Elizabeth always complains, not complains. That's the wrong word, but she always says like you can't you can't wait to be old. Yeah, right. I'm like, yeah, I know. Like it's <laughs> gonna be great. Yeah, okay. You know, the, okay. The crappy part's well, you, behind, and I just get to enjoy. Well, you've got that, and you've got you've already spoken about these powerful images of of um, mentors or mm. father figures or or even admirable. Mm. elders of your community mm. um that that you've always looked up to and respected mm. and everything else so why not you've got positive role models mm. to to shoot for mm. um and and i think i'm just trying to, i've got this completely wrong but i think Stuart in his speech at your wedding actually referenced mm. how much you always wanted to yeah. be married didn't he yeah. didn't it was that part of his yeah. speech wasn't it yeah, it would have been. yeah i remember all right um well, let's listen to Coldplay, and then we're gonna we're, we're at four hours we're gonna then we're gonna trot. We have to. We just have to trot through all of your other choices. Elizabeth and gets to have a big sleep in tomorrow, and I'm gonna have to brave kids for as long as. Possible. Oh, are you kidding me? Her and Tina are having a great time. Yeah. running around somewhere now. They're with each other. <laughs> all right, here we go. Here's his song number seven, Beautiful. and it's called Magic. Yeah, by yep. Coldplay. That's the one.
You know, like, yeah, I'm glad you... That's that's cool. That's very much, for the reasons you said, a time and a place and a person, mm. that being your wedding and Elizabeth and preparing for it. Um, and perhaps not a song um, that a lot of people that maybe just listen to early Coldplay mm. would even be aware of. Mm. But it's, it's, it's really well done. Mm. All right. You're taking Dumb and Dumber <laughs> as your film. I, I really You're did. happy with that choice? Aren't yeah, you? yeah, I am. <laughs> He's very happy. That He's grinning all over his face. I right? am because I, I really looked at this exercise quite literally. This is I was saying this when we yeah, started. Yeah, the space thing. Um, right? I took where I am and my surroundings and what's going on. And you put yourself in that space yeah, station, deep space yeah. station, Gideon. So I didn't just think of it as, oh, what would I pick or what's my favourite? Yeah. It was about what I'm going to be able to continue to yeah. either connect with or yeah. entertain myself yeah. or, or occupy myself you've got with. not just rock side bro you know you're good, yeah, you're good yeah, with man. the whole getting bored with things it's yeah fine. it's not gonna happen still is the same still because if i was still getting to watch that for the first time or right. having forgotten yeah restarted yeah. again <laughs> then it's still gonna be funny yeah for different reasons every time so you just give you good laughs yeah yeah it gives you happiness yeah. it's it's easy and it reminds me of my family. Oh. And it reminds me of my wife as well. Because really? it's, well, it's a movie that I've enjoyed with both both of those major, like both uh, of my, I guess you'd call them both of my family. So sure. the, the family that sure. I was, yep. uh, grew up with and I was born yep. into. And then the family I've created as well. So, um, yeah, that's, that's. Right. And, and it's just, it's kind of stupid and it's got some slapstick moments, yeah. but it's funny and it's and it's all those things like the woman when the woman gets the snowball in the face mm. when his tongue gets stuck to the the, the cold metal yeah. thing do you know the <laughs> the thing that i like about it is that it's you look at movies like billy madison and things like that yeah. which movies that I've, I've watched many times as well they're just effectively they're just silly movies mm. uh don't get me wrong love them yeah uh, Billy Madison is that the is that the golf? It's the Adam Sandler one. Adam Sandler, yeah, like yeah. any Adam Sandler yeah. movie from that yeah. time. So Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore, that's the that's one. the golf one. Sorry, yeah. Um, yep. But Dumb and Dumber is is silly, but it's it's also quite clever. If you yeah. actu- if you actually watch it, there's there's yeah. a real cleverness to the de- the delivery of the joke. It's not it's not just a it's not just a pie in the face. You know, yeah. what I mean? like it's. It's the whole experience, and uh-huh. you can watch it many times and and get really different 
things funny. Yeah. I guess in yeah. it. Like, there's layers to it. Yeah, there's there are there's so many layers in it. Yeah. Same with them. Um, what are they, are they the Farrelly brothers? Farrelly brothers, yes, that's right. You know, and yep. you look at something like um uh, something about Mary. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And it's it's the humour for me is not in I don't know, she's got semen in her hair and standing mm, up mm, and ha ha, that's mm. really funny. Um it's there's just so many aspects to it mm. that that all kind of mesh together really well yeah. and create something that's funny. And if you want to look at it from a very shallow point of view, it you have that funny perspective yeah. from there. Yeah. But if you want to kind of delve deep into why yeah. it's funny or yeah. how, they, how they've set that that joke or that humor up yeah. over so many yeah. conversations or scenes or whatever, then it's got that funny to it as well. So yeah. you could, I'm not going to say that Dumb and Dumber isn't an in-depth movie. It's not. But there are layers. There, oh, yeah. There's a depth to some of the humor yeah. and how it's delivered that you can enjoy um, the art of being funny. Yes, and that's exactly it, isn't it? And there's a there's a there's a art to the precision of setting up those gags. You know, I mean, every every filmmaker that talks on the subject says that comedy is the hardest. Mm. You know, because it's because everything, isn't it? It's yeah. the timing, it's the setup, it's the payoff. Yeah. You know, it's, all right. So good choice. So um, I'm just gonna we're just gonna mm. because we're at yeah 84 hours and 25 minutes so far. Um, I'm gonna just say that I'm just gonna hit the one piece of music. Mm. Six of them go flying out the airlock, and the one that you managed to grab hold of is yeah, I love it, the Acropolis. Right on, bro. Incredible ups and downs holds so many memories for me. You, you even spoke about it a second time. Mm. You love it so much. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut and paste this as well. I've talked to my wife about it, and hope to play it for my kids when they get older. Mm. There you go. Yeah. It's an unintentional tradition that my father had not realised would turn into something that I want to carry on to my kids. Plus, it has no lyrics. I feel that I won't want to set it on fire on the on the, on the the space station. The fire's out anyway, man. It's, that's dangerous on the space station. The Does your dad know that it's become... Have you told him that, that it's become uh, a tradition? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah he knows. Uh, I have his copy in my car. Mm-hmm. He's had to buy himself a new copy. He's worn it out. Yeah, well, I just took it when I left. Oh, you have seen it. <laughs> no, he hasn't worried. He just nicked it. All right. Now, I think you gave me your quote of cover. I've got cover. two. I've you, got two quotes. You, me, you said both follow a similar idea, one being slightly darker than the other. I know which one yeah. I like. Go on, you tell me both. Well, you've got Always Darkest Before Dawn. I love that one. Yeah. And then you've got At Every End is a New Beginning. Right. Both um, inherently optimistic. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also both explain that life is shit too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, either something is darkest yeah. or something yeah. ends. But keep going. Whatever the ending is, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. There is always that. I guess it's that it's that light at the end of the tunnel. But sure. Um, set in a set in a much more creative way. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, so I'll talk about at every end is a new beginning. Um, is a quote that I took. I would probably go with always darkest before dawn. Good. Um. At every end, it's a new beginning. It was a quote that I did. I did eleven days on a. It's like a, a youth leadership building. Mm. Uh, it's called the Lewin. It's a four-mast sail ship. How are we spelling that? Double L E U W W I N. So it's like the French. It's the Welsh Lewin. It's yeah. like Cluin. Yeah. Okay. So yep. it's a it's a four-mast sail ship. Yep. Um, that operates around Australia, and I think it goes up to Indonesia as well. But mm. it was part of this. Um, anti-youth grow and build 
become leaders sort Pos- of thing. Positive yeah. uh, thing so, for groups of... Yeah, so you got to pay and go on this boat and effectively <coughs> you work as a crew. Like you, I know what you mean. And then you do like team building skills yeah. and that sort of stuff as well. I Problem was, solving. Yeah, a bit of that. And you take turns navigating the ship and mm. climbing up the mast and doing sails. and that. It was it was pretty cool. Very cool. So terribly seasick. I was, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've never projectile vomited either so far or so much yeah. in my life. Did you not know that before you got on the boat that you were seasick? I'm not seasick. Oh. After three days, though, I found a way. Uh, I was probably one of the last people to get seasick. Right. Everyone else had gotten it before me and I was huh. I was really, I was holding it off. This is me in a nutshell when it comes to illness. Yeah. I was holding it off. No, I'm not going to. Determined, oh. refusing yeah, to get like sick. Yeah, like I will not do it. Yeah. And then everyone starts to kind of recover and it was like, you're going to spew. No, it's your turn. You're going to spew a lot. <laughs> um, and it was just like we were getting these huge swells yeah. and... And it's fine when you're on the deck, yeah. But it's when you're, yes, when you're pulling sails, yeah. unfurling sails, and yeah. things like that, that you know the the main the centre mast sat. It was like twenty five meters, thirty meters in yeah. the air. It was huge, big boat. Yeah, um, and I remember one of the jobs was was loosening the sails, like untying the sails on yeah. the top mast. Now, as far as my nautical terminology goes so just on. the main sail yeah this is the main sail and this is the the horizontal section sure. so you would obviously with all harnesses and things yeah the life of a sailor is now a lot easier yeah than it was back in the day no scurvy yeah um and so you would you would literally unhook from one and hook onto the other not in that order uh and then you would crawl so stomach over the timber oh and you would be Crawling oh, out to the it. end to yep. undo... Well, your legs are kind of dangling down sort yeah, of Yeah, effectively. But, I mean, there's a guide rope, so you hold, right. your legs are on the rope. Oh, your legs is, are on the rope. It's okay. a climbing rope. Right. And it... It's, it's moving like buggery. It's like, yeah. How many, how many people can walk a tightrope? And, and that's without the ship yeah. going over 50-foot yeah. waves at the time. And so, at the time, the swell... We had three-metre swell uh, front to back. Mm. So... So, it's listing like a bugger. So, it was up going and down. forwards and back. Yeah. And so, with... Pitching, like pitching with, is the term, yeah. isn't it? And with with the height that you're at, mm. a three meter swell is like, it feels like you're fucking yeah. around a marathon in each direction. Like you're just going, yeah. You know, you're going 40, forwards, you go forwards and backwards. Yeah, direction. yeah, yeah. Um, Bit of basic mathematics. Yes, it was, it was just horrible. Yeah. Anyway, you get it done. To make to cut a long story short, one of the last things that they get you to do, or that you're allowed to do, you don't have to. Yeah. Is that on that main sail at the top of the mast, there's a small plaque. And so you climb up because after the... After the crow's nest type yeah, thing. But there's no crow's nest. It's oh. just literally you get up to the top and then there's a small rope ladder which would be half a <clears> foot <throat> in width. <clears throat> and it's that old, hard, like oiled rope. <clears throat> that real stiff. Yeah. It doesn't feel very nice. It's like pitch or whatever. Yeah, it's just pitched rope. Yeah. Um, and you, you climb up. There's like an extra two meters or so of that. Yeah. Obviously, still on. Harnessed. Yeah. Um, and then there would be a meter long section of just maybe two inch round. Pole. Mast. No, the very top. Just metal pole yeah. at the top. Yeah. And then the plaque sits on top of that on a. On no a flag? Section. Flag only. No, they don't put the flag up that high. No. I don't know why. Maybe only if it was skull and crossbones. Mm. Anyway, I'm going from films. But, yeah, so we would. You, it was like so there's a, a little metal, there's a metal bit at the very top yeah. and there's a 
plaque plaque on the on top of it on top of that so it sits facing yep. upwards yeah so you would climb up not everybody did it yeah uh, I did it on the second to last day on the boat right and so you climb all the way up and then you have to unclip from one onto the other and then you're climbing up this pitched rope which yeah. just sucks and then after that you clip onto another one and then you you're literally hugging the yeah. pole and, and this and, and by now you're going 60 meters backwards yeah. and forwards where the thing and is so going. you get to the top god and you look at the plaque and it says at every end is a new beginning <laughs> and so the point of getting up there is to see what's on the plaque yeah, yeah, right, it's, it's, right. you have this profound, you know, this, it's a rite this passage. moment. Uh, um, so they don't tell you what's on the plaque no, until you no. get there. It's like secret. Yeah, and nobody will tell you. Anybody right, that's been up there yeah, won't tell yeah, you. Right, if you want right, to do it, you've got to do it yourself. Thanks for the reveal, by the way. Yeah, so for everybody I'm, I'm, going on the little one. I'm never going on that boat. Sucked in. Um, <laughs> but Okay, so that's, yeah. so that's the great story about that. But still, you would go with It's Always Darkest Before the yeah, Dawn. Yeah, which is a quote from... The Alchemist, which is yeah. also my book. Is that where it's from? Yeah. Oh, well, come on. He didn't make it up. That was no. really 1982. No, it's not. It's he didn't make it up. Right. It's got every, everything Shakespeare. Yeah. It's just, um, probably it's just is, easy. I'm guessing. It's just easy. Yeah. It's, just a... it's always Shakespeare. Um, no, he doesn't, he doesn't take it as his own. No. He says it as an old proverb from... From antiquity. Yeah. So this is Brazilian fella called Paulo Coelho. Is that right? I think it's Coelho. So this came, this was originally written in Portuguese. Yeah. I've heard about it. So many people have spoken about The Alchemist. My uh, mum put me onto it. It's We've like it's one of those books, right? Where the, that's kind of you should read this. Yeah, it's, you know? it's in it's like the, the Power of One yeah, by Bryce like, Courtney or yeah, something. Yeah, like it's the thousand books to read before you right, die. Right, right, right. So what York is it about this seller. book? What what isn't it? Uh, it's it's. This is sound, it sounds silly. I have multiple copies of it oh. that I keep stashed around the house. So I keep one, in my, keep one okay. in my airplane bag because it's been bought for me several times. Oh. Like my mum would buy me an illustrated, like a nicer illustrated copy because I've thrashed the other one. Right. And the thrash copy gets kind of moved to, you know, wherever else. The good copy gets put on the nice bookshelf. The thrash okay. copy gets moved to the... Go in the Holly Davidson yeah. chair pocket. Yeah, pretty much. Maybe. Um, and Sorry, so, that was facetious. Um, it's just it's just been read and reread. I don't. I How many times you read it? I couldn't tell you. Really? Yeah. Huh. I can read it in an airline in a, in an airplane flight from Darwin, Adelaide. So four hours. How many pages in this thing? I don't actually know. It's like changes, an it's, a, it's an odyssey, right? It's a journey of the main hero it's, protagonist. Yeah, so it's a journey of the main hero. And he's given a, he's a dream. Is a dream and it's a prophecy. Yep. So he starts it off with a dream. Yeah. Uh, and then he meets. An alchemist, yeah. a priest. Someone that can turn something Some, into gold. Oh uh, well, so the alchemist is much later on down the oh, down right. the track. But yep. he meets a priest, or he meets a guidance, someone who guides him, yep. uh, and teaches him the way of reading omens and and um, the language of the world, pretty much. So okay. it's about well, it's about whatever you want it to be about. Like I've huh. taken many different messages oh, from many different times. It depends on where I, which is why I keep going back to it because for me. It really is, I don't know, uh, what's the best way to describe it? It's, it has so many different facets to it. And depending on, it's like right. a diamond, it's like a, it's like a, a diamond that's cut irregular. Mm. You know, depending on how you look at it in the light, okay. you it, get it something else different. from it. So you continue, can, you can go back and get new things from it each time. Oh, every time. And you can project different situations yeah onto it your own yeah. life story you can say oh this yeah. is maybe this is me as a a traveler 
when I'm, you know, single. Hmm. This is me now as a married father, and you can still get hmm. something from it. It's relevant to both. Every time. Ones of you. Huh. Every time. And I found that it would relax and calm me down, which is why I use hmm. it for flying. Um, but then I, once a year, I'll just come back to it. But you can read the whole thing on a flight from yeah. Darwin to Adelaide. Mm-hmm. How many, it's like three hours, three and a half. Three hours and, three hours and 20 minutes. You read the whole book cover to yeah. cover. How many pages? Are you a fast reader? I am a fast reader. What? Uh, it's not a big book. hundred and something pages? I couldn't, I couldn't tell you know. honestly because the copies that I have, they're all different. Mm. But it's, it's only... It's a smaller one. Yeah, it's only a thin book. It's one of those ones that, you know, you said it, bucket mm. list. It's one of those ones, isn't mm. it? It's like, oh, I must read that. I must get around to that. Yeah, it is. And look, I'd recommend it. It's Obviously. It's just a book. I recommend it to absolutely everybody. So Maybe I'd... Um, I've got a bit of a cue, but maybe I'll, I'll make a half-hearted promise that I'll, to you that I'll read it. <laughs> Look, it's, it's, it's not super heavy in... It, it's insightful, but it's not. It's self-helping, but it's not. It's, it's, I find it to be very... I don't know. I don't know what's the worst. Does it tread lightly around all of those, uh, you know, the the big issues? It doesn't try and hammer home things in a heavy-handed way? No, no, I don't think that's its intention. Yeah. Um, Maybe that's my perception of it, though. Like, I find, like, I'll read something in a section that I've not paid too much attention Mm. for. I'll reflect on it and go, huh, I could could take parts of that Mm. into my everyday life. I I could enjoy... <clears throat> uh, applying what it is to so it sounds like it's allegorical in some way you know so whatever the literal journey that's presented mm. to you but in the main in by the yeah. journey of the main protagonist it means it's, it's really mm. about something else yeah and and one can sort of project one's thoughts about what that are something else might be onto it yeah so it will stand there as a framework for you to project your life situation your existential mm. thoughts yeah it's yeah. that kind of thing and it, it may not be as far as literature goes or whatever, it may not be that good of a book. Maybe it's just that it resonates with me personally I, yeah. and that I find that I'm, rather than it giving me an idea, I yeah. find that I'm forcing my idea onto it and yeah. making it relevant. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe maybe someone else will read it and go, my goodness, what? Yeah. What is this? What is going on? That really on? doesn't matter, does it? No. We've, we've covered... No. Um, and your, your um, tendency to to uh, apologise for your choices <laughs> has already been well described. <laughs> no, I don't think you have to. Okay, so we've got luxury item. We did mention this really early on, and you mm. want to take a... Piano. Piano. With, and I'm going, no, it's not too much of a cheat. There's people that's really tried to cheat on this, but no. Yeah, you get piano, and you get the best possible learn how to play the piano book. Yeah. You do not get internet access, unfortunately. No, and I thought about that. I knew you were going to say no. Did you? So that's why so I didn't. went with the book. <laughs> If, I, if it's too much to ask for... Yes, definitely. Let's Come cover on. the piano and pictures of my kids. Yeah, cause that can, yeah how are you going to... Yeah, you know, you can have the... Absolutely, the pictures of the kids um, go with the piano. And and just some just some sheet music yeah. of random things that I can... Yeah. I don't... I can't just play the piano. On. Yeah, but you've it, got some time here. That's And that's what I thought. I mean, I, I, I've softened on this. This is, uh, as I said, this is... This is um, 20 interviews in now uh, and I realised early on I think that the, the the concept was too crushingly bleak um, you so become I've, lenient I've lenient yeah I'm not lenient no no you're still not allowed internet but yeah. you, um, now there's a very good chance you're going to be rescued within the next sort of year or two 
still it's tough don't get me wrong you're doing mm. it really tough out here but it's not like this bleak you may never be rescued i just couldn't do that to people mm. i saw i saw too many friends eyes filling up with tears when they thought about not seeing their children again and that's what i found i found that really hard it's heavy right i found that really hard but i also couldn't find a movie or a song yeah that encapsulates right. my feeling that yeah. i have for yeah. my wife and my kids well enough yeah so I couldn't pick one. No, I got it. I got it. I so got it. I, like but I that found would almost that I be avoided it completely. That would almost be too. Even if there was one, and believe me, those songs mm. will come. You're, you know, oh, your yeah. children are still so young. Um, but oh man, I, I ask this question sometimes to fellow dads, and um, if you, as a hypothetical, if you could have mm. an amazing high power telescope to see your children, would you choose to look, or would it be too much? You know, would it just be too? Would it be agony to be able to see them but not be able to be with them? I couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think it would be easier to yeah. hope. Just hope and, and things, just... Things are going well. I don't even just, you know, being away for... I don't know how long... What's the longest you've been away from your children for? Oh, goodness. Not long. Not long? Day? Overnight? Um, look, a couple of days is probably couple about of days. max. When it's Elizabeth, tough, isn't it? Elizabeth first moved down before I came down. Oh. So there was two months or so of... of being apart from mm, Eleanor. She mm, was still pregnant. Mm. I was wrapping up things in Darwin. Elizabeth was down here. Mm. Um, that that was the longest I've been away from Eleanor. Mm. Um, but for the two of them, and since that time, mm. mate, I don't, I don't want to be away from them. I'm sure we drive each other insane. Um, yeah. But I would rather... I would rather be going insane with her. Yeah, the insanity of yeah, yeah. the insanity of proximity, yeah. um, and the shut the fuck up and oh my god, I'd love to read yeah. this book with you know quicker than one half sentence at mm. a time, rather than the the agony of separation and distance. Yeah, look, I think Elizabeth gets the short end of that Does deal she? because I, she's she's uh, yeah. she looks she looks after all of us. It's hard job, so man. I think it's hard it job. It is. It is a tough job, and the hardest thing is that at the end of the day, I can take them. I could take him for 48 hours straight yeah, and Elizabeth yeah. not be there or whatever. Yeah. But if something goes bad, they're not going to say, I've spent two days with dad and he can look after me. They're going to say, I want my mum. Yeah. So regardless of whatever I could <laughs> possibly contribute, mm. at the end of the day, at this age especially, yeah. they're just going to say, I want my mum. Yeah, that mum stays. And so she doesn't, she doesn't really get a clean break from anything. Um, God but it. it is also the best job in the whole world. That's true. Parents, That's so. true. Um, but it's yeah, the hardest and the best and the, the yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, look, my my option still stays the same though. If I'm going to be rescued in say two years, yep. I'm going to come back two years so can, wiser and better. You can, t- and you can tough it out. You've got you've got yeah. some decent music. You've got piano. Oh God! And you're going to come back and go, girls, check this out. Mm. Roll up the sleeves, sit down at the baby grand. I love. I just. I I love the idea of pianos. Yeah. I love. I, I hate them, but I love watching videos <laughs> of things like the guys who go to the piano it's like there's yeah. that big piano in um, the train station in Paris and oh yeah you see yeah, guys yeah. sit down and that's great Addy busts out a beautiful tune oh that's and you're great like, yeah. oh god like I hate you but that's oh, yeah those bastards are they really you know yeah. they, they got those all over London now it's mm. like alright so you're an amazing pianist yeah. come on I'd, I'd probably never Cross. do that no matter how good I was <laughs> but I would love to be able to you know be in my home or whatever and go well bust out some Richard Clayton now and again wind up the you know roll up the sleeves and let's Watch this now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's it's a it's a beautiful skill, <laughs> it is. but it's not one that I would ever 
it's it's not something that I would take any further than that personal development of my skill. Okay. So, so unless you ever become a space an intrepid space explorer yeah. stranded out somewhere just inside the heliosphere. Okay. I think we're down to your choice of um, virtual reality vista. Oh, yeah. I picked Kalala Beach. Mm. Kalala Beach is three hours south of Sydney. Mm-hmm. Jervis Bay. Drive goes, yeah, and Jervis Bay. Have you ever been down that way? Yeah, I have, yeah. White sand in the world. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is it? Well, I say it is, but... Yeah, that's what I, I think that's it's. Yeah. When I went there it's 20 like years ago. Powder. Mm. It's it's Incredible, it's like right? flour. Yeah. It's like bags of flour. It's the same color almost. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. but that's where my my grandparents have a little a little place down oh, there that they cool. bought a long time ago. Still got it? Yeah, still got it. Like weatherboard kind of beach uh, house. It's a brick double story house. What am I saying? Yeah, They're builders. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh no, no, this is oh, the butcher side. Of butcher side. Okay, okay. Um the other side when we were younger lived in Greece. So, and right. I have really, and that was my other, maybe we could go there, but Greece, yeah. is, Greece is hard because Kalala yeah. is very small. Yeah. It's its own little private place right. to me. Right. Whereas Kalimnos and Greece in general, yeah. it's quite broad. And yeah. so do you do a section of a beach in Greece or yeah. like Kalala is a memory that I have yeah. quite vivid because I've spent, Lots of time right. there, whereas Just Greece million. is not. Yeah, okay. Greece is not. Yeah. I've not been there a long time. Yeah. I do have, and I will always hold like memories of, of like my father's parents. Mm. They they had a, a beautiful place, not beautiful in looks, but beautiful in what it was. You know, the, yeah. They had the fruit trees in the back, and yeah. there was the almonds yeah. and the, and the figs. You know, from the neighbour's place would grow over the side, yeah. and and the, all the families, uh, my dad's cousins, and that they would live in the houses around it because it's only a small place, yeah. and. It, it was beautiful and it was also, you know, where I got to be really introduced to my grandfather because yeah. those early years they were in Greece and then they yeah. moved back later on and then we... When, when did they move back? Um, I guess uh, early teens, maybe mm. a little bit earlier. Mm. No, a little bit earlier than that. So around, around the 10, turn of millennium? No, no, just, yeah, yeah right, late 90s yeah, kind of yeah. time, yeah. So they would always come, they came back there and then they moved back into the same house that survived Tracy. Oh. So they, they still own their home. Mm. So they came back and moved in there and mm. stayed stayed there, obviously, until my grandfather passed. And mm. now my grandmother lives in an apartment in Darwin still. Cool. And just doing How her old is she? Thing. 80. Oh, my God. Pushing 90. Low 80s. 80s. Yeah, What's her name? She's Irene. Irene. So she, she's a Irene, she's, yeah. And we haven't even mentioned Elizabeth's gorgeous sister, Irene. Mm. Another, you've got a sister-in-law now. I do. Who happens to have James. the same Greek name as my sister. Oh. So Ren, I've got a Renee. She's a Rini. Rini. That's just the English interpretations of the same Greek name. So. Yeah, right. Yeah. There you go. What a be- and another beautiful heart. Another beautiful mm. soul. So Rini, if you've made it through to four hours and whatever we're at now. Yeah, James. Exactly. <laughs> so. I'm surprised they've actually left me alone. Uh, Elizabeth. Uh, they, there's, I think there's a lot of respect for this. Yeah. Um, uh, for this, there we go. To it in again, a lot of respect for this. Um, this situation, this 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 project, this thing, mm. this this inside the heliosphere. Um, I think. I think at the end of your interview, Ifarasto, Emmanuel, I want to say. It was. It's been brilliant. I, it's been. I know it's been. If anyone's still listening, I, you know, if you are, thank you. 
if you're not, yeah, yeah. I've I've had a great time. I've yeah, so have I. And you know what? And, and and I say this, I'll say this to you afterwards as well. But I, you know, and I've said this to people before. Like, yeah, I, I could meet up with you, and, and and we could go for a walk along, mm. you know, the promenade with our kids and spend four hours together. Mm. But there's something about doing this. I yeah. now understand you, mm. you know, ten times more than I did. Yeah. And and it would take me ten times of meeting up with you to even know you know, half of what we've covered here, which has and, been a gift. And that's another thing. And I, I've I said this to Elizabeth and I've said this to Elizabeth a few times. Yeah. Um, and I really do think this, like I looked at my songs and, and the broad spectrum yeah. of how I covered it. Yeah. And it is literally because I, I never consider me or Elizabeth in that matter to yeah. be from one walk of life. Yeah. Um, I've always said to her that we, we are kind of chameleons. Sure. We change our spots. We, we, we change our colours and we, we integrate really well into so many different areas yeah. that I would never have too much of one musical genre because I just, yeah. I could never, I've, I've never been that person. Yeah. Um, and that's how, that's how I've always lived life. And I think that's, that's, I don't know, just how it's always been. Like you, we, we, we ebb and flow with, with the waves, we we move, yeah. we move where we need to move to, and yeah. you know I can, I've always been able to talk well or speak well with the people that speak well, and then I can talk to the subbies the way I talk to subbies. Like Elizabeth would always have a good laugh at me with when the right subbies call, depending on who they are, it's, mm. the accent changes. They hear the yeah yeah, and yeah. then it's like, like, who do you think you are? It's yeah. like well. Whoever they think I am, like it's what, it's it, what needs to be it done. moves. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's also that it's also that the, yeah, you may have had a chameleonic uh, approach to to choosing yeah. genres of music, but also each one of the songs you picked has very clearly been mm. associated with person, time, place. Yeah. You know, these are these are songs that you know whether you listen to them once a week or you haven't listened mm. to them for five years, they're always going to yeah. grab you in the in the right in the soul, aren't they? Yeah, and that's the honesty in it as well because yeah. I honestly thought and selected those songs for personal reasons yeah. not because I wanted it to be a list of yeah. different yeah 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 you've not done areas. it with any sort of artifice yeah. involved uh, so and that's that's yeah. what I found quite interesting yeah. about <coughs> and, and you know going through the reflection of it all at the end of the day was looking at it and going yeah I I do say to Elizabeth things like oh you know we we are chameleons like that yeah. we, you know we can move around quite well yeah, and we yeah. we know our way around we navigate different waters differently and, yeah. and that's what's great about what we yeah. do and how we are um, but then to try and bear it through music and yeah. be honest about it, it my choices are self-explanatory to, yeah. to that Absolutely. as well, which I found quite good because I guess it kind of proves that I'm, I'm not BSing myself. Right, like it's, there's it's, an integrity you know I mean? to your choices. Yeah, so sure. and that's what I like. Though. So you say it sounds to me like uh, not only have you been on you know, the J word overused, but mm. you've been on a journey with this, mm. and I think a lot of people do when they when they subject themselves, and it is subjective. I'm, and I'm so mm. grateful that you've subjected yourself to this, mm. but also it's triggered conversations with yeah. Elizabeth. I'm Heaps. hope I'm hoping it's going to trigger conversations with your friends and your family that, yeah. that will listen to this as well yeah. one day. Um, and so again. Um, I won't mangle my limited crew again, but thanks. Thank you, my <laughs> yeah, friend. Yeah, no worries. Thank you very and much for having me. It's been oh, very mate, good. Seriously, and, and yeah. you've been a you've been a great astronaut. <laughs> thanks. I, I don't know if this is going to be end of season two or start of season three, but either yeah. way, it's a completely appropriate uh, bookend for one of the 
think of please let me have <laughs> God, yeah. please don't otherwise <laughs> yeah we'll do it again alright cheers buddy no worries thanks <laughs>